Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and David Pingree, featuring the producer of the show, Tits Legendary. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome back after a week off the Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, not far from the lines. Then if you listen closely, you can hear them tearing apart an antelope limb from limb. Thank you, everybody, for listening. A week off has got us excited. Houston Supercross, uh, I'm Steve Mathis, and uh, we've got a great show for you. Uh, Blake Wharton's coming on. Jeff Emick's coming on. Travis Preston's coming on. But uh, in studio here are a couple of... 125 Supercross legends. I've never had this many 125 Supercross wins in the studio together at one time. Um, the great David Pingree. Ping, what's up? Hey, Steven. How are you? I'm awesome. That's great. Yeah, it's good to be here. And Le Cobra, straight from Le Black. He jetted in this morning. DV, what's up? How are you doing? How are you? Second days in a row. Second yeah. Day. Came here yesterday for a French radio show with Le Big. Yeah. And you're back in. I didn't hear what you guys were saying in French in French yesterday, so just repeat all what you're saying in English tonight. We'll That's, be good. Yeah. Yeah. I heard Marvin and Purcell and Will we, talk, Will we, talk, we talked about Ferry, too. Did you hear it? I didn't. You, did you not I catch Chief Ferry? I didn't Ferry? pick it up. Yeah. Uh, um, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, taking your calls, producing the show, handling things, uh, almost screwing up our Cadoba order, but not quite, is the Tits Legendary. Tits, what's up? What's up, guy? How are you? Great. Enjoy your week off? I did. Did you sleep in your truck last night? No, I did not. Okay, mm. just checking. Just special occasions. Um, man, Houston Supercross has come and gone. We're excited here. We're going to give away two tickets to Minneapolis Supercross uh, this weekend, courtesy of NFAB. NFAB uh, Racing, um, thanks to those guys. We've got two tickets coming up. We're going to do an email contest for that. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto. Black and, Ops. And Ping. Yeah. Your presence here is presented by and brought to all of us by Brot Bar. The guys at Brot Bar uh, make it possible for you to come on the show. And uh, how is Brot Bar? Bro, doing good, man. They're doing really good. Uh, available now in almost all REI stores, which is a very big. Hey, that's a big deal. Yeah, right. it is. They're blowing up. So just taking steps forward, you know. No. Um, got a new manufacturing plant in Denver for Brat Bars. Oh, they They're... didn't do it all their house anymore? No, no. Oh. That hasn't been that way for a while. Oh, has it? <laughs> no, they... it was. <laughs> they had a little manufacturing plant yeah. just outside of uh, Fort Collins. One's where they're at. They're, they're kind of moving to a bigger one down in Denver. It's going to be if they got next REI, level for them. If they got REI, they're blowing up. Oh, they got bigger stuff than that in the works, dude. Kroger really? Grocery Stores is on. Ah. Just, it's just got to be – it starts regionally and then it'll expand. Right, so right. they're doing great. Uh, Brock, and Brock Bar with three, uh, three A's. That's right. Brockbar.com. Brockbar.com. Um, they also have the Paleo Diet Bar, which is going to be out shortly. Yeah. Um, they're doing the final testing on that. I guess they got to let it sit in an incubator for a while, make sure it's got the shelf life that it needs. But it's done. Tastes great. Uh, it's going to kick butt. Uh, how? I know you're big on the paleo diet. So oh, very big. We're going to make yeah. sure we no, get no, you no. stocked up on these. No, um, absolutely. That's so funny. You, um, that is the sound of an ice cold Red Bull. Sure <laughs> yeah, is. Cracking is. open right there as, as, as we speak. Sugar free. 
Yeah. Thanks, Jeremy Malat. That is the sound of an ice cold Red Bull being cracked open. Uh, oh Paul Lindsay. Yeah. Come home. Please come home. We miss you. <laughs> um, also, A10 Solutions is having, you can also get Brat Bar on there. Free shipping from A10 Solutions if you type in Mathis. And they also have the Rhino Global stuff. So, um, A10, part of the show. And, and thank you for, for coming on. Um, uh, man, I don't know where to start. Uh, well, I guess let's start with this. You can get the show on iTunes. You can get it on Stitcher. You can listen live on the app uh, right now. You can listen uh, on an Android or I think on they iPhone. know you could listen live right now. On, on a phone, on a smartphone, I guess. Oh, okay. Said. Yeah. yeah. Clarify, because um, that hey, seemed ridiculous to me. Thanks to Eddie Bard at Cadoba. Mm. I don't know what he does at Cadoba besides deliver happiness. DV, I'm a, you haven't, I haven't seen you attack something like, like that buffet like <laughs> since you were 125 Supercross champion. Come on. You liked it. Come on. Chip, Ping. Yeah. Ping ate more than me. Come on. I went after that queso like a hungry mutt. Uh, Just... Queso, uh, carne, chicken, tacos, all the fixins. Yeah, fixins. Cookies, yeah. brownies. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Eddie, at Cadoba. Eddie. Delicious. Yeah. I don't know you, but I love you. <laughs> Keep it coming. I know, Eddie. Thanks. If you're oh. listening. I don't even feel like Thank doing the show right now. Good. I'm exhausted. Just take the night off. I'm in a queso coma. Yeah, I know. You look like it. Um, hey, we uh, also, X-Brand Goggles. Uh, did you hear about this cool thing X-Brand Goggles is doing? Nope. Let's, let's hear about it, though. <laughs> you can build your own goggle, DV. You so- <laughs> oh, that sounds like a great deal. You select, so like, your, you select your frame? So no, they build it for uh, you, jackass. Uh, right. It's, it's well, like uh, what Nike's been doing for 15 years. <laughs> Is that what it is? Design your own shoe. Yeah. You pick your frame, your lens, your strap. If you want a nose guard or not, they build it for you at X Brand Headquarters. That's a cool idea. I like it. It's fifty bucks. You get do, a free pack get, of tear offs. You get the. You get a free lens. The strap embroidered. No. Why not? Embroidered strap. Yeah, Nike does it. Okay, well, you can't put your name we're on just it. praising our sponsor that comes on the show. We're not really talking <laughs> shit on their on their idea <laughs> right kidding. now, but we can, we can we can go on if you want. Uh, Fifty bucks. Here's the bad part, though. That's the good part. The bad part is uh, Pulp Show 13 doesn't work, so you do not get thirty percent off if you type it in for the build a goggle thing. You get free stuff, though. Yeah, you get a free lens, free pack of tear offs, and you can put them in any color you want. Can't beat that, man. Yeah, expert goggles. Take Custom. it to a take that, it to that, a new level. That's a pretty cool idea. It's a game changer. Thank you. Thank you, Tits. I didn't You're know welcome. what word to use to capture it. That's what it you, is. You captured it. Yeah. Um, I don't think it really changes the game. No, just, it does. It's just sort of a nice game. little, you know. Really, guys? Changes really? No, You want embroidery, <laughs> and you say it doesn't change the game. You, I just think you're being well, a little... You tell me another goggle place that will do that for well, you. I don't think Brat Bar's changing any game either. Hey, oh. I, I used to have a custom uh, strap. <laughs> he had custom straps. He's pro rider, man. Um... And DV's appearance here is brought to us by Free Gun. Free Gun USA. No, why? I don't know. Why not? Why not? Dude, yeah. I just... How, what are you doing? him up. Maybe give us some free chonies. What's wrong chonies. with your knee, Ping? Chonies. No, it's nothing. <laughs> Too much CrossFit. The crackling. You got ice on it? Oh, it's fine. It is, right? It is, yeah. Oh, was that loud? Sorry. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we Keep my smacky loud lips and my knees from <laughs> popping. Um, let's get going to Houston. What'd you think? Is I mean... RV's got a 22-point lead. Is I mean, obviously this thing isn't over, yeah, like, but well, is this thing over? Every weekend it gets a little more, you know. His starts are on point now. Yeah, um, yeah I kind of missed the, you know, Ryan from the beginning of the season where he was crashing and 
finishing 16th once in a while just to keep it interesting. Right. Because it's kind of ridiculous now. It is, isn't it? Him yeah. and Dungey right now. Dungey has gotten second three out of the last four races. Third at the other one. As yeah. the series goes on, DV, it's a grind. Do you think that's something that could be catching up to Barsha, Stewart, Reed now has been out and hasn't done that much? Um, is, is the grind catching up and now we're seeing the guys that are, you know, a little better mentally and physically than everybody else? Because it does seem like Dungey and Villapoto are now at another level than everybody else. Yeah, for sure. I think they have the best program. I think they're the most serious about it. Um, but, you know, I like it. I like when Villapoto wins. You don't like when the, the the best rider wins, you know, the guy that works the most, the you know, that yeah. the most dedicated, that actually spend the most money on his program to to be ready and doesn't play golf with you know, Tiger Woods and doesn't do this and doesn't do that. Yeah, he's not that cool. But <laughs> No. As cool as it could be He's not gonna be at LeBlanc anytime. No, it's not like a, right. a rock star, it's not like but he gets uh, the job done. And he's the best writer, and he wins. He totally and he kills it. everybody, Look, and I like it. I That's was just it. I was just in Florida all week. Went to RVs for one day. They got rain overnight. The track was shitty. Weimer was there. RV was there, and they were doing their motos. And Jake did not want to ride. The track was wet, slippery. RV though, I'm going out there, and I'm going to do 20, and then I'm going to stop, and I'm going to do 20 more, and. And by the end, like, he was jumping a couple of quads that, you know, he normally would get over, but because the track was sketchy. It just made me, once again, I go there every year, and you guys know, you're both elite riders at one time. I was just impressed because here it is on a Thursday. This is where the work is. This is what nobody sees. And Weimer, to his credit, rode a lot, but he didn't ride with the same intensity and for as long as RV. Yeah. And, and the track was sketchy. And if RV wasn't there and Eldon wasn't there, he, he wouldn't have road you know what i mean yeah it's kind of like yeah. but when you want to be a champion you know i mean it just impressed me it was just like yeah sketchy track like he didn't have to do the thing he was trying to do this normal quad and he's wheel spinning and coming up short you know you know what's more impressive because actually riding your bike is fun yeah right so yeah. i mean you could even say well yeah he's riding in the mud whatever that's not that hard of work dude eats really clean yeah and i think for a fat kid like him he's like did you see him when he got hurt? He's got some pictures of oh, him yeah. when he was off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Him, he, he went to Hawaii up. with the ferries, and he was, yeah, he was big. Yeah, so, you know, that, yeah. to me, when you got a fat kid at a heart like that, like me, like him, when you see his diet the way it is, and he doesn't cheat too often, yeah, that shows a lot of commitment right there. Yeah. It, it, I don't know. It, it, he, made, he made Houston be pretty boring. What do you think of yeah. the track, Ping? We've uh, been on the guys for the tracks, you know? I, th- I, I like the dirt seemed good from – from my couch, anyway. Yeah, dirt uh, was good. Broke down a little bit. You know, got a little ruddy, a little shitty, but uh, they left the whoops. They didn't roll them flat. You know, they yeah. left them big, and they were big. The unseated 250 guys. I, felt I love the for guy. I, I don't even know who the dude was in the 250 class. Some guy crashed in the whoops leading the LCQ. Yeah. And just threw a fit. Oh, yeah. Just a full on <laughs> freak out on TV. It was awesome. Just upset? Yeah. I was at the fire station. The, my crew was watching it, and we were all laughing at it. Oh, were you giving them play-by-play on who's who and what's what? And uh, If I was out there, let, yeah. me t- <laughs> let me tell you guys. Yeah, we were – yeah, no. Um, it, no was, tra- it, it was a good race. Um, the yeah. track was good, right? track was good, yeah. People like that track? Listen, here's my idea. Couple of options. Listen to my idea. 
Go ahead. Here we go again. Nope. I like the sand section off the – like there was some stuff yeah. in there. I'm like, oh, I've never seen yeah. that before. That's cool. Okay, here's I my like idea. I like when they get Here's my like idea. That. You know the first turn went in between the finish line? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Incorporate that onto a track every lap. You have to jump the finish or you may T-bone a guy. And how does that work for Will Hahn when he screws up before it? Hey, <laughs> got to jump that thing. Put water. On, that's ring get, of, her, that's, get her pit. That's right? ring of fire status here. You're – yeah. Too hey, much, remember too that video Kidoba. game, Ivan Stewart, with the... Too much Kiruba. Yeah. Under the influence of Kiruba. Kiruba queso is getting to your brain. I mean, I think it's an awesome idea. Um, so can we talk... Can I talk about the track, or are you just... Is that okay? What about my idea first? No, Garbage? Okay. Terrible. All right, talk about the track, please. Why Why do you talk about guys in 250F and seated not going to the wolves? Cause is that bad? I like that. That means uh, okay. it's tough. Okay. No. Okay. It's so Supercross. I'm, I'm it's with the, you. It's the elite of you. the elite. Make them big. And, hey, if you can't get through them, guess you should load up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, well I like this, the fact that this cha- it's challenging, you know? like just, right. And I like the rhythm section. You could do 3-3-3, three, 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 and all the guys could only do, like, 2-2-2. Two, two, two. Sometimes, like, yeah. from 1st to 20th, you do everything the same. So yeah. it has to have some sort of a challenge where we can have a decent race. Where, what was the race last weekend where they were big and then they got knocked Toronto. down? Was that Toronto? Toronto. That made me mad. They were huge. Chad put a tweet out with JT standing in them, the shortest rider possible, to make them look even bigger, like an optical <laughs> illusion. And then they rolled them and made them bigger. Well, they, then they made them smaller in the beginning and rolled them to give you more of a run. Yeah. And then for the night show, they, they just re- freaking flattened them off. Yeah, yeah they, made them, they made them really flat. It, look, it looked like 2001. Look, it's, it's Supercross, man. Make it tough. Like, it's just, they I mean, used to be that big. I Guys know. dealt with it. What's the problem And you were on two strokes, which are worse bikes for whoops. You know? It's like if you can't skim them, then cool. Skim as far as you can and then drop in and start jumping. That's J- what we had to like, do back. Yeah, JT and, made a career out of jumping through the whoops. Yeah. In Toronto... You could jump the big whoops, right? They were really spread. Yeah, oh, they well, were. for the night show, by the time they made them for the night show, you 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 could just skim them. Like there was a. But if they had them. left them, you yes, would yes. have been able to. They yeah. were spaced yeah. between them. You, it'd have been like a rhythm. I section. wasn't there, but before they changed them, JT said that the top guys would be trying to blitz them, and everyone else would be jumping them. And he thought they were, they, and he thought, of course, because Chad thought JT has a hard time giving an independent thought, <laughs> arguing Chad's. anything Chad said. But they said it was dangerous, you know. But. But you know Jake, what? I mean, Chad Reed's one of the best They should have stayed home, home then. Be careful. Is JT coming on the show? Yeah, he'll be on later. Be yeah. careful what you say. He might listen. He's going to after you. I love me some JT. I love JT. Yeah, let's – let's. Canard's back on the box. That's good. I love JT. What I can see of him hanging out of Chad's back end. Yeah. I mean, you know. He seems to have nice shoe sets. Right. Let's go right to a call. Tyson. That's good. What's going on, guys? How you doing? Do you want to handle the show while we all just go downstairs and have more queso? Absolutely. All right, you and Tits Absolutely. can talk about something. Stupid yeah, so I, I, I figured a good question would be, big, big topic with the tracks. At what point do the racers realize that the track's going to suck if it's going to suck? It's probably too early to look at the track map and realize it's not going to be good, but, I mean, can you even tell a track walk, or is it even the first or second or third practice when you really know it's not going to be good? The ones that sucked the worst to me was where, like DV says, where everyone's doing ex- everything exactly the same. And you can tell on track walk, mm-hmm. well, okay, there's no other options to do this. Everyone's going to okay. do exactly like this, and they do, yeah. and there's nowhere to make up time on anybody, no. and you're stuck behind. <clears throat> Look, you know, I'm a complete idiot, and I can walk the track and realize, okay, this is dumb. Three, 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 
two triples, so two lanes are taken care of, on off before the triple. Whoops are easy. That's yeah. it. Sand section. Yeah, I think, uh, sand should, in a corner. They should put only one triple on the track Always. and do like a rhythm section or something. Always challenging, you know. So, um, so but, yeah, Tyson, they they know right away. But but you can't tell from track walk because you got to see how the drums are made, like how how peak they are, how how big the triples are, the gaps or whatnot. No, these guys know on track walk. Yeah, they, yeah, everything's built pretty standard. So they got it. They got it down pretty good. Okay. Cool. Thanks, man. Hey, uh, pedigree. Uh, seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Did he call me Pedigree? He did. Yeah. Who else called you Pedigree? I don't remember. Who was the dude? How'd that happen? You don't like that? Oh, uh, you know, I think that, wasn't that the guy who couldn't sign? Is that the dog wasn't food that computer thing? guy? Yeah. Is it? Uh, yeah. Might have been. Yeah. 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 Um, <clears throat> Blake Wharton's coming on. Ping, you've always been a Blake Wharton. Guy. I love me some Blake. Wharton. You love yeah. Blake Wharton. He's just a good dude. He's interesting. He, he's he's I, very. I fully thought though when Marvin got by him that it was over. I yeah. never thought he was going to get. Catch that was impressive, back. right? Very impressive. We're yeah. going to ask him tonight. Yeah, like, after the wolves, right? Inside? Um, it took him like three turns. Yeah. He went like yeah. inside, inside. Yeah. And I uh, I was impressed, man. It wasn't dirty. No. No, not at all. But it no. was uh, tenacious. Um, tenacious. So one of the questions I'm going to have for him is how do you bottle that, Wharton? How do you – because he's been off the pace. I mean, he almost went in Indianapolis. But generally speaking – he gets left behind those dudes, and how do you bottle that? Or what happened this weekend in Houston? But you have to put it in perspective. That okay. was the first couple of laps, you know, like aggressive. Mm-hmm. You know, like he tried to pass him back right away. Did a good job. Then you have to see that actually Marvin, that was the fastest, kind of you know crashed, lost a lot of time. So he was kind of alone by himself, yeah. and then. Han just started to do like rolling the finish line jump three times in a row. <laughs> so oh, let's do this thing, you yeah. know, like yeah. So you know, if you look at the race, weird why Wilbur did that. Yeah, weird why one, one did time that. it's it's understandable because yeah. he almost jumped. He, he on almost water, went into it. Yeah. The other times, I don't know. I don't know why would you. I don't go know outside. what he, did. He make mistakes. Like I couldn't really it, see. I from just, the race, you were like, oh, he didn't do it. Like you're like like from the press box, it was like not obvious why he didn't do it. Obviously, I'm not down on the floor, but. From the you know. TV, it looked like he was singling, oh, no, going Tits. wide That's in the corner. Tits is talking about. Yeah. is yeah. talking about riding. And he was jumping yeah. too he far. A Mike, he took a Mike Healy to the face of the once. jump, so he was losing yeah. too much uh, momentum. Didn't have the drive. The there was a little hump there, right before the finish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> what yeah. is that shirt you're wearing? You like it? Who are those guys? Who you mean, Optrix? Yeah. They. You're made... not using the show to get no sponsors. Way, dude. This is all me. <laughs> I'm it's a radio famous. show, Mathis. We can't see. He, he sure. always. I, well, I follow, on Twitter. He's always hashtag Optrix, hashtag Optrix, and I'm like, you're what, using what, the what's show. A, what's, no, no, no. That's from my personal account, and I'm. Ha- I'm. Trying they only to promote... know you from the Pulp Show, though, no, from your don't. personal account. How many followers do you think? Not true. How many followers do you think you would have if you didn't weren't on a Pulp Mech show? There we go. Oh, no, no, Here I don't go. debate that Math- for a second. Okay, and I know that. That's not. That's not. All right. To be question. I listen have to this Mathis guy, and then no. we say French or Dex. Yeah, come on, yeah. listen. To no, him. bring back Humble Steve. That's <laughs> we, what I want. We, yeah. we had a little thing where where the 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 Lucas Oil guys came in and filmed their pilot. Trey Kennard's brother works for him. Yeah, big drama. And then next thing you know, he's hitting drama up for tickets to the races without asking me. No. That's just going like that's not true at all. And I'm like, you can't just you can't call these people. It's not true. You know, and, and represent that you need tickets. Nope. Yes, he nope. can. Yes. He did. So <laughs> I get <apparently> he, did. <laughs> he did do it, and he did get them. Didn't you? <laughs> there you go. 
Suc- Drama volunteered them to me, by the way. He said, hey, I heard you may or may not be able to get any tickets. I've got some I can hook you up. And I said, great. Thank you very much. As far as these optics guys go, I bought one of their products about a year ago. I liked it. And then the latest thing is um, I won a photo contest because I'm an amazing photographer. And I won some, of, some more of their product. And this is, this is part of the deal. Has nothing to do with the show whatsoever. I don't know. But they're great. Hey, we got to get some Don't be jealous. Don't be jealous. I'm not jealous. Can you get him a... Get him an optic quadru- shirt. Then he'll can be happy. I don't even know what it is. Quadruple Listen, XL. I just, I just don't want... You have a quadruple XL? Hey, hey this is, this is uh, Tis Legendary. Uh, I just finished sleeping in my truck. Optrix. But let me tell you. If you give me some shit, I'll get you on this show. Uh, I, I do this show. I don't know if you caught the second part of my name there. Legendary. <laughs> I'm a producer <laughs> on a top-rated motocross internet show. Uh, and if you good. give me product, I'll get yep. you in. That's all. Dude, yep. just, just so you know, like uh-huh. I know you're high-tech over there, Apple world, just going nuts. Okay. The wire from the earbuds, mm-hmm. so 2012, bro. Bro, Bluetooth is garbage in case that's where you're going. I got right. some new. Has there ever been a time where you've been on the phone with somebody, and you can tell without a shadow of a doubt that guy's using his hands-free speaker in his car because it sounds like garbage? That's Bluetooth. That's why I prefer these because the sound quality much better. Hey, I'm I'm in Team Tits. Yeah, you're on. Team you got tits. a great voice yeah. for radio. Yeah, you got a good voice. what about for yeah. playing music though? You got the wire. I actually, I actually listen to uh, audiobooks most because the sound quality in these, not very good. Uh uh-uh. No. Um, that's that's not up for debate. I have the. I have a question for you. Blake guys. Griffin, LA <laughs> Clippers. I have a question for you. Uh, Skull Candy. We're gonna take some calls. First of all, I got some new Jaybirds. Blue Bluetooth. They're, okay, here's the, here's the question. You want to go to Minneapolis Supercross this weekend? I'm sure Me? somebody does. Who? No, no someone, oh, someone out there. I wanted somebody to go. in the okay, Minneapolis area. The era. first person Here to email Pulpamex show. At pulpamex.com. <laughs> didn't we forward that? We didn't fix it's, that yet? Well, it's either info at pulpamexshow.com, oh. but I don't check that. I don't actually even okay. have all the access. Pulpamex, so, let's stick with pulpamexshow at gmail.com. Pulpamexshow at gmail.com. The first person to email the show with the combined number of 125 Supercross wins for our two guests tonight, DV and Ping, their combined total of 125 Supercross wins. The first person with the right answer gets two tickets to Minneapolis for this weekend. Courtesy of NFAB Racing, you have to be able to go, though. You have to right. be able to go. Um, if you can't go, don't email. Please don't. No, don't. Even if you know, don't. you'd be cool. It's very yeah. jackassery of you. Yeah. If, yeah. So um, just be from Minnesota, let's say, and, and, and email the show. First person. So go to Wednesday. Iowa? Yeah, you can I, I don't Iowa. think it's going to take that long, by the just way. Just okay. Unless it's a really hard trivia question. Um, it's, it's not easy. Okay. Well, then yeah. that's good. Make them earn it. Who picks these questions? Um, by yeah. The way, by the way, Sinjin already emailed. <laughs> Does yeah. he, he have he, the right answer? No. Well, you don't even have the question yet, but um, that's just that's, that's Sinjin that's the for question. you. I, I, and there's I, no possible way he's going to go to Minneapolis. Sinjin has probably seven dollars in his bank account. He can't make it to Minneapolis for the weekend. Right. All right. Let me ask you guys a question before we get Jeff Mimic on the air. Okay. So uh, short and tickle came together again this weekend for the fourth time. Uh, words were exchanged afterwards back at the truck. Um, neither of you guys saw it. Didn't, they didn't show the TV broadcast, but basically short coming through the pack. He caught tickle tickle had fallen too. So they were both kind of coming together. The turn before the whoops, the left-hander 
Short got a better drive and was on the inside and was about where Tickle's boot slash foot peg is. They went into the turn and they need the, you know, they're hauling ass, so they need the berm to stop. So they go in, Tickle keeps going wide and Short and they Short kind of takes his front end out. Not didn't drive out there, but in the course of making the turn. So Tickle goes down, so he's super pissed. Tickle hit Short in Daytona and broke his finger or broke his pinky or something uh, with a pretty aggressive move. San Diego, they came together. Have you, Ping, ever had that guy? Have you ever had that guy where you're just running into each other? And what do you do to help it, to fix it? Tickle was telling Shorty after the race, I owe you one now. You, you, you've taken me three times. You, I only took you once, and I owe you two. And <laughs> so, Are they playing Monopoly? Or I don't know. Yeah. What do you do? I owe you in his wallet. What do you do? Yeah, I, I mean, I had guys like that that I always seemed to just connect with, and I let my emotions handle the situation. I hate them, scream at them, <laughs> try to take them out when I could. That's how I handled it back then when I was, you know. You're talking about Greg Schnell? Well, he would have been oh, one. One of them, yeah. Yeah, many. Deegan so, was another Deegan. one. Deegan? Yeah. So what do you, DV, anybody like that for you? Anybody come to mind? JT. No, come <laughs> no, on. We're not no. going to bring that up. No, <laughs> seriously, no. I mean, uh, what... really, uh, only the the Kader fiasco with yep. that one year right. that I had, but I never had a grudge with somebody. You know, I was I always raced clean. I thought, you know. Yeah. But, and, and I think everything I've seen from these guys has been racing incidents. I don't see any fine, like, you like know, T-bone, like, you know. But you need it. It's fun, you know. If if they want to do it's that, fun. And, <laughs> no. If they want to do that and crash and lose position and be stupid, <laughs> let them do it. You know, yeah. they are watching themselves, not anybody else. Well, Just, it sounds you know, like for good TV. Yeah. If you're Brock Tickle, mm-hmm. and you see Andrew Short on the inside of you, full Just, throttle well, out of the whoops, and he's, you know, you you have to know he's there. You feel him, right? You know, you he's take there. a chance by continuing on. Yeah, with that through that turn, right? You know, maybe he needs to work Sh- on his race craft and I think check, sh- check up and maybe let him go by uh, and go back under. Short's thing is like, hey, I kind of had you. You should have checked up. Yeah. I had the pass coming. Well, you if know? Andrew didn't go down and tickle, <clears throat> you know, got yeah. his front end taken out, then guess what? Andrew had him. And Brock should learn from that and not continue on through the turn next time. Right. Check the brakes and either go back under him or, or stop him behind and, him. Yeah, or stop and let him let him have it. Short wrote a great race. First turn crash to uh, to seventh. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, test, testing's worked well for him. He's learned some things on the bike and suspension change and some tires, uh, I think he's learned. And uh, he rode really well this weekend. He rode great. Um, Josh Hill, both practices, he was in the top 10. Weekend, sixth, sixth place, eighth place? What was it? The results are right there. What do you get? Let me have a look. Move your. Let me just. Anyways. Give me a second. So is he back, DV? I mean, is he. Are we... He's going to take a while. You know, he was. He got a. Bad, uh, bad injury. It's always, you know, took a couple Eighth years place. off. Yeah. You know, okay. it's it's a tough. To, he was insane, amazing in 2010, right? Yeah. That was three years ago. You know? Long time, yeah. Yeah. So um, I think the technique and everything comes back. The uh, the fitness takes a while. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you crash and get hurt. Can, every can, time, he, <clears throat> can he get back to his old, uh, his old uh, level? I I don't know. It's tough to say. I don't see him as a podium guy, but right, right. you never know. I think he's a great. He's very talented, you know. And if he, you know, yeah. keeps working like he was doing three years ago, obviously what what he was doing three years ago was working. Mm-hmm. He was winning races and leading the championship, right? Or right. something uh, he was, right there, a second. Yeah, or, he was yeah. Uh, three points out of the lead at one. Yeah. You know, at one so point. yeah, 
I think he could get there. <clears throat> Obviously, he's got the talent. He's he can get back there mentally. The question is, how screwed up is he? Yeah. How bad's that foot? I mean, he's the only one that could really say that. He's got right, limited right. motion with it. Some right. look at tits. No, no. He's doing selfies. Yeah. So why do you yeah. get mad at did me? Did you just for, shoot a selfie? You, I yeah. sure did. What are you gonna do, man? <laughs> so why do you get mad at me? I'm for gonna yelling? lose about half my respect for you right now. That's what <laughs> this I'm is what I put up with every <laughs> Monday, DB. This is what I deal with. By himself doing Optrix a selfie. Optics selfies, dude. Uh, dude. You know, hey, is the logo on there on the selfie? Uh, that's what I gotta see. Yep, it is actually. We're good. Yeah, like I'm gonna make sure to tag him for that too. Um, I also want to talk to you guys. Um. We have two more races left in, in the East. Hans got an eight-point lead. Still Hans. This is confident Hans is going to bring us something home. Thing. I think. I think that race at Houston was, uh, I mean, that, that was kind of the, the turning point for it. Yeah. If, if Moose Can could have even stayed second, mm-hmm. I think it's still a toss-up. But, I mean, eight points now. Yeah. I don't know. DB says, if, so if Moose Can wins both the last two and Wilbur goes 2-3, Moose Can wins it. Yeah, so yeah. pressure's still on, but yeah, I, I, you, that, I think at this point, yeah. Although crap, I don't know. Will's only won one, right? So if you say he won two, no, or three? How many's Will won? Uh, Will's won two. Two. Will's won the first two. Okay. Yeah. And then Marvin won three. Now, DV, you think Marvin in, in Vegas has advantage? Yeah, just because <clears throat> the way he rides. Yeah. You know, Throttle like control, smooth, precision, control, yeah, yeah. like yeah. he's a G, GP guy. That that shit we right. we ride every week on. You right. know, so I think so. But you know, if you take Will, I'll take Marvin. You know, like yeah, you guys should bet on Queso on that or something. No, no I don't. No, it's not a bet. It's oh. just like the right. the we can uh, put an argument. Like he uh, wants to gamble. Yeah, he no, he's trying to get me to gamble. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not. It's I'm not, not going to do it. Don't get sucked into his little no, black. No, he's his a bo- shark. His little black, little black, little yeah. black hole. Here we go. <laughs> I want. I show you that. Um, I want to say. I think. Marvin is better, faster, uh-huh. more technical right now. He's eight points behind. The thing is, how good of a friend Walton is with uh, Wilhan. You know, like, mm-hmm. Walton's going to, you know, help Han or Marvin, you know. That's the thing. Who will he help? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Like, you know, like, like you needed help from Robbie Horton. <laughs> yeah. And you didn't get it. No. No. Um... Wharton could be the, yeah, for sure the spoiler and all this. Well, what but. about Tyler Bowers? I think Tyler Bowers can get in yeah, there. I don't know. He, he was... didn't have anything for them this weekend. They all caught him and passed him. <laughs> but I think he's he's got something I for don't, him. You think so? I, I don't do. think he's got speed no? for those three. I don't know. I don't, uh, maybe like yeah. I'm saying he, he gets was fourth a... next weekend yeah, 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 again for yeah. sure. He but... only has he only has one race on on the bike yeah. you know, on the team. You know, he, he is doing to... Vegas though. He's going all the way through to the end. So many up. No nationals for him. No, no, yeah. So, yeah, I think um, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, I, I don't know. Right. And, um, and seeing the last four, five laps of Wuhan at uh, Houston. That mm-hmm. was sketchy. You're scared. Like, hey, if you rise like this in Vegas. This is something that would have, you'd have to tip in Muscan's favor. At least he's won a world championship. He's led a series. He's right. dealt with that pressure. It's, yeah. it's heavy. Right. And so, Will, on that team, like, what are mm-hmm. they, third year now with them? Yeah, I think so. So yeah. I mean, you know, there's there's a lot of expectation, spoken right. or otherwise, and he's leading it two point. I mean, there's a lot of pressure on him. Uh, let's get to our next guest. He's a former 250 Supercross, 250 National, and 125 Outdoor National champion. Never brought home a 125 Supercross title though, so he's got 
Something in common with you guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jeff Emig, what's up, bro? I'm just uh, just got done uh, getting everybody sorted, the family, and uh, uh-huh. dedicated fully my time here to the Pulp MX show. Uh, I figured if I got if I got Pingree and Villman on the show tonight, I, I probably should bring my A game. Um, yeah, yeah, you got, you got a good point there. By the way, bro, <laughs> uh, you got passed, I believe, at Dallas. When Dean Wilson won Dallas, he moved past you as the the rider, the 125 Supercross rider with the most wins without winning a title. Yeah, that's a yep. that's a hell of an accomplishment, <laughs> and, and um, you know the one the one record that I do hold that uh, that not a lot of people um, have the opportunity to make a run at, mm-hmm. uh, and I feel pretty safe about it is the uh, I'm the only Supercross champion that has that has failed to win a race after his championship with the exception of Donnie Hansen, but because he was injured. So really, I did yeah. not know that. So every, every guy has won the race the next year, won a race the next year, <laughs> won a, a race yeah. sometime after that. Yeah. They weren't hero to or zero hero to zero. Yeah. Quite yeah. like I was. Yeah. But so. you got hurt too. Right. So, I mean, he, he got technically hurt? no, no, there was no, no not the next was, year. Uh, 90. Oh, you're saying the following year. Yeah. Or are you well, just saying uh, never after. again? Yeah, <laughs> never again. <laughs> right, because you got hurt, right? Like you did your well, your what back. About, and what about ninety eight? He didn't get hurt. Ninety eight. Well, ninety eight. I think he was still hung over from ninety seven. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I yeah. had to guess, I don't know. Yeah, a sixteen week hangover. <laughs> Actually, he, he, yeah. he crushed so hard in the Wolves in Houston ninety eight in practice, bro. Remember Me? that crash? Yeah. Yeah, I. Th- there was a couple of times that you could have said I crashed really hard in the Wolves. It was. The, the the real famous one, uh, my buddy Ricky Carmichael always likes to bring up, is the one from uh, New Orleans. I was wearing black or uh, blue and yellow gear. Mm-hmm. It was like in a semi or something, or or no, I, I had to go through the semi. But in the main, I crash, and you just basically see me just lay there face down, and it was just like <laughs> it was one of those things. So like, fuck, I don't even want to get up. <laughs> I will say. Seriously, Yep. It was just over. Your 98 number one uh, get up with the flow green bike and the shift gear that really looked good in 98. That was a nice looking, nice looking motif. It's just too bad, you know, you couldn't make it on top of the podium, but that looked sharp. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's half the battle. They yeah, say, absolutely. But you don't, I didn't get half the bonus. So, um, you know, hey. nobody gave me a bonus for looking great, but I appreciate the compliment. What? And uh, I was still out, out actually trying to, uh, be that guy and ended up hurting myself a couple weeks ago and just yeah about an hour you, you know i seen you guys work uh, well i seen uh mathis this weekend you know hobbling around the track so but just an hour ago i got some bad news that i now have officially just suffered my very first knee injury and i'm gonna have to have surgery so oh, acl uh, yeah, like ACL uh, meniscus area, and uh, I was hoping that when I talked to Dr. Matico today, he was going to say, "Hey, look, you know, it's just things in your elbow or and and your knee are just strained, and you're good." But he said, "No, there's right. a fracture in your elbow, and uh, and your uh, knee is more than likely going to need to be worked on." So, bummer. Um, fresh news, not off the press. Yeah, and none of it was on film. We were done shooting for the day. That's what always happens. The the uh, the whole one more one more jump thing, right? One more lap. Yeah, yeah. Well, it it, it would have been my last one no matter what. So uh, <laughs> yeah, 
kind of, hey, kind of a bummer. I'm, what do you got going on with these with this grip thing? Uh, what are you doing? What's what do I see in the in, in the magazines or on the internet or something? What's happening? Yeah, yeah. Well, I've got all kinds of stuff going on, but I uh, well, last year I I, um, I had the idea that that hey, I want to uh, do my own grip, you know, like an Emig mm-hmm. uh, kind of a signature grip. Uh, turns out I ended up down at ODI, which happens to be right in downtown Riverside. Uh, met with Kevin Stevens and, and all the guys there. Um, we really hit it off, so we decided to do a deal. Um, so I endorsed the new ODI, well, you know, all of the ODI products, and yeah. we've got a new, uh, a new bars out, which are, which are pretty cool. But now I'm pretty close to finalizing my, uh, grip design. And the thing is, is that they make this, version two lock-on grip so uh-huh. basically on the right side the throttle side the grip and the tube all it's all one piece right yeah. so then you know um rules out using you know uh, like an aluminum um uh, tube if yeah. you wanted but it's all one piece doesn't require any any glue or wire and then on the left side it's the same thing it's kind of like Kind of like uh, a grip and a throttle tube, essentially with a clamp on it. Oh, okay. And so, it, I mean, uh, it's you know similar what they would use, you know, in like mountain biking yeah, and yeah. things like that. And now, now we've made you know um, a dirt bike version of it, so it's super cool. <laughs> and I've been able to uh, work with the design and the compounds and all that stuff. So we're almost done getting uh, getting the uh, design done, and then we've got. Uh, you know, some extra features on it that are going to be pretty cool. And I think that we're going to set it apart and be like the premier uh, grip um, on the market. So I'm pretty excited about it. Pretty uh, cool. Um, yeah, and also it's been a while since I had a new bike, but I believe Cowie's, you cannot take the grip off the plastic throttle tube. It's vulcanized on there. Like no, you, you, that was in 1986. No, 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 no. no. On my four-stroke, I just had in like 06, 07. Oh, yeah? You could you needed an aluminum throttle tube if you want to change your grip. Yeah, I know. Well, so. yeah, and if, I used to if grind, you had it. A, <laughs> grind if you it. had attended the uh, the uh, media introductions that we did for Kawasaki last year, you would know that Kawasaki just uh, comes standard on their bikes. They just uh, uh, developed a new grip that's actually longer. So they felt that the standard grip was short, so they've actually improved the grips that come stock mm-hmm. on the factory Kawasaki. So, okay. Well, yeah, I should have been there. Maybe ping. More, ping. more, more than just bold new graphics. Right. There's right. a bold. There's a bold new grip. Yeah. Um. Well, that's cool. Good. Good to see. Yeah. Uh, you know, good to see you keeping busy there, Fro. Uh, uh, Od- Dude, Od- I'm, I- I'm as busy now as what I've ever been. We've got the Ricky Carmichael Universities coming up at Redbud, and then over in the UK. Uh, we got a website set up for that, RickyCarmichaeluniversity.com. Um, I've got a uh, my character in the Ricky Carmichael uh, motocross matchup has just came out, so the Jeez. press releases are getting ready to happen this week, and there's all kinds of stuff happening. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's good, it's good. Hey, um, what about what about Carmichael versus Wyndham in the booth? You worked with both of them. Wyndham's taking on a little bit more of a role when RC's not there. Any differences do you see between them? Uh, what's it like to do to work with both of those guys as uh, sort of the third man up there? Uh, talk about that a little bit. Is it uh, do you need a different strategy for each guy, or is there anything different, or what do you think about Wyndham and all that? Well, I mean, obviously, I I respect and love both the guys. Right. Or you know, uh, over the years, have had great uh, relationships with them both. It's I think that it's very ironic that. <clears throat> 
their performance as a broadcaster is very much like their performance on the track, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, it, it, I mean, if you kind of break it down and you try to, like, analyze it, um, they both have great content. You know, they both really have something interesting to say. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I've done plenty of races where it's just myself and the play-by-play guy, you know, either uh, uh, Ralph or uh, Wygant. Um, and I, I think when that when we first went to the three man booth, there was probably a small percentage of me that was threatened by another individual being in there. Mm-hmm. But I I don't look at it that way at all now. Like I I love that there is another perspective from another writer that I get to bounce thing off of things off of, and and most of the time, you know we 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 have the same, um, you know, outlook on something, you know, or like the opinion. But every now and then it kind of differs because, right. you know, we're all to- three totally different racers, you know. But mm-hmm. um, I think that Kevin's done a great job, and I think that he's learning what what he wants to deliver in the booth, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think, you know, Carmichael's been there long enough to where we know that, you know, the number one thing for Ricky to be is – is to just be himself. And, um, you know, none of us have any college degrees in English literature or anything, okay? So every one of us comes up with a a strange word that Webster hasn't even heard of yet (laughs) every now and then. Uh You know, and I make, I mean, seeing, saw, I don't know. We (laughs) we blow it every week. You know, so every now and then we get the the you know the people on Twitter that actually went to school and they want to give a shit about it. But you know, the bottom bottom line is uh, both Ricky and Kevin have just great content, and you know, mm-hmm. I love getting to work with both of them. And that's you know, I'm not trying to be PC here. No, that's I, just, I, I, yeah, that's just the the real deal. I find it interesting. Um, I just have a con- one concern about Wyndham is yeah. not about him, but I. It's too early to see Wyndham interviewing Gorky and Short on the track, you know, like right. he just stopped racing two or three months ago and now he's like interviewing them on the track. Doesn't seem natural. Yeah, I think that's yeah. well yeah. I think he, hey, well you guys remember uh uh what would it have been? Two thousand what was Carmichael's first year on a Honda? Would that have been two thousand two? Two thousand two. Yeah. Two thousand two I joined the broadcast team and did a bunch of that, and I one of my first things. It was one of the uh, one of the uh, one of the um, Anaheim races. I did a sit down with McGrath. Oh and yeah. So <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, that's so weird. You know, I yeah. If if I'm the analyst in the booth is one thing, but I felt really out of place doing that one on one. Yeah. You know, um, I've talked to Kevin about it, and he's totally cool with it. Mm-hmm. You know, but hell, he was interviewing Gorky, and they're showing footage of them racing in a heat race <laughs> this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, if he's comfortable with it, I think it's great because he he can say, "Look, you know, this is how the tracks are right now." Right. And, you know, Carmichael yeah. even has what five seasons out now. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Whoa! What was that? <clears throat> I got a frog in my throat. Um, Sounds like a huge booger. It's queso. Oh. Dude, hey, it, it, what did Vilman bring dinner? Uh, no, that's... you guys have an escargot too. You, you got what's going on? Hey, um, two fifty E series. Um, 
what happened to Dean Wilson, in your opinion? You're tight with the Cowie guys. Um, he was the heavy favorite coming in. Even before he got hurt, though, it wasn't going his way the way we thought it would. Um, wh- what happened? What, what do you think? What do you, what, what do you think about that? Well, if you guys remember from the broadcast, I was uh, very much on the Wilson tip, and I was really impressed. I, I felt that from what I knew about what he had going on, uh, you know, early on, mm-hmm. that, uh, that he just was really focused. It appeared after the racing got started that his fitness wasn't where it needed to be. And that even though at, let's say, St. Louis, uh, he was fast at the end of the, end of the main event, yeah. most of the main event, and actually caught and passed Hahn there for second, you know, yeah. a split second, it looked like that he was struggling mm-hmm. uh, fitness-wise. And mm-hmm. so, you know, um, you know, whether he, had, uh, he was having issues there, right. uh, you know, and then that, you know, I mean, David and David, they both know how mental it gets whenever you, you, you know, you start to have a little weakness and those gremlins start to come on and you start to, start to focus on the negative things. But I mean, that's, I, it, it, I, I, you know, I didn't expect that to go down that way. I was waiting for the what's eating Dean Wilson cover. Um, now to this day, Fro's still the only guy who's ever been on the racer X cover without his helmet. Really? Yeah. No one else. Didn't they do a Stewart one sitting on his bike? No, I think there was a trans world. <sighs> Okay. I, 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 I'd, oh, I'd no, have to go no, back no. to the historians, but I know you were for the longest time. Yeah. Ping, what, what, yeah, what do yeah. you think about Wilson? Like, what happened? I you mean, even, what? even I, without I, injury, he was uh, in a fight. He was in a fight. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think he's not as comfortable in Supercross. It doesn't come as easy to him as it yeah. does outdoors. And and like Jeff's saying, maybe, um, you know, it is a it is much more of a, a an anaerobic sport than motocross would be. Yeah. You're very, very high heart rate, and if he can't maintain that, you get to the end and you're making mistakes, you're sloppy. Right. And you uh, know if you're not in shape. Like yeah. He's saying you know that. Yeah, so. it's, it's something, something along the line rocks his confidence, mm-hmm. and we all know Supercross is all about confidence. You, you, you don't even have to be in shape if you have confidence, and as long as you believe that you are, you don't physically have to be there. Yeah, yeah. It, because yeah. That, that, that transcends all of it. That's why a guy like Chad Reed, he he'll have he'll be a second and a half off in qualifying. He gets in the in the main event and he's got his pre race routine. He's looking in the mirror going, Chad Reed, you're one bad motherfucker. Let's get this done. Right. You know? Right. And 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 that's and I know that because mm-hmm. you know, a rider like myself, I struggled with that. I yeah. had to do everything right. The planets had to be aligned, every, you know, and everything to be perfect for me to even get close to, to really having that, that confidence in Supercross. Mm-hmm. And I know what it's like because I had it in motocross. Right. But in Supercross, it was like a, like a totally different thing. Uh, David's got a question for you on line two. Not this David and not that David, but... This David here on the phone. David, what's up, man? Thanks for listening. Uh, what's your question for Jeff Emig? Well, hey, uh, David, David, Jeff, and Steve. Um, had a couple questions for you, Jeff. Don't forget to say hi to Tits and his Optrix shirt. Yeah. Oh, I already did. I already did. Okay. Uh, I interrupted his self-portrait, though. He was mad. 
Um, Jeff, when you tore up your knee, uh, were you wearing knee braces? And if not, do you think the knee braces would have helped? I have worn knee braces religiously since 1988 when uh, um, Innovation Sports first developed the CTI. Mm -hmm. I went to the CTI 2, and now I wear the asterisk uh, uh, knee brace. And uh, only one time have I ever even gotten on a motocross bike without my knee braces, and it was like I was riding in a ball cap and flip-flops. You know, it, it, it was like it, this isn't going to happen. So, yeah, I religiously wear them. Um, I, w I would have to say that that I really love the asterisk brace. I like the functionality of it. I like the design. I went through the design process with them back in the days. Um, i got to be honest, though, I, I don't wear them uh, probably as tight uh, as what I will in the future. So because I had never had a knee injury, and, I, and I, the type of impact that I took on the outside of my knee and then the back part of my knee, uh, I probably like hyperextended or something. So or, or I took a real hard impact to the outside going in. So I'm thinking that uh, that – you know, had I not had a pair of braces on, that you know I would have had like, you know, my knee would be been completely blown out. You know, uh, there, there's uh, being a guy who's blown knees out like left and right. <laughs> um, I got a lot of perspective on this because I've been through left this. and right, inside, outside, Dude, up, down, whatever. I mean, lots of knees over here. I, I've had more surgeries than I have knees. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, there's two mistakes that people make with braces. They they don't fix the extension stops right. So. Um, if you don't make your brace stop before your leg is fully extended, mm -hmm. it's not doing any good. You'll hyperextend it, like which may have happened to you, Jeff. I, I don't know how your impact was, but um, that's how I blew my knee out the first time. I had these sweet CTIs, but just had the standard stops in. And so I cased a jump. My thing locked. The straps yeah. flex a little bit, and it flexes just far enough to go past where your ACL will hold it, and it snapped. And the other thing is the boot attachment. Um, Dave Castile will be the first one to tell you, if you don't use the attachment that Asterisk has that connects to your boot and, and makes your knee brace and your boot one, you're basically wearing a glorified patella cup. Um, because a lot of ACL injuries are rotational. So your foot will get caught by some dirt or something, a rut, and get twisted. And your boot rotates on your pant, you know, and mm -hmm. you twist your knee. So this, that attachment basically makes it to where if your boot gets caught and turns at the foot, your, the whole knee turns with it, and you rotate at the hip where you actually have some rotation. So um, knee braces are definitely worth it. They won't protect against everything. But if you get the stop set right and um, utilize that uh, attachment to your boot, they will do a lot of a lot of good. Thanks for the question, David. This, yeah, well, I have and, one more thing. Oh. You know, um, uh, before we get going here, I – I don't wear the latest version of the um, of the asterisk brace uh, with the boa on it. Um, I got a pair, and then we had the wrong size. Um, and to be honest, you know, as as little as I ride, I just never I I just never got a newer pair, right? So I'm kind of wearing them a little loose. And uh, I talked with uh, Tom Carson uh, from Asterisk about that same uh, connection that you're you're literally missing out the most important part if you don't attach it to your boot. And um, and I never did. So uh, whether that would have helped me in this situation, I don't know. But uh, I, I know that I'm I'm now going to have to be forced to be a lot more proactive with that and, and make sure that I'm set up properly. 
Uh, the reason why I ask is I have had knee injuries myself and had an ACL and meniscus repaired, and I wear the Fox Pod MXs, and mm-hmm. those yep. boots don't have the attachment to the or those knee braces don't have the attachment to the boot. You could use uh, duct tape. Yeah, that's a I, that's an easy you know, fix. I've worn the innovation stuff, so I, yeah. So I don't know. Uh, well, there, one there's thing a lot you, of guys that never wore them. Knee braces like Wyndham. Larry Ward and Wyndham. Wyndham. Wyndham never wore them. Larry Ward never wore them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they never had knee, knee problems. That's Weird. crazy. Yeah. Thanks, you, Dave. You Thanks want, for the call. Hey, hey Dave, oh. you want a, uh, yeah. a a white trash tip to make that work? Um, is just duct tape your boot to your pant. Yeah. Um, okay. Does the same thing. It looks a little janky and whatever, yeah. but get some you I know think, tape that matches your boot and do it for prevention. If you don't want a knee um, injury, is to work your quad. You know, go to the gym, work your quad. Your arm strings, yeah. you know, get your leg. You know, yeah. I, I blew my ACL in 1991. I was 13 years old. And I raced yeah. all my career with no ACL. Mm-hmm. So, um, soccer players play with no ACL. That's crazy, you know. But you get your your, quad, your quads and your arm string really strong. And um, I think, you know, it's not about a knee brace or whatever. It's like you need to get in shape, you know. Sure, Sure. Thanks, David. Hey, uh, I agree. Thanks, thanks, David. One more, one more thing for Jeff. Oh. Uh, the banter back and forth oh. about Bill Photo's uh, hole shot when they lined up for the staggered start was hilarious. Oh, about betting on Villapoto getting the getting the hole shot on that. Man, you had everybody roaring on that. That was just well, that's, that's, going back and forth. hey, I've been around a long time, and I'm just talking about <laughs> what I see, and it looked like he had a really good shot at it. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> That was great. That was great. I'm sure Pingree could have made it even funnier somehow, so I'm not sure. All right, we appreciated that. Thank you very much. Thanks, David. All right, bye. Uh, yeah, David Pingree, our, our color analyst, uh, one season, one and done for David Pingree. One and done. Outdoor Life Network. Yeah, with uh, no Brian Drebber. No one saw it. World famous <laughs> commentator, Brian Drebber. <laughs> um. <clears throat> Uh, yeah. Hey, what? hey, uh, uh, Billman, did you ever did you ever settle that up with Pingree uh, after the you got second at the Millville race and he was laughing at you guys for getting stuck? Did you guys ever work that out? <laughs> no, that was actually <laughs> funny. Time to bring that up. It was funny because <laughs> good job, bro. You know, that's when you were doing like the circus sound, right? Yeah. When like Chad and James were like stuck in that little hill yeah. off Canberra, and I fist bumped it when I passed them. <laughs> That was awesome, you know. That was funny. Dude. I mean, <laughs> it was like yeah, it was awesome. no, it was great. What else are you gonna do? Right, the right. two best riders but you in the were sport. Second, is, right? Yeah. Weren't you second that day? Yeah, I got second. I got lapped. You know, just a little bit after this uh, fist bump thing, um, I crashed because of a lap or whatever in the rut, and I couldn't stop my bike. It, I lost a minute and thirty seconds in one lap because I was trying to stall that stupid but thing. But how about that scene with those two guys stuck in the mud? Yeah. He goes by fist pumping. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just like, what is going What's on? Right now? Yeah. What's next? What's so. next? Right. So, um, yeah, Fro. Um, hey, RV's making kind of a. We thought we had a deep and talented series, and it was amazing what Davy Millsaps was doing, and we had so many different winners, and Barsha was winning, and, and not so much anymore. RV has stepped it up. He's crushing everyone right now. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's proven that he can get focused and grab the whole shot and, and dominate it. He, he, he's also proved that he's really the only guy that could not grab the start and win. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting. I'm working on some stuff for my weekly bit for speed.com, my 
information. Uh, and, uh, you know, it is catchy. You think about uh, where, where the stats are. I mean, he's won five in a row, and it's completely dominating this year. Yeah. Uh, and, but he's far from, you know, even being close to the record. But, I mean, look at it. The guy, you know, he's, he's won two championships in a row. He's, he's done now what, uh, you know, a Carmichael had to do, Stewart had to do by, hey, you know, starting the championship with a bad result mm-hmm. uh, and then finding a way to come back and win. So, um, you know, he's just, he's just doing special things, and the other guys have been great but just not special, you know. And if you want to be the champ, you, you, you have to have races where you go, wow, that, that, I mean, that was awesome. Right. Not just, well, that was a good ride. Good rides get you on the podium. Mm-hmm. Great rides when you're the championship. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's taking some of the fun out of it for us guys, but uh, kudos to him, man. <laughs> He's killing it. Hey, what but the- he also, you, you, you know, and I know we've kind of hammered this at the start of the shows the last couple of weeks, <laughs> but he, he, he has had a tendency to uh, get injured and not finish these championships, yep. you know? So, um, it's very unlikely, yep. but that's, that's what has me the most interested is each week I'm going, okay, he's got to go do it again and again and again. And pretty soon, you know, a couple more weeks, he'll have a, you know, he keeps doing what he's doing. He'll have a 25 point lead and, you know, he'll be, uh, uh, you, you know, dancing yeah. into Vegas. Hey, Fro, so. maybe you can speak to this. I mean, uh, I, I never won a championship, so I can't really say I went through it exactly. But I won four Manitoba titles. Um, you know, at the beginning and middle part of a season when you're in the points whatever, battle, whatever, tits. I saw that. it's easy to go, okay, I'm going to go out, I'm grinding these motos out today, I'm going to hang it out, I'm going to really push, because you don't really have anything to lose. You know, I mean, at that point, you're racing for everything, every point you can get. When you get to that point, though, or like even where Will Hahn's at, um, uh, for me, even in, in as close as I got there at the end, you before, got really close. I know. Yeah. But here's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. You know, you get to the track, and you're like, okay, I don't want to crash today, so like maybe I'll ride like 90%. Or, <laughs> you know, for me, it got into my head like you kind of go into that defensive mode. And I mean, I know for Ryan, he's got a pretty big cushion now. I mean, how hard does he keep pushing? And how well, hard is that the, during the week for him the, to just keep grinding out like he does? Yeah, well, the advantage that he has is that he's, uh, I mean, was he won, he won one uh, 250 Supercross title. He's got two Premier Class titles, three motocross championships. Mm-hmm. So he has the experience to where, whereas like with Will Hahn, he doesn't. It's all uncharted territory. And of my first three titles, every one of them was basically – you know, you gotta you gotta go all the way to the final checkered flag. Yeah, and especially with my 125 title, you were the, coming from behind on that one, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was in between the final two races. It was business as usual. And what was so great about it, and I, I as as uh, I don't want to say stressful, but as intense as it was, I would I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, it, it, my first two titles basically got to go to the last race and win. Yeah, like you, it's all it's you're all in, and I think that the advantage that I had in the 250 motocross championship in '96, which for the new viewers it would now be uh, the premier title, 
um, I was racing McGrath for the title, and we were, you know, pretty much tied in points, one or two points apart. I don't really, I don't really remember uh, exactly what it was, but it, it was the mindset of you have to go there and you got to win. And and uh, McGrath had 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 always really coasted into the championships because he basically you know he'd win ten or twelve races, and by then you know he's already got the thing wrapped up. Yeah. And I think that when when it came head to head between he and I. One advantage that I had was that experience of being in the moment where I have to, I mean, practice during the week was full on. I mean, it was high risk. It was as, as, as intense as it gets. It, 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 whereas in 97, when I won the Supercross title, I basically did that up to the second to last race at Dallas. I went out, I won at Dallas. I ended up with, uh, uh, 13-point lead going into the final race. Yeah. Dude, I was a train wreck all week. <laughs> yeah. Because now you, just like Pinky was saying, now the mindset changes. Now you're in the protect mode. You know, we've all watched, like, these NFL games or, you know, basketball games where you got this big lead and now you're trying just not to screw up. Well, it's so much more fun to be the aggressive one in the situation, you know? Mm-hmm. So – Yep. And it's hard to stay aggressive when you have that little points lead because that mindset starts to change a little bit. You know, what is, what does, um, um, you know, um, uh, Muscan, what does he had have to lose now? Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Wilbur's in a, he's, that's what I was telling these guys earlier is there's a lot of pressure on him right now. And he's the kind of guy that Certainly. just at, at practice, I've never seen a guy ride practice so much like except for Carmichael I guess who just rides practice like it's race day. I mean he is panic rev and he is yeah. 100% every lap. You got to. You got to and you got to you you just have to stay in that zone in that moment and just you know keep your foot on the accelerator all the way to the end because 10 points is nice. I'd rather be 10 up than 10 down. Don't I, get me wrong. I always think but, that no, sorry. Yeah, eight's not enough but, to sleep well at night. I always thought that that's what yeah. could have hurt Purcell because you'd never seen a guy more disinterested in practice. Now, he won two 250 Supercross titles, so he, you know, he's awesome. You should have seen me some days. I, <laughs> I, I would have been right there with him. <laughs> I always was no, like, I'm man, kidding. Christoph, like, even at those final nationals, he's just cruising. Like, just, I'm like, he's confident, yeah. man. You know, and I don't know. Maybe it ended up, it's hard to say that that cost him, but he was a guy that struck me as the exact opposite. Yeah, I, was like, I yeah. remember when you raced Anaheim, um, the year he just did a, a yeah. few races, he wasn't qualified in practice. He wasn't top 40 <laughs> until the last lap of <laughs> the second, second really? practice. That's yeah. right. And, and he, got a se- right. He, was a second, he got the second second time. First was Villopoto at the time. Yeah. And he, the screen, on the big screen, it was like, you could see the names. He was like 47. Yeah. He wasn't, he wasn't <laughs> even yeah, in, the, yeah. in the show. And then on the last lap, right. he gets he was second. It was like the yeah, it was UFO yeah. and you yeah, know yeah, PC, yeah. you know. Um, Jeff Emick, thank you for coming hey. on the show. Oh, what? Hold on, I want uh, I want to ask uh, the Frenchman here. Yeah. Am I pronouncing Muscan's name right? Uh, yeah, you're not far off. You know, it's it's tough for Americans to to do that sound. I guess you gotta put a bunch of peanut butter it's in your mouth. Marvin, okay. Marvin Muscan, Muscan, Muscan. But see, here's the problem, Jeff. If you try to say it like that, you're going to sound like a jackass. <laughs> it's yeah. like a yeah, news oh, yeah. reporter who, you know, 
We've got a strong El Nino rolling. It's like, come on. No, it's yeah. an El Nino, bro. Just say it the way. Just white it up, you know. Just go with Moose Can. Nice. You guys have, you know, Moose established it. I heard Moose Queen, too, uh, sometimes, you know. But Oh, oh, oh I had Wygant last summer or the last couple of summers. He, he, he would pronounce it wrong every time he said it throughout the day. I'm making a It's different every time. I'm like, dude, you're up, you're up to 12 now. <laughs> Uh-huh. No, and we and we talked to him specifically. Okay, we talked to him and his girlfriend at the time. Yeah. You know, okay, how exactly do you want us to say this? And Wygant, who's you know, let's let's face it, the guy's got some skills when it comes to English and all that. But mm-hmm. man, he must have skipped out on the French class. <laughs> right? um, no, I, Jeff Emick, thank you for coming on the show, man. Uh, really appreciate it. Good luck with your ODI stuff. Um, sounds like it's doing well, and uh, yeah, we'll see you in Minneapolis this hey, weekend. Yeah. Hey, hey, Jeff. Yeah. Does does Ralph I love Ralph, but does he have a deal where, where he's gotta say light the candles every time the race is over? <laughs> does he gotta say that? Is that like contractually or he just loves it? Uh I don't know. I I, I don't know his contract. Uh maybe you can uh you guys can have him on the show next week and he and uh discuss it. He doesn't name a candle brand, does he? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't no he doesn't. Right, he doesn't. Right, right. Light the candles. <laughs> Make a drinking game out of it. You're drunk every Saturday night. Well, that's what we do. That's what people do. I mean, like Huckabuck and all that. It's probably people just starting to drink right now. People in England are like, oh, finally, he said Huckabuck uh, on the, yeah. the Pulp and show. We can start this party. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, they, it, it, I've had people tweet me all kinds of stuff, like yeah. when you guys say this or say that or whatever. And Yeah. Uh, oh, good no, you guys are doing an awesome job, dude. Keep it up. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. And, and yeah. you know – we have, I mean, our crew, I mean, as you know, David, you get to be pretty close with these guys. And uh, um, other than spending more money for more bells and whistles, you know, like super, super slow-mo, this and that, or, you know, you know, I look at the broadcast now, um, and, uh, I mean, even just go back a decade ago, I mean, it's just amazing. And then we have all these live races, and now we'll have a network uh, race on CBS again, uh, the next couple of weeks, right? So there'll be more than a million people watch it mm-hmm. each week. Then, um, you know, yeah. it's in a good place, and and yeah. uh, I enjoy the people that I work with, and I enjoy the uh, responsibility that I have also yeah. to uh, to the fans. You know, you lose perspective of how far it's come until you go back and watch a race from like the mid '90s. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's rough. I love. I, I lo- wanted I wanted to watch a a race of mine the other day. From 2000, it was on a cassette tape. I don't have a VHS tape. <laughs> I don't yeah. have VCR. I'll get you that. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I gotta. I'll get, watch. You, I'll get you that hard drive that we that, we, that I have. I'm like, um, I'll yeah. tell you what, though. Um, you, you know, you can find just about every race on uh, YouTube now. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, I've gone back and watched some races. Uh, you know, some of my own stuff. Some other races that I wanted to. I wanted to, you know, know exactly what happened. Like, um, what was it, um, Atlanta 1990? I did some stuff on it uh, a week or so ago. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of the races of my own that aren't quite exactly as I remember. <laughs> yeah. And, and I've done interviews. Like, I've, yeah. I've spoken, yeah, this happened, this happened, this happened. And I'm, like, going back and watching I'm going, that's not even close to what happened. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Most, so, uh, yeah. The most deflating thing I've ever done is go back through the vault on Race Reacts and look at my yeah. Nationals results. I'm like, wow. <laughs> hey, hey, I am not nearly as good dude. as I thought I was. I did a story with Kyle Lewis, and he said, uh, I got fifth that moto. He's telling a story. I got fifth that moto. 
and I happened to go back. I was doing something else a week later. He got 11th. <laughs> yeah. and, yeah. and, and not yeah. to pick on Kyle. Because it's just – This would be a fun game is talk to riders. Hey, do you remember how you did it this race, this race? Yeah. And get like five races and have them tell you. And, and then, then go look it up in the vault. <laughs> I bet they're off. They put themselves up at at least three spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's three spots for every year. <laughs> oh, no, it, it, it's true, though. I did the same thing not that long ago. I was looking up a stat for uh, for someone else. So I went to the vault and looked at my record, and I'm like – Man, there's a there's not very many wins and a lot of bad finishes that I failed <laughs> yeah. to remember. Yeah, like oh, I man. thought, okay, if I didn't win, I was first or second. No, it was like ninth, eighth, seventh, yeah, yeah. like eleventh. I'm going, whoa. Yeah, I was wow. wondering. I was wondering why how I kept a ride so long. <laughs> Looking at my results, I'm like, man. <laughs> uh, thanks, Fro. Appreciate it. Uh, See you, Fro. And, and uh, yeah, thanks for coming on, bud. All right, uh, great to be on the show, David. David, uh, Steve, appreciate it. Thanks to all the fans for listening. And I'll see you guys uh, soon. All right, Fro. Thank you. Take care. Bye. The great Jeff Emig, everybody. Um, let's go to commercial break. We're going to come back with Blake Wharton. We've got a couple people, three people on hold, but uh, they're going to keep holding. I had a question for him. Yeah, too bad. we got to go. Uh, thanks. Uh, I wanted to see like his Supercross uh, championship bonus, how much it was. 97. <sighs> you know, people like to know that stuff. Yeah, they do. Um, BTOsports.com. Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brop Bar, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, and Black Ops Moto, all Black on board Ops. with. It's Black Ops. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. No, you're not. What? You're saying Black Ops. Oh, yeah, that's racist, I would say. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. We'll see you back from commercial with Blake Gordon. Why you text? Hi, I'm Jake text- Weimer. You're listening to the Pulp MX show with Steve Mathis. If you plan on listening to the whole show, you're wasting your time. Because like I said, it's Steve Mathis. The Pulp MX show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX show. Use coupon code PULPMX. When placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey design for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I have ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, Visit them on the web at flyracing.com. 
Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S Custom Series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JBR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a -a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kurt Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. 
comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style, construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Merch Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Showy Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Joey's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local Showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Lessie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, Showy, Showy. Brop, the sound of acceleration. Influenced by riders, racers, and outdoor enthusiasts on the tracks and trails of Colorado, the revolutionary Brop formula was created as a solution to energize with clean and natural foods. The Brop Nutrition Bar is a superior food that delivers energy-infused nutrients and protein to meet the demands of today's toughest athletes. Used by top racers like Kevin Windham, David Pingree, Jimmy Albertson, and many more. Brop Nutrition Bars use high-quality natural ingredients and no preservatives and are gluten and soy-free. 
Available in four delicious flavors, Honey Graham, Chocolate Chip Cranberry, and Blueberry. Order now by going to www.bropbar.com or call toll-free at 1-855-8-BROP today. Mention Pulp MX and receive free shipping on your first order of two or more boxes. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Brop Nutrition now. Brop Nutrition Bars, accelerate your body and mind. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Seven Seal on the Balance CD, their last with Sammy Hagar, recorded under under a lot of duress and stress in the Van Halen campaign. Uh, lots of lots of issues with the Van Halens. Then tell us all Sammy, about it. Sammy Sammy wasn't happy. Uh huh. Never saw the Van right. Halens during the recording. That's Went right. in, did his lyrics. Uh huh. To the music. Still totally listening to you. And, and the producer was had uh-huh. a drug problem. Ted Templeton eventually ended up uh, passing away because of that. Lots of uh, stress with that Balance record. Um, Devin, Devin, you there? Yes. What's up, man? I'm here. How's it going? Good. What are you doing? This is uh, actually Phil from the chat room. What's up, Filthy? <laughs> well, I don't know if I'd go that far. I don't know if I'd go that far. I call everybody. Well, I'm calling in. I'm calling in for the tickets. Oh, we already have a, we have a we have a winner. Case. Well, that's that's too bad. Come on, Phil. I told you on the forum we had a winner. On the phone. On the forum. Forum. Chat room. Oh. 
was that like a minute ago? Uh, no, we got our no, we got a winner right away. Phil, we only have two tickets. That's it. And Fab uh, only gave us two. So sorry, bro. Yeah, that's what. What can you do? Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, yeah, sorry, man. All right. I appreciate it. See you, Phil. Uh, DV, what was your question for Jeff Emmy before we went to break? He's not on. I know. What is he? Is he I got the answer, so just go with me for radio. Okay, I was I was wondering what was his champion nineteen ninety seven Supercross Championship bonus at the time. Can I guess? Yes. First? Yeah. Go ahead. Um, I'll say between three and five hundred. At the time, no one had ever got more than one hundred and fifty. Wow. I believe, but Dave Stevenson and I, Jeff Emick speaking, negotiated two hundred and fifty k. So he got 500k in bonuses for MX and SX in '97. Okay, wow. So there you go. That's How much? Crazy. 250. That's not much, huh? Uh, not. It's a million bucks now, right? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, like the highest. I never had the championship bonus. Optrix. Can you please my... put down the Optrix phone and look at the phone line? <laughs> Thank you. Yep. Thanks. Um, Kevin, what's up, man? So you're cutting me off for Kevin? Who's Kevin? I don't know. Kevin. I'm Kevin. What's up, Kevin? Hey, Kat. Um, general question for the group uh, regarding the whole red flag restart thing. Um, just started last year. Call me crazy, but they didn't have that whole you can't pass before the white line thing last year when they did it, did they? I think so. Okay. I, I thought it was just a new thing for this year, and um, after going back and watching the dirt track race live where red flag restarts are a pretty common deal, there it's everybody staggers up, they throw the green flag, free-for-all for the first turn. Do you guys think it'd be more exciting if it was that way, or you think it's obviously more fair to the guys? No, they can keep their positions no, better here. Yeah, but... No, no, I don't think. I think you leave it the way it is. All you right, can, you well, can't be blitzing by someone in the first five feet, and yeah, just right. What? No, well, it's because because it's not it it's not like it is, a gate but, drop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It'd so be more exciting the other way. But, you'd have guys yeah. cheating, so, and then you'd have to so reline would, them up. So would gator pits and and jumping and jumping, having to jump the finish, Kevin. But you don't always get your way, you know. No, of course not. No, hardly ever. Thanks, man. Anyway, thank you, guys. Bye. Thanks. Sinjin? What's going on? Multiple things. First off, got a new job. I'm a valet parking at a very nice hotel. Isn't that good? Oh, nice. People yeah. Just trying yeah, to... people trust me with their cars. Like, trying it's a to... very, very nice hotel. I'm going to have to call that hotel. Try not to rub your ass juice all over their seats. What? Oh, okay. I will. Um, then the other thing is, oh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, Sorby called, and you guys didn't put him through, and I don't understand why. Because it was you pretending to be Sorby? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. And, well, that's, yeah. Okay, uh, let me keep so going. So what does this guy uh, do? What is, what is his deal with this guy? He parks cars. Wait, wait who is this? Is this, is this uh, David Pedigree? No, that was yeah. David Villamont. Aluminum. Oh, Aluminum. No, <laughs> I don't like stinky French people, but okay, hold on, let me keep going. What did I tell oh. you off, off mic? We, we, what did I tell you, Pink? French what? people, yeah. it's only stinky French. That's why I said <laughs> we have to talk about Marvin, the stinky French. You yeah. know? Like, you Can you know? imagine like, the when black I see on... French people, I just want to like spit on them. Like, they're just, they're go just ahead, buddy. Eating. Just go ahead. I would love okay. to. I would love that. Hey, there's okay. a lot of Americans I'd like to spit on. <laughs> oh yeah! So don't don't leave it yeah. to just don't, don't judge them just because they're French. Definitely Find out some, something about them and some then valet parkers. Um, uh, no, I don't like the firefighters, but um, uh, what <laughs> else was I going to say? Oh, so how would Jimmy do this weekend if he was in there? We don't uh, know. Top ten, top five. What do we? What top, do we think? Top, top five. 
Yeah, well, outdoors, I promise you all that he'll finish top 10 in points. Like, I will cut off my testicles if I'm incorrect. Okay. It's a bet. How many do you have? If he gets top 10, if he gets top 10, you cut off your balls. Jimmy who? Jimmy Albertson, you <laughs> fucking French bastard. I'm just kidding, TV. I love you. I don't know. He's talking about Jimmy. There's so many Jimmys. He loves Jimmy, Jimmy Albertson, Albertson, dude. Come on. Yeah, he's a great guy. Ten, top 10 yeah, in points is going to be tough, right? Best. What? Top 10, top 10 in points is going to be tough. Uh, well, he's better than everyone, so just inside and out. Are we going to bet? Are we going to bet about that cutting our balls off? Uh, yeah, and if, I'll take and if the, I'll take the bet. 10, then your balls are getting cut off. Yeah, I'll take the bet. Okay. Because someone, French people someone, don't have balls anyway. So, someone's you know. losing their balls tonight. Well, I can't even imagine how bad French balls smell, but okay. All okay, right, we got to go. See you. Wow. That, that's singeing everybody. Uh, our next guest. Uh, Homophobia. On the Pulp Mech Show. Um, he won this weekend in Houston. 250 Supercross class. He uh, avenged his, uh, his terrible loss at, from Indianapolis uh, with a great ride. Rockstar Racing's Blake Wharton. Blake, what's up, man? Welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? Good. Uh, David Pingree and David Villeman are in studio. What's tonight. up, Blake? Excellent. How's it going? Good, uh, good, man. Not as good as you, though. You just won. Yeah, I did. It was a good weekend. Really? Um, I got to admit, I, uh, I was uh, Marvin got by you, and I was like, oh, okay, all right. Uh, Marvin could win again. Uh, you haven't. You had a kind of a poo-poo Toronto for you, uh, but great, great job uh, coming through. Uh, talk about it a little bit. Did you feel good all day? Did you feel like it was uh, your race to to have? Yeah, it was. Um... It was nice to go back to Texas because that's where I live. But Houston is about four hours southwest. But I got to go and see the family a little bit before um, the race. And um, practice was, was okay. I liked the track. I thought the mm -hmm. track was good. But my times were just kind of average. And so, you know, in that, in that area, it wasn't spectacular. Mm -hmm. And the uh, heat race wasn't even anything special for me, really. But come main time, I just kind of flipped it around and, and had to, I knew I had to change some things that I knew. Yeah. My aggression level had to come up, so that's what I did, and it ended up working for me. Yeah, did it ever? Did, <laughs> um, yeah, you did up the aggression level. Hey, um, you you were you didn't want to do any interviews after any <coughs> after Indianapolis? Whoa, I'm just pulmonary embolism? What do we got going on? <laughs> What's going on too, there? There's too too much queso. You know, I never know. All yeah. right. Well, th thanks for covering for me. Well, Ding. I was about to ask him a question. Okay. Are you back? Or are back. you going to die I'm back. right now? I'm back. CPR? Are we okay? Uh, yeah, you hey, know CPR. After Indy, you <laughs> yeah. uh, you threw it away. Uh, you had it won. You didn't want to do any interviews afterwards, which is understandable. But um, how how tough was that for you? I mean, how how have you ever done anything like that before? Was it one of the toughest blows you've uh, you've had as a pro? I went to the desert and mourned for a whole week. <laughs> hey, it's good songwriting material. It's good songwriting yeah. material. I shredded my clothes and poured ashes on my head. I was I was in a deep state of mourning. Oh man, that was tough. That was yours. Yeah, yeah. It was it was unfortunate, and I, I actually can't recall me doing that before, which is good. <laughs> um, you like to, you like to limit those things to like once a lifetime. Yeah. You know, if that. But you know, it was an unfortunate deal. I I don't really think it had anything to do with me being on the last lap. I just think that. It was just a poor choice of, of lines mm -hmm. and the way I hit the line on that certain lap. So it was it was what it was. And it's like, you know, what do you do now? You, you just made a mistake. You crashed on the last lap. You know, well, the only yeah. thing you can do now that kind of makes anything a little better is go out and win a race. Right, right. 
And so, you know, Canada, like you said, it was a little rough. I mean, I was on the podium, but I started up there. I feel like my speed was good in Canada, but I had some other issues, and I just went, I just went backwards. And so, um, this this race in Houston, I was like, you know, I need to turn this around. So, there's, you know, next weekend Minneapolis and there's Vegas, and so I know that the um, championship isn't over, but at the same time, I'm just really trying to go out there and just get some wins in this ride. Dude, Prince is from Minneapolis. Okay, purple so rain. Have a reunion or a tour or something. Purple Rain. I think you uh, go in there with yeah. a big purple uniform on this weekend and just yeah. kill it. But we need to tell one industry to give me something nice. Yeah. Yeah, I like oh, it. Oh, you should have been on that. Hey, did you ever see uh, – we weren't sure if it pissed you off or not, or Wygant thought it might piss you off. I thought it was funny, but we were interviewing people in Toronto, and it was kind of a cluster. We needed right. We needed two 250 riders and two 450 riders, and you guys were going right off for practice. Like I said, it was a cluster – so we grabbed Jimmy Albertson and pretended he was you. Did you see that? Right. Or hear about that? No, I, I heard about it, and I didn't really know. It kind of got mixed. Like I heard a few different things on what people had said, but I knew if it was Jimmy doing it, it was probably harmless, and it was just right. You know, Jimmy being Jimmy, because I've known Jimmy for a okay. good while. So I figured if Jimmy's doing it, it's probably just some another one of you know the skits, which yeah. is fine. Right? Because <laughs> yeah. Wygant was like, "Hey, did you ask Blake?" I'm like, "No." Well. What are you doing? What if you can't do that? And I'm like, it's fine. It's Jimmy Albertson. He was laughing. We were laughing. We were talking about, you know, sunglasses and prints, and you know, it was funny. Yeah, I think if it was anyone else, I might be a little disturbed. But because it was Jimmy, <laughs> right? It's pretty much harmless, right? Because you, know? uh, you were the guy we would we wanted to interview, and we looked around. You weren't around. You guys were getting ready for practice, and I'm like, Albertson, can you do Wharton? And he's like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it, so we just did it. Yeah. Um, I need to check it out because I'm sure it's good. It's funny, yeah. Tell Wygant to shut up. Hey, where where can we hear your music, man? I keep hearing about um, stuff you guys have done, and I tried we finding got it. it. We I got couldn't it. find it. What do you got it? Where? I got it. Okay, we're going to play it. it. We'll play it at the break. We've been playing it. Well, I want to hear it. Okay, hold on. You're behind the eight ball a little bit. What's going on? I don't know. I've, apparently... I'm an ass because I, I haven't seen <laughs> um, it. I'm I got a guy. CD from uh, maybe at... Uh, Indy or, or St. Louis, I got a CD from... Yeah, a few uh, weeks ago. Yeah, from um, Aaron Bates gave me one. Okay, well, check it out. I like track two myself. Now, are, what are you doing on here, Blake? Are you playing guitar? Uh, you... I wrote that guitar, but my buddy recorded it for me, and I'm singing. All right. You're not as young as you used to be. Many fun scores from the day you were conceived, and you're still my love, and you're still the one that I adore. Your liberty, oh, and what you have stood for—a peace. Heaven on behalf of me, appeal to heaven for the colony. What do you think, Ping? That's gosh, I like it, dude. I, I could never be a singer, well, I can't stand the sound of my voice on an answering machine. I'd be listening <laughs> to this going, No, shut it off. We'll play track two uh, later. I like that's track two is my favorite one, but yeah, all right. Um, what's the response been like? People have been pretty amazed that you can. Ride dirt bikes and, and do this? 
Uh, I'd say, you know, it was a it was a CD that we just made, you know, over a period of like a few weeks, uh, mm-hmm. just me and my buddies, and we did it in the living room of our house, you know, with the computer program. So we didn't really put a lot into it, and we didn't really know what would come out of it. If, um, you know, many people would like it, or we would show many people. But it turns out, you know, my mom wanted to show a bunch of people, and we're like, all right, let's just just let's yeah. just see what does, you know. And I've had some other videos that we've had on YouTube and everything else, but I think we've got some good responses. And some people, are, you know, are li- like to see, you know, hey, you know, motocross and music. Uh, the two, the two do naturally go together, you know, motocross and music. So yeah. it's fitting. It's fitting, and you know, hopefully we can get a another CD out eventually and just see see where it keeps going. What 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 do we got to do to get you and the Blair Brothers together? That would Actually, be sick. Yeah. Yeah, I've. I've I've talked to those guys and and I've never really gotten a chance to like sit down and talk to them about like music in specific or doing something together. Right. But I've I've known that they've done music for a long time, ever since two thousand nine right. when Daniel wrote for Geico. We were teammates on the East. Oh, that's true, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so we we kinda talked then, but back then I wasn't really recording music or even writing music then where where he was. Yeah. And so I know he does, and there's a few other guys that I've kind of met here and there that do it, so it would be kind of cool to come together and make like a mixed, um, yeah, I don't know, mixed deal. Yeah, I mean, well, if you guys just did a couple covers or something, it would be funny. We, we, be play, funny we play the main event at the end of our show, and we get a lot of requests, like, who is that? Like, yeah. it's actually, like, surprising how many people are like, what is the last song you guys play? Um, All right. What song is, is the most uh, requested or liked or um, talked about? It's the... Uh, um, What's that called? Tits, the number, the last song that we play uh, by main event. What's the title of it? Um, I don't know. Thanks. Sorry, uh, I forget. Um, Is it from their first album, <laughs> Neverland or whatever? No, oh, man. It's one of them. That's okay. That doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, are you happy? I think it's. On, I, I don't know. Um, uh, what uh, what kind of musical influences are you into? Like, uh, what what kind of stuff do you listen to? Please say that. Uh, I've uh, I've kind of grew up listening to a good amount of music and never really going to many concerts due to the fact that we've always been traveling and like you know going to amateur races when we're younger it's not like I had this great musical influence from you know listening to all this different music but I did grow up with mm-hmm. a few different styles it wasn't just this or that you know we everyone mm-hmm. grows up listening to rock and roll or alternative yeah. there's rap you know and there's conservative music too but me now, as I've gotten older, and I and I still listen to music, and I have CDs and everything else. But mm-hmm. I like some of the stuff out of the '90s probably more, and I listen to that more often, like Alice in Chains, um, Soundgarden, yeah. Audio Slave, you know, Chris Cornell stuff. Yeah, Alice you, in Chains. And, you, have you, you ever listened to Mad Season much? Like, I feel like you could do a good cover of the Mad Season type stuff. Lane Staley, like, kind of at the end before he. Yeah, I've heard some of that because my buddy is a big Alice in Chains guy. He showed me some of that. It's kind of got like, it's a different sound, but it still sounds like Alice in Chains, which is good. It's not like that's a bad thing. And uh, we've done some Alice in Chains covers, but we need to kind of like really do them and get some guys together and just do the whole thing. Um, Yeah, you you, it does. You can tell some. Remember, Chris Cornell had that uh, acoustic disc maybe five years ago, six years ago. Um, Have you heard about that? You heard that. uh, um, Michael Jackson cover, yeah, Chris yeah, yeah, Billy Jean, Billy Jean yeah. is amazing. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, that's good. You can, yeah. you can hear a little bit of uh, influence on that. Um, hey Blake, is it true that uh, Mitch Payton took a run at you this off season uh, before this year to try to get you to to go over there? Yeah, yeah, we we talked. Um, it was right before I signed with 
the team I'm on now, Rockstar mm-hmm. Energy Racing, and yeah. and we we spoke, and that is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that. I heard that. Uh, you and Jason Anderson, both. Mitch was like, "Hey, I want to get those guys," and you guys stuck. You guys stuck where you're at, which is uh, which is cool to see. You know, doesn't always yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. It, it's um, it's something that you know, it's like, it's it's important. You know, what do I do for next year? You know, where am I going to ride? You know, do I need to stay here? Do I need to go? But you know, I think um, I was happy with what we did last year, and I I wanted to continue there. I didn't want to mm-hmm. just bounce around because you know, say I could, and you know, it's easy to say. I wish I would have done that. I wish I could have done that. But right now, you know, I'm, that's what I did, and I yeah. and I feel like we've made good progress as a team. We're continuing to do, to do that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, good for you. Yeah, it's working out. Hey, how yeah. pumped was RL after this last weekend? I mean, uh, I talked to him over the Easter break a little bit. He was actually telling me a funny story about um, Jason Anderson, who came up to him and said, was talking about your crash and uh, on the last lap. You know, and, man, what is that? What must that feel like to have a you know a win in the bag and then just throw it away. And Randy said, well, it's a lot like uh, leading your LCQ and then crash on the last lap, not qualifying for a main. Oh, Phoenix. Like, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. he did a Phoenix. Yeah. And Randy goes, what would you rather do? Lead the whole race and crash on the last lap or not make the main? And he's like, yeah, good point. Yeah. Shut um, him up pretty quick. But he had to be pretty stoked for you, huh? Yeah, Randy, he was he was happy. You know, that's what we, we train a lot. We work hard. We do our thing on the during the week. And as we're going to do tomorrow, we're going to start doing it again. But, you know, whenever you see results that, you know, you want, you don't want to go to the race and, and you don't intentionally go there to do bad. Mm-hmm. You know, you go there to do your best and you get the guys that you feel you can do the best with. And me and Randy have been working together now and this is our second year. So to get another win is, is what we've been wanting to do the whole time. And he's always stoked to, to see good results, you know, and good riding. You're, uh, you're 23 points down. Going to be tough for you to win the title. It's not over. But uh, right. if you're Will Hahn or, or Moosecan, you're a little worried, huh, DV? Mar- Blake's gonna Blake could steal some points one way or another. Yeah, Blake is in a good position to yeah. help one or the other. <laughs> Who's it gonna be, Blake? <laughs> Who do you, Who like, do you <laughs> like better, Will yeah, or Moosecan? Because your your Texan neighbor or the sticky the stinky Frenchie? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> well, you know what? I, I I mean, you know, I I don't know. It's it's like I know what you're talking about. It could come down to I could I could steal some points from one of the guys, or I could steal some points from both guys. But you know what? I just I, I don't want to look at it that way. I know that I know that that's kind of what it comes down to sometimes. But like like you said, I'm 23 points down, and and that's a lot of points to make up considering the fact that those guys have been really consistent. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not like there's not been a lot of guys to just jump up and take points from everyone. And so in the end, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, I I just ultimately have to go out there and try to win a race, just like this last weekend. Yeah. I mean, I know they're going for something, but you know what? At the end of the day, I'm going for something, too, and I'm still going for it. Uh, and so it's like, yeah. Uh, 702-586-7857. If you have a question for uh, Blake Wharton, we have a couple of people on the line. Oh, and that main event song is called Are You Happy? Did I say that? Yeah, you're great. Okay, yeah. yeah uh, um, Damon, you there? Yeah, I'm there. What's up, man? Thanks uh, Thanks for listening. No problem. What's your question for? Hey, Blake. For? Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Um, do you feel that you're on the top three? Do you feel like it's, uh, uh, you know, Wilbur not catching up to you, or do you feel like you can get this championship wrapped up? Um, so repeat the question again. What was that? Do you think you can honestly wrap this championship up? Champ- championship up. 
Oh, okay. All right. See it, Damon. That's too bad. I don't think Will's going to... Uh... What what's wrong, Ping? Ping's dying. Oh, uh, Ping took his ass off. What just happened? I don't know. I don't know. Championship? This guy was out of his mind. Was well, that a real question? I mean, what Wharton, he was asking? Wharton needs some luck, but he could win it. I mean... So, Blake, do you think you could wrap this championship up? Or what? <laughs> I, I don't even know what he said. I couldn't even hear it. You're 23 points down, but do you we think just, you could, didn't we just say that? Do you think you can wrap this up? <laughs> you guys were literally oh, just talking about. He's, it. he's on the chat room. He says he's drunk. Yeah. No shit, like <laughs> dude. <laughs> oh man, that was great. Um, that was great. And uh, how's uh, how's Dave Gallon, uh, Blake? How's how's he working out as a, as a team manager? Um, Dave, you know, he's, yeah, Dave's cool. Dave, I've. I've um, known Dave for a while, but I never really, you know, when Dave worked at Thor, I didn't, I wasn't sponsored by Thor. And when Dave was at Team Green, mm-hmm. I was on Team Green. So I, I've always known of Dave, but I never really actually got to work with Dave or never had Dave as my, you know, manager or boss. Um, but Dave's cool. You know, he's he's a go-getter and he he's definitely aggressive in, in what he does and he makes stuff happen, which is which is what we need, you know, as a, as a team and and it's been good working with him second year again, you know, so I, I like it. You know he's Canadian. Yeah, I do. I realize that. Yeah. And you know he used to work for uh, Ross Patterson? He used to be his mechanic? Uh, I don't know if I knew that or not. Uh, say, say Ross who? Ro- Dude, yeah, these please, kids. These please, kids these nowadays. Please, Blake, says Ross who. I don't know why Dave. <laughs> please. please. I, I don't know why Dave doesn't tell these kids about what he did. You know? Maybe he's no, ashamed he told, of he it. Told me, he told me when I first kind of. I don't know what it was, but he told me he used to be a taxi driver. Oh, no, no, sorry, sorry a limo driver. <sighs> well, maybe so, but he was also the great Ross Pedersen's mechanic. Nobody likes to live in the past, man. That's why we're here, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> maybe you should ask Optics what they think of that. Um, Blake, uh, thanks for coming on the show, man. Uh, really appreciate it. Um, hey, can, I, can I? Oh, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. We had the money question for Fro Championship Bonus. Yes, we did. Yep. How much is your championship bonus, um, Blake? If you can say, you know what I would say, but off the top of my mind, I even don't even know. All right. What's your race bonus win? Uh, well, what's the going rate for a race bonus win? I'm curious now that you guys know. If you guys got all the answers, I'll no, I don't, honestly, I ask because I don't. I'm out of the loop. How, how much mean, was your championship bonus at Primal Impulse? Fifty grand. That was big. Wait, back in the day it was fifty grand? Yeah, it was back in the day, uh, like... fifteen thousand to win a race and the championship was fifty grand. That's it? Yeah. Well, that was I my thought... pro circuit days. That was like ah, ninety five, ninety six days. Oh, yeah. so. What about I think it probably went up a little bit. Yeah. Circuit days. Fifty grand for so a title. From what, yeah. Yeah. from what I've seen and from what I've heard and from this experience I've had of writing um for teams, it it, it varies. Like uh one team it can be huge for the for the for the championship bonus. And uh, huge for first, and nothing for second or third. And right. you uh, give us can some. Be, can you be? Yeah. You're getting DV mad. Your DV's mad. At you now. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I don't is care. The Cobra, is the Cobra standing up? Is he? Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to strike and spit on. Just Matt because, this. just because we 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 asked Cobra last show how much money he had in his bank account, and I said two million dollars, and he was offended. <laughs> He's offended that I went that low. Yeah, I believe he did that. I believe he went. The spitting cobra. The spitting cobra. Like if he had two million dollars, he would throw himself off a roof. 
It was. It'd be that rough. How dare you? Right. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't life, is, life is bad, guys. Two million. That's just not enough. Right. Yeah. yeah that's good. Oh. You guys are funny. So okay, <laughs> Villeman would stab well, himself in the face with a knife if he had my bank account yeah, right now. Exactly. I'll um, yeah, we'll never know then. Okay. I, I, I just remember like <laughs> right. back in the day, right, dude. In I was talking to American Honda. Was at the I end know of that when I was at, when I was at Yamaha, a- end of when I was at Yamaha, they got seven grand to win a heat race for eight laps. It was they got eight, s- eight grand, seven grand, eight. I think t- you got you got a thousand bucks more than Timmy then. Yeah, I had eight grand to win eight race. But yeah. a lot of it's negotiated per rider, you yeah. know. Even yeah. and now I think everything is insured. You guys, is, it's not a Suzuki insur- bonus program, right? It's all insured that something Dave put yeah. together, right? So yeah, yeah. So a lot of it's what your agent negotiates, you know. Like uh, at TLD, yeah, it was top three, and Troy paid. Um, actually, we insured the wins, and the second and third Troy paid, and they weren't that much. Mm-hmm. I wanted to say the wins were. Uh, Thirty grand. I want to say it was like fifty grand for a win, but then it dropped down to like ten, fifteen, yeah, yeah. and then you know three or something. I mean, any way you look at it, Blake's loaded after this weekend. After, yeah, he is. Yeah, he's got DV money. Yeah, he's got DV. Uh, No, I might, I might not be, you know, that much, but you know, I'm doing (laughs) all right. (laughs) Uh, Hey, Blake, thank you for coming on the show, man. Appreciate it. Uh, Great CD too, man. Seriously, Uh, how do people get it? How do they get it? What if someone's just listening and they want to buy it or whatever, is there any way to do that? Yeah, just just keep just keep uh, looking on the Facebook. We're gonna get it all okay. figured out, and then all we'll right. let everyone know. It's not really ready yet, but when it does, we'll let everyone know. Right, right. If you if you're doing any Van Halen covers and you need a singer, let me know. Okay, jeez. Okay. So, all right, hey, good luck at these last couple rounds, bud. Go get some more. Thanks. Hey, thank See you, Blake. See ya. He didn't want to talk about money, DV. You could tell. Stop bugging him. Yeah, he definitely did. Um, no, but you gotta ask. Say. Put stuff in perspective. No, I know. Uh, hey, Chad, Chad's, Chad, are you on the line still? Yes, I am. Uh, you've been on hold for a long time. Sorry, Chad. It happens. So you want me to go ahead with the question then? Who's it for? It's for everyone, I guess. Oh, yeah, shoot. So here's the deal. I'm having a little roommate, uh, roommate kind of debacle here. He thinks that Ryan Villapoto, right now I would say he's better than James Stewart. You would agree, right? DV wouldn't, but everyone else would, yes. Okay, what would you, you say st- about all time, though? At, at the end of their careers, where do you see who, – who do you think has the most wins? I mean, I see that Villapoto's stacking them up, but at the end of the careers, do you think – who do you think will be the better, the better racer? Well, it's funny you Between say – Between Villapoto and Stewart? you got to wait till their careers are over, really. Yeah, Exactly, but what, what would you say if you had to take a guess, you know? Viropoto, who else? You know, that's that's pr- pretty 40, easy. 46 wins to 28, I believe. Something like that. Yeah, but in wins or like... Well, I think that's what he means. Right, in, in wins, wins I mean, I guess I, wins I looked at a little stat where it showed like all, I mean, different classes of wins, and it was like 60-something to 40-something. Yeah, but you're talking maybe to like West Coast, East, 125. If Villapoto wins the third title, he'll do something that Stewart can never do, win three and win three in a row. So uh, more, yeah, that yeah. would make sense. But I think that uh, I think that Stewart will come back in the next year with some with some heat. Uh, Ping shaking. Ping is shaking. I think his it's head injury. Right I think it's because of the injury. Uh, I guess you can't blame it. I mean, he's been riding all year, but but if he's going to do the nationals and, and hey, he goes and gets his knee done, I don't know in what's September. going on. With hey, hey Chad, Chad, I'm the biggest yeah. I'm the biggest Stewart fan. I love the way he rides. He's super fast. He's amazing. 
all the above. But, you know, <laughs> at one point, we as fans have to see reality and the truth. And, you know, I don't see Stuart winning another championship. No. You know, that's okay. And I'm... I'm one of you can ask Mattis. I'm you, one you of are. Uh, yeah. Bubba's biggest fan. But you know, sad to say, but that's <laughs> I think that's the way it is. Unless he change everything around himself and and get some uh, some kind of a trainer or somebody that he respects and listen and somebody that knows what he's talking about and go to sure. work and you know actually um work like Vilopoto. Vilopoto think eats Sleep, go to the bathroom, thinking motocross, you know. And yeah. if you want to win and be dominant, and you have to be like this, like a Carmichael and a Vilopoto, and you know, if you if you don't um, take motocross that serious, supercross, um, you can't win. Will. Yeah, somebody else will, and somebody else is going to be better than you, more, even if you more series. talented. You know, this well, kinda... do you think that this might just be a? I think this might just be a stint. I mean, at the beginning of the year, he wasn't nearly this dominant. Now he's now he's kicking it in the gear, but I don't think he's going to be able to keep it in yeah, gear. But the whole, yeah, the kicking in what gear, buddy? What he got 19th last weekend. You know, like yes, he's running better, but from crashing and not finishing a race to going and actually beat Viropodo straight up for 17 races, but there's like. It's it's almost Poor a miracle. Chad. You're it's, crushing Chad right now. You're crushing. I'm not, him. but you know, sometimes at one point, people, we fan of Bubba Stewart need to stop dreaming. I'm I'm not in the dream. I just know it's going to be the reality. Actually, oh. it's right, going to well, happen. There's well, so take a bet, I think buddy. For sure, one more championship. All right, sure. let's make a bet where if he wins, Someone's... I'll cut off my balls, yeah. and if not, you cut <laughs> off your balls. <laughs> okay. Well, one more quick question before I hang up here, then. If you had to judge, then if you can't judge it between Villapoto and Stewart, what about Stewart and Reed? That's got to be an easy answer, Stewart. Say it. Uh. uh yeah, <laughs> okay. It. Do it. You will say it. Say it. Who has the most? Are we thinking about wins? Who has the most win? I don't Just even care. Jeremy McGrath, 72. Yeah, but after that. Ricky Carmichael. And after that? Uh, James Stewart. Then Chad Reed. Yep. By a lot? No, Stewart's got him by three. Huh. Career wins? Well, Too close, close to close. call. But, you know, yeah. I think at the end of the day, I, I think people would remember gotta go Stewie. James Stewart yeah. better than Chad. Yeah, for sure. Because, you know, faster. there's Asterix next to Chad's championships a little <laughs> whoa, bit. Whoa, whoa. Wait till we get Jason Thomas on the line. Oh, no, oh but, you know, that's... Let's, let's remember that. You yes, know, write that down. Jason Thomas is going to kick your ass. You know. All right, well, that's about you know, it for me then, I guess. Just I'm, watch next season. I'm pretty sure we'll, us Stuart fans will walk away happy. Okay, well, you I, know what? I got scissors here for your yeah. balls when you're ready. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy. You know, I'll be happy. We're going to take the loser's fun. balls, Sinjins, and we're going to put them up on the wall. <laughs> yep. Balls on the wall. Two sets of balls on the wall. All right. Thanks, Chad. Thanks, Chad. Yep. Thanks. Bye-bye. Poor Chad. Isn't it funny? Fans are so... Adam, just the fans. It's Adam fans. About it, uh, I just text JT and said DV just said Chad's titles have asterisks. He said DVs don't. <laughs> That's what I say. I don't have one. <laughs> Very angry. So uh, angry. Uh, JT is, is so uh, is, he, he doesn't like me. No, he does. He doesn't we, like that. I have... You know what? Per Pulp Mech Show tradition, we're going to ask him exactly that. 
What? When we get them on, we we air the grievances <laughs> and we bring people back together. Like the time that Tits, ping, ping the time that Tits wrote it. me an apology email and said, "Don't read this on the air," and I did. I never do that again. Right. Learn from my mistakes. Um, yeah. Who do, we got incredibly awkward with? Who? Uh, you you and Snack Pack. Oh yeah, yeah. Snack Pack. Jeez. <laughs> what happened? Oh, just <laughs> terrible. <laughs> no tact here whatsoever. Hey. Uh, you don't like Ping or what? He says this happened. Yeah. Just throw it out there, Schnell. Yeah. Uh, Schnell, too. Schnell. Great. No, you dug your own hole with Schnell, but then Schnell wanted to come on the show, and I couldn't say no. Like, I couldn't say, uh, no, we can only talk shit on you. We had to invite him on the show, and then that's where he wanted to fight you in Ellis Mania. <laughs> it, it's can, I, can we call JT? Yes. We got to go to commercial. Uh, Ooh, that commercial. means we're coming back to my song. Uh, yeah, and then we got yes. have, then we have Travis Preston coming on. I can try to push Preston back if you want to bring JP. No, but oh uh, no, what? Why, why you always steal the crap? Stir the crap. Yeah, stir, stir. Yeah, that's what, that's what he said. Makes for good radio. Oh man, I'm a humble Steve. Yeah, yeah right. Hey, humble uh, Steve is dead. Blake Wharton's appearance on the show was brought to you by Atlas Brace. AtlasBrace.com. <laughs> Uh, the leading edge of Atlas Braces. Uh, they're actually kicking ass right is he now. Even sponsored by Atlas Brace? Um, I don't even know, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Atlas brought him on. Atlas. That, that segment was Atlas Brace. Is he obstruct? Designed by a racer refined over a three-year period. Designed by a three-year period of team engineers and biomechanical experts, then tested by some of the top professional riders in the world. The end result delivers an innovative features, comfort, simplicity, and adjustability. Simply put. The Atlas Brace has it all. AtlasBrace.com. Villapoto and Weimer wear it. Why don't you? Uh, hey, guys, we're going to take our last or second commercial break of the night. Come back with some terrible music selected by your own David Pingree. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we will see you after the break. This is Ryan Villapoto, ride from Monster Energy Kawasaki. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Beep. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code Pulp MX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable sweat-absorbing liner and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice or just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. 
Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JBR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, -wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. tried other neck braces but have you ever tried the one that's flexible the revolutionary family of atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement the Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Mike Alisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kurt Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. Construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Merch Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. 
For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex Show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showing delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Shoei Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Shoei's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, 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 Get ready, America, because WUSA is your number one source for quality wheel sets in America. WUSA offers all the top brands that you and the world's best racers know and trust, like Reed, Dungy, Millsaps, Tickle, Sealy, Short, and more. All rely on trust WUSA, because all our wheels are built right in our shop in Orange, California. And if you want it custom-made for your bike, like the world's best freestyle riders, Renner, Deacon, Adams, Madison, Mason, Sherwood, and others, you can choose different spoke and nipple colors for a completely custom look that'll dazzle you. Off-road riding, WUSA can build you wheels for the absolute toughest of conditions. And W also offers DID and Excel rims, along with OEM replacement spoke and nipple kits for your stock hubs. Need brakes? W offers the industry's best oversized and standard brake kits from Galfer and Brembo. Just see your local dealer or visit us at WUSA.com. Hey, you can also download the most current W catalog from the iTunes App Store. WUSA, D-U-B-Y-A, USA. It doesn't get any better than us. And friends know we got that endo 
No, I'm not a sucker. Sitting in a house of pain. And no, I'm not the butler. I'll touch ya. Hey, touch ya. You say you can't touch this, and I wouldn't touch ya. Punk motherfucker. And I'll let you know, boy. Oh, boy. I make dope. But don't call me dope, boy. This ain't no fucking motion picture. A guy or a bitch. My nigga get with ya. And hit ya. Taking that yak to the neck. So you better run a chair. Shotgun bullets are bad for your health. Yeah. Welcome back. Pulp and Mix Show. Ping. That's a joint right there, dude. You, you're, well, <clears throat> congratulations. Every time you've been on, you pick shitty music, so your role is good. Uh, that was better, though, than um, the Flow Rider song, and it was better no, than what? the. Uh, dude, he... <sighs> it wasn't better than Radiohead. Saying you right now. Right. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X Brand Goggles, Atlas Anything Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep, and the Truck Bars, yeah. Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brop Bar, A10 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto. Black Ops. You're brought to us by Brat Bar. Thank yeah. you, Brat Bar. Thank for, you, Brat Bar. For, for, for making Pingree possible to be on, on, on the show. We really appreciate it. What, what, what's he yelling at? Huh? Yeah, we he, had a he, he, he LL Cool J. LL Cool J. He thought that Ice Cube yeah. was on NCIS. But that was LA, LL Cool J. And it's LL Cool J, yeah. yeah. Great radio. Mm-hmm. Lame. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get our next guest on the line. And can we get the other guy on the line, too? The short guy, used to race. Uh, he's waiting for our call. Um, we got some emails and voicemails coming up. Tweet it, tit segment. Uh, questions submitted uh, via Twitter. We have uh, the NFAB Bagging Bars segment, NFAB Racing. All three guys in the main event for NFAB Racing. So uh, good job to those guys once again. And, um, hey, by the way, did you guys know that uh, the we auctioned off a spot on the Pulp Mech show? And nope. one of you two would probably have to be here for that show. For Rookie, yeah. all proceeds went to uh, Rookie. How much? Uh, we ended up getting 2500 bucks. Are you serious? For someone, we're going to fly him in here, t- t- give him a couple nights in a hotel. I need a special guest, though, for the guy. So one of you two, Turkeys, probably. Um <laughs> And then, um, what day? St. Lawrence Radi. Oh, it's up to him. He has to pick. We haven't even worked it out yet. Yeah. St. Lawrence Radiology, a sponsor of the NFAB team, kicked in another five hundred bucks. My buddy Drunk Jr. kicked in another hundred. Drunk Jr. That's so, a great uh, nickname. Yeah. So we're 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 doing well. That's and, awesome. and all the money goes to rookie. He's, he's a great Did you guy. say who won it? Mim won it. Moneybags Milan. That's yeah. his nickname. Yeah. Yeah. Same guy from who, Australia. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you know that? I met him at the uh, Racerex Ride Day a couple years ago. Oh, okay, yeah. He's Good a great dude. Guy. Same guy. Yeah. yeah. Better than Moser, that's Nin- for sure. 94 Mim? Is that the Yeah, guy? 94 Mim. Won it. So, He's from Australia? Uh, yep. Yeah, cool. We're not paying to get him from Australia to here, though. I was just going to say. Yeah, no, 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 no. Man, uh, there goes take... rookie's money. <laughs> they did. <laughs> no. <laughs> Talking about Australia and coming here. Yeah. When I was at the Muse concert a few weeks ago, uh-huh. the guy sitting next to me came to from Australia just to watch the show. Great radio. All right, next guest. Uh, he's uh, brought to you by ticket. Showy Helmets. Showy Helmets, 50 years of technology, showy-helmets.com. Uh, this guy used to wear a showy. I don't know if he still does. Uh, Kevin Windham wears a showy. Josh Grant wears a showy. Uh, showy Helmets, choice of champions. Um, Travis Preston, you still wear a showy? Yes, I do. Well, there we go, showy helmets, also used by Travis Preston. So, Preston, what's up? Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. <clears throat> now, we have Pingree and Villaman in here. And they are, they are great 125 Supercross champions. No. Or what? race winners. No, racers. Race winners. 
and combined with your 125 Supercross wins and title, we have a lot of 125 Supercross wins right now in this. That's good. Yeah. That's a good thing. But only one championship. Only one. TP. Yeah. You, you two couldn't do it. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Travis. Yes. Uh, it's on that text, Tits. Sorry, I'm just yelling at my producer. He he's he's ridiculous. It says, "Oh no, okay, it's 128." Great radio. Right. Great radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my guy's confused. I gotta help him out. Preston, I heard your I heard you're coming back for Hangtown, and you're doing all 12 rounds. You're motoring down. What what what? Well, I'm definitely not doing all 12 rounds. That was a rumor. That, Definitely. See, uh, <laughs> Pingree is amazed. During the commercial break, I told him what you were doing, and he wants you to take a sanity test. <laughs> Dude, it's so much work. I'm just like, I, I, why is he I doing it? I feel the same way. <laughs> so what's the deal? I'm, I'm out of the loop. He's going to race Hangtown. Cool. I don't know why we're going to ask cool. him why. TV says cool. <laughs> cool. It's good. Why? Let him do it. It's fun. No, it's that's rad, but well, he's not trying it's to stop a him, lot but of work. Ping just really questions why anyone would want to do that. But he's been yeah, active, well, you know. He's, it, he's it, been writing, that, right? So it's a good question because once I got started, you know, I realized really quickly how much work's involved. Um, but you know, I, I wanted to do it because I've been testing with Yamaha and I've been feeling really good on the bike, and um, I feel like I'm riding really good right now. Oh, see, I didn't know any of that. So he feels like he's riding really good. So why not race the national? Yeah, it's not yeah, like he's, he's like me. For Yamaha, like, he yeah. probably has a good bike. Yeah, I mean that's part of the problem, right? You yeah. got to get a bike set up and get yourself in shape. And if he's been testing and riding, then yeah. half the battle is already um, not half the battle, but I don't know. <laughs> At least he's got tools for the battle. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, it's you know J- JGR is is building the bike. JGR is handling the race bike. You know Sean's going to be my mechanic. So. They're they're really taking good care of me. Oh, cool! So you're you've been testing for JGR Yamaha or like Yamaha Yamaha here with the factory? Um, yeah, Yamaha here with Steve Butler. Okay, yeah, cool. How's the new bike? <laughs> <laughs> I just saw a photo of it actually. Oh, really? You haven't really ridden one yet, really, huh? No, yeah. no. All I know is of, of what you see in that photo. Yeah, right? yeah. It's, it's bullsh- my it's bullshit. my wallpaper on my. My book. Let me yeah. see. No gas. Oh, no, it's not this one. No, no gas cap on the thing. I saw that. Um, yeah. Hey, let's get a, a another guy. He hasn't. Have, he doesn't have any 125 Supercross wins. He's not adding he, anything. He doesn't have but, a win. But it is Jason Thomas. Yay. JT. What up, Jason Thomas? Yeah, remember him. <laughs> Travis is amazed. <laughs> How you doing, Jason? What's up, buddy? JT. So, are, okay. Hey, you're you're are are all you guys in the studio? No. no, I'm in Chicago. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, uh, Travis, JT is only one year out of retirement, but if I asked him, JT, what would it take to make you race Hangtown? What, what's your answer? Uh, an act of God? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Preston's racing Hangtown. <laughs> yeah, he's in a different place than I am, though. I'm not, I haven't, I'm not riding at all right now. Yeah. How old are you now, TP? Thirty-five. Hmm. Are you from seventy-seven? Seventy-eight. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um. Well, hey, it should be interesting. Uh, what number are you going to run? Yeah. Uh, well, that that that's a good question. Seven twelve. Um. Yeah. Not sure. Seven twelve. Why seven twelve? Was that what it used to be? I think so. Right. 
Yeah, man, I can't. How'd you come up with that, David? I'm good. Yeah, that, that's yeah, pretty shot, good knowledge right there. Shapro Yamaha. I'm a fan of a sport, if Travis. You eat a lot of Kit Kats. <laughs> wow. Shit comes to you. Yeah. Shapro that's Yamaha, AXO, 712. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, wow. Okay. <laughs> Preston didn't even remember. He's truly amazing. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> hey, um, so the new frame is good on the bike, on the new 2014? Like, they fixed some of those issues? I'm not sure. You know, can, can you tell that by the photo that you saw? <laughs> I love it. Great radio. I know someone who's ridden it. So, listen, no one listens to this show. Nobody cares. <laughs> well, guys, uh, you can tell us. Um, no. Hey, uh, uh, how do you think you're going to do? Um, I Someone asked me this question on Twitter the other day, and uh, I said 12-9. I was told that was a little optimistic. But then I know you read Twitter, so I didn't want to seem like a dick. So, But how, how do you think you're going to do? Yeah, it's, you know, I, I have no idea. Uh -huh. um, you know, it's it, it depends on, of course, you know, how good a start I get. Yeah. Uh, it depends on my fitness. My fitness feels good, but, you know, I was at the Comp Edge uh, two weeks ago with Villapoto, mm -hmm. and he, he just ran me down like I wasn't even out there. So if anyone's close to his speed, it's going to be tough. <laughs> no, nobody is. Don't, don't worry about it. You know. I, I don't know. Did nobody you expect is. any different than that? <laughs> oh man, I, I was amazed. You know, I haven't been on the track with somebody that fast in a while, and God, he was amazing. You know what you should do to prep <laughs> is uh, God, this, he, was, he was amazing. <laughs> there's this super prestigious series that goes on at Glen Helen on Saturdays called REM that Jody Weisel's always at. I mean, I've heard great things about it. <laughs> I heard it's a who's who, who's who of you know old Swedish guys. Anyway, <laughs> I, I used to race that thing. No, it's good actually. It's actually pretty fun. Yeah. Um, so is. Is that a place I should start before I go to Hangtown? Well, hey, uh, I think so. How's the schools going, Travis? <laughs> TravisPressonMX.com, by the way, for people who, who want one-on-one -on -one lessons with a former Supercross champion. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's been going good. It's, that's kind of another reason why I started to do this. Mm -hmm. is, um, I started working with so many people coming from, like, MTF or Club MX and these training facilities. And I'm really surprised at what a bad job these training facilities are <laughs> and how they're actually hurting riders. Wait, and wait a sec. Colleen Millsaps is giving bad information? <laughs> <laughs> Shocking. But I yeah, mentioned but our new I mean, sponsor. It's like these amateur kids. you got a bunch of fast kids from California, Arizona, and they're, and they're all going out to these places. And, you know, they're just, you know, the, they cannot create the program. Because you have 30 kids. You know, this, this is a sport where you have to individualize each program based on the rider. And they can't do that at those places. Um, so schools are going well. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you know what? I, I heard a, a trick to getting rich quick is putting out a, a motocross DVD lesson. Uh, motocross and DVDs. 101. Yeah. 101. Well, 102. I think 101 is taken. You can right, do 102. 102. If you want to put a quick, like, eight or $900 in your pocket, you should do that. <laughs> <laughs> Keyword is quick. Like, quick. Like, spend about seven months shooting and editing it, and then just, like, count all 900 of those dollars that come in. You could get it at ones and spread it across your bedspread. Your bedspread. Yeah, you somebody know? did that to me. I want to bet or something with... Um... Someone took you to bed? No. Oh. I got um, won a bet uh -huh. with uh, Vince Freeze or something. Uh -huh. It was 300 bucks. Paid me in ones. Hmm. 
That's pretty fun. Like, yeah, yeah. big stash. You know who else pulls crap like that? Oh, Corey Mosier. Yeah, but that's you know. he always turns around to his lover. Uh, optics? Does he work at optics? <laughs> nope. Um, they appreciate all the shout outs, so. Uh, Preston, um, a little while ago on our show, on the Pulp Mech Show, we had a contest where uh, you offered a free riding lesson to one of our listeners, and the guy who won, Steve Howe, uh, only has one hand. And you picked him out of all the entries. Um, how'd it go? We, we, it's been a while, and we probably forgot to touch base with you. I think he called, Steve himself called in one time, but how was it out there? Yeah, that, that was a cool experience. Just, you know, I've never seen anybody ride like that you know his he he lost his hand right at his wrist mm-hmm. so he just takes his wrist wraps it around the handlebar and just goes for it and i was super amazed at how fast the guy was yeah and i actually rode with him uh last friday he was at milestone really again yeah so that was cool to see him out there again wow, it's like the gift that keeps on giving for steve howe yeah he's an awesome rider that's that cool fun. yeah um so did you have to teach him Things that could help him if he only had one hand? You know what he was good at right away, I'll bet? One-handers. <laughs> I'm just saying. No? Distasteful? Way too, too early? Too soon. Sorry, okay. Too soon. I apologize. I was going to make a really bad joke, and I didn't say anything. Right. I went for what it. You said, I went for it. For it. It's, it's low-hanging fruit, man. Come uh, on. Great radio. Uh, hey, buddy. Uh, um... Hey, so uh, that's cool. So only one national, no matter how it goes, no matter what happens, just just Hangtown, and then just to kind of wrap, yeah. wrap it up, put a bow on it. Yeah, Hangtown, and then back to working with riders. Yeah, are you you're you're in Cali now? You're gonna go head east and start doing stuff out there like you normally do your normal schedule? Yeah, probably in the summer. Yeah. I, I like I like to go back there in the summer. Right. Um, how's the guys at JGR doing? How's everything there? You guys are doing good. I get to talk to Sean a lot. Yeah. So that's good. Um, talking to Johnny about suspension. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, things are good. Uh, I hate to give Johnny a compliment, but Brayton was killing it in practice when the whoops were huge on his Johnny oh. Olner suspension. Well, I mean, he has a good guy helping him. Is it true you're coming back just because just you want Shawnee to, to wrench free? You just you wanna, you just miss him that much? Well, I, I, I want to make Sean work more. Right. So right, on, right. on top of having to build Josh's motor, my motor, you know, yeah. Brayton's motor, he has to build my bike also. Nice, nice. I like it. <laughs> How's Shawnee doing, Travis? Shawnee is in unbelievable shape when it comes to mountain biking. Yeah. He just he races six hour, twelve hour races. He cycles a lot. Uh, he has two. He has two kids, so he's he's staying busy. Now, DV, did did I hear that Sorby's coming back for Hangtown too now? Yeah. Just because of Preston? PC bike. Yeah. 450? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a joke. No, it's a joke. joke. It's I was going to do a joke earlier. I'll say, hey, Solby texted me or something. But well, why not? I do it. Why not? A few more beers, maybe you would do it? Oh, I love no. Sorby jokes. Well, I'm, I'm fine. Okay. He's in Morocco now. so. Oh, he's in Morocco? Yeah, I don't know what time it is there. Five o'clock in the what morning. What does Sorby do now? I don't know. That's Preston. No, he does. He, <laughs> he does so many things that you don't know what he's doing. You know, he was supposed to be like a reality TV uh, star. You know, that never started. Mm-hmm. 
And I don't know. It was that, supposed to that be was it. That's what he wanted to be. I want to be a reality TV yeah. star. Yeah. Well, when I saw him in Geneva, that's what he was going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Called but, him up but he, that's he the never, new celebrity, man. Yeah. He never did that. Right. He never did that. He does schools and he rides a little bit, French championship sometimes. Just, I don't know. Uh, well, Preston, um, I'm looking forward to you racing Hangtown. I can't wait. It's interesting. It's, I can't wait to see how you do. And, you know, it didn't go well for Rhino last year, but I got a feeling it's going to be better for you. And, um, there's no chance the AMA catches that 2014 frame either on your bike. So that's good, too. You know, you'll actually have, like, race conditions on it. JT, chance ability AMA catches that thing? Uh, slim to none. Yes, exactly. So that'll be good. Yamaha will actually get to, you know, really run that frame in. Well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to say? No, I, I know. I'm just I'm, I'm playing. Although I'm not, but I am joking. Um Thanks for coming on, bud. Appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Um, TravisPrestonMX.com if you want to learn how to go fast. And Preston, if you want some tips on that $900, Ping can get you with you off the air, and you guys can <laughs> figure that DVD out. Sounds good. Um, <clears throat> thanks for coming on, bud. Appreciate it. Okay, thank you. See you, All Travis. Right. Bye-bye. All right. See you. That's the great Travis Preston coming back in Hangtown. You guys got nothing what, for him. What do you think he'll do? You got nothing I would for say 12-9. You think twelve nine? No, no, I don't think so. Fifteen twelve. That's I would say that twelve to fifteenth that he'll be. Yeah, yeah, between ten and fifteen. JT, uh, it depends on how much he rides during the week and everything. So, you know, he's fast. He's, he's still not, really fast. Yeah, you don't know really. I'm being dead serious with that frame. About what? Is they gonna use it? Yeah. Uh, you guys are so like. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you think like a frame's going to change you, everything? What do you think you know? this is LeBlack? No, you guys are crazy, dude. Uh, hey, uh, BTOsports.com tweeted hey, tits segment. Listen, listen to me. Yep. This 450 Yamaha was so shitty, you know? It is. Yeah. Yep. Stuart won more races than with his stupid Suzuki. So, it's true. So, Suzuki's so much better? Uh-huh. Yes. It's just crushing. <laughs> what are you talking about, JT? You never rode a bike, a Yamaha before. Yes, I have. Yeah, with the never... bike, the bike that you built. Yeah, whatever, bro. Ooh. Okay. The, uh, the the Yamaha 450, James killed everybody on it. Killed it. That Anaheim, new one? He yes. killed himself. Anaheim jumping a quad every every lap, killing everybody. I think he killed himself more than he no. killed everybody else. No, but he was T- Tim Ferry. Do- dominating and faster. Even if he was crashing, he crashed with every bike he was on. What 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 bike uh, did he have in Angtown on that double down jump like? Mount Morris High Point. High Point. Yeah, yeah. It was a Cowie. It was a Cowie. You know he can't wheel with every bike he had. Tim what KX one twenty five in uh, Vegas? Vegas. For, for how did he do that crash? How did he crash that bike? You he was, know he was thinking about a Yamaha when he did that. So um, <laughs> so start with that. 2014 frame or whatever. The the bike won supercrosses before, and James proves. Every week. So, then he crashed with every color bike he, ha- he ever had. I'll, I'll get you the phone numbers of 15 pro riders who said that that bike is sketchy. Yeah, they're so great. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tim Ferry just told me a story this weekend. He was testing for James at Glen Helen. And he wouldn't come. He sat on the top of Mount St. Helens for 20 minutes because he didn't want to ride it around the track. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what he said. Great radio. 
That's a true story, actually. Uh, hey, let's uh, do the btosports.com tweet at tit segment. Let's do it. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from btosports.com. It's the tweets at tits QA segment where your twatted questions find answers. These are real live questions from real live listeners, and uh, no doubt Tits has picked the worst ones, as he does every week, uh, to <laughs> yep. ans- ask our guests. Uh, are we going to talk to JT at all? I feel like we called him, and then now he's just, we're not even talking to him. He's just I want to talk about this Yamaha some more. I, I okay. think that it, DV, you think that Yamaha right now is just bitching. Like, it is just so sick. It's, it's not what I'm saying. It's, I'm saying is that bike is capable of winning. You know, well, it, and I think the Suzuki, but you're saying the that, that Suzuki like, is the most overrated bike there is. It's a pilot I, junk. I don't think it's, it's overrated. I it, think everybody hates it. It's heavy. It has no power. Uh, come on, you know, like, do you like your Suzuki? Oh, it's how heavy. well did you do on your like, Suzuki compared like to, to your talk Honda? about a weight of a bike, and you're talking about a Yamaha? It's ten pounds heavier than everybody else. Uh, try to weigh Suzuki. Suzuki's uh, heavy. My factory Suzuki. Have, was like 238 factory Suzuki yeah. 238 come on no yeah. I'm I'm just asking you if you think the Yamaha is a really good bike right now and and the way it is that you think it's really good that they're changing it for no reason they they change it like a lot how do you I think your, your I, friend I Chad I've seen a picture the, of it your friend Chad but does he like his uh, the new Honda it, they're selling it to potential riders as as though they're changing it a lot no, come ride our bike. We changed it a lot. <laughs> yeah, I know. If you have a problem, they are. you don't sell it to riders like that. No. Look, JGR it's... lost out on Wilson. They lost out on uh, Millsaps. They lost out on a lot of guys because of that bike. Millsap was doing great on that bike I know. Anyway. He wanted to get off it, though. He, huh? he did not want – he wanted to get off that bike. Yeah. It's fine, guys. You know, when I see a bike, it's capable of winning – and guys can't win on it. There's only one guy winning almost every race. He has a Cowie. So let's all ride a Cowie. Uh, and Chad's right. bike thinks, you know, his forks were sucked. And you. the bike this year is not good. He doesn't like it? it. Why aren't you talking? So, He's just enjoying you know, listening. You know, You're the test rider. Being you, non-confrontational. You test, you test ride the bikes. All of them. You rode a Husky, for Christ's sake. I could. The thing is, everybody think I, I say that because I'm I'm... I love Yamaha. I don't get free bikes. I pay for my bikes. I paid my my YZ250 from a guy in Dallas. You know, I paid for the parts to do I it. I never thought that. You know? I, I didn't think that, DV. To be for real, I didn't think that you. I mean, I know you love Keith, but I didn't think that. I, I like those guys, right, but right. I have no link. I pay my parts. I right. go to BTO Sports and buy plastic Pulp for my Mex- bike. Pulpmexcom. dot com. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I put a. It was like the Steve uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. Thirty yeah, percent off. Can, can we get a test? So, ri- can the test rider speak up? The thing up? is, I'm trying to can, say can, like. Can the test rider speak up? Hold it's, on, he's. I'm not done yet. I'm not okay. done. All right, sorry. So I'm not linked, paid by Yamaha, but I hate to see people just put, you know throwing a bike under the bus because they can't win. You know, don't do good about it. You know, the bike is different. Yes, and James showed that he could win with it. And he crashed with it, but he did the same with the Cowie and the Suzuki. That's only the only one guy that we can compare because he's the only one that won with that bike. But you didn't hear him complaining about the Cowie or the Suzuki. You haven't heard that. Even when he crashes, he doesn't. You don't hear anything about it. But you do with everybody that rides the Yamaha. Almost every everybody that I've talked to that rides it, 
has the same complaint. It's cool to hate. And, on and it's Yamaha. not it's not that I have a personal problem. Yamaha makes great bikes. I rode Chad's bikes, you know, back in the day, and they were amazing. Good piano. They, I rode a, I raced a Yamaha 250 in their you know 2000s. Amazing. Their street bikes. They went one two in MotoGP yesterday. Obviously, it's not the company. I just don't think that that 450 is really where it needs to be compared to the other bikes right now. That's that's really it. Yeah. Can a test rider speak Ping. up? <laughs> you want my two cents? Yeah. Here's my You've two cents. You've ridden them all. I think for the average motocross rider, you could pick any stinking color, whichever one you like better, and you're not going to hate one over the other due to performance. When you start riding at the top level that these guys are, I think that Yamaha's a little harder to ride. If you're a guy who can do two-minute lap times, you can probably still do a two-minute lap time on a Yamaha 450. You're just going to be a little sketchier doing it. I feel like the other bikes, <clears throat> it's a little, you can do it a little more comfortably. That bike's a little twitchy at times. That's my experiences with it. Um, that said, I think it gets a really bad rap, and I think a lot of it is. Is it um, that bad? Well, it's I'm not sorry. as bad as it's made out to seem. Yeah. But it but it doesn't take much. They're all so close, I think, that yeah. that little bit of unpredictability that it has, that's all it takes. You know what I mean? That's all it takes. Because the other bikes don't have that. And it is a different feel, and everybody's used to the way all the bikes feel because they all try to make them feel the yeah. same. Yeah. That's what the KTM, the problem it had for a long time. It just felt different. Right. And guys would get on it and go, yeah, it's just not, it's, I don't know, it's a little weird. And they've worked hard at making that bike feel like the other Japanese bikes. And so that new Yamaha feels, well, I say new Yamaha, a couple-year-old Yamaha. Yeah, it, yeah. It's old just now. got a different feel to it, the way it's built, and it's kind of wide and mm -hmm. um, whatever. So I think that's all kind of just bit it. But Hey, JT, how, how did uh, Chad like the 2014 Yamaha? I have no idea. Oh. Did he ride it? <laughs> I don't know. I was just fishing. I, I don't, as I was far fishing, as I know, he hasn't ridden it. You know, like Mathis been fishing with Preston about that. So. You don't think he's ridden that bike, Preston? No, I. Who, no, Preston, no, Preston or Chad? Preston. Preston, I don't know. You know, there's stuff that maybe Dubak did. Yeah, he has. If he's riding with Butler, he has. Dubak. I think there's a much better chance that Preston has than Chad has. That's I, for I'm sure. Pretty sure they maybe finally have given up the ghost on 55 year old Doug Dubak. He rides still. Rides. Oh, he, he rides, still he goes still, pretty he good. No, he still <laughs> goes good. Don't get me wrong, but you know, I mean, what? It's you know. Can we can we get to our next segment? Go ahead. Great radio. Let, let's keep it topical. Great radio. Right, let's get it topical. While this show is just taking. While we are talking about <laughs> the new Yamaha, all those people in the chat room are ninety five percent dildos. dildos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Timmy. Hey, read come it, on, bro. Read the question. Timmy Torres. That's his name. He That's not a real know. name. It is. Yeah. The, the guy in Bon true. Jovi was named Tico Torres. <laughs> Tico okay. Torres, yeah. Yeah, well, from Bon Jovi. Timmy Torres. Only you and Great I alliteration, bro. He says, with the 2014 photos of the Yamaha 450, it looks like an all-new bike. Do you think Chad would sign with them if it is? Reed. That's who he's talking about, Chad Reed, in case you were not I thought sure. it was Chad the listener. Right. <laughs> no, he would have got whatever Stuart wrote. Whatever Stuart wrote. Yeah. <laughs> um, poor Chad. Someone's losing their balls. <laughs> um, it's not me. No. It's going to be Chad, unfortunately. <laughs> Chad and Sinjin's balls will be in our studio. Disgusting. Uh. Uh, I, I think whoever writes Chad a check is where he's going to go. He's near the end. Uh, if Yamaha's fixed the bike, which I believe they have, uh, or they've made it better, 
according to people I know who have written it. I think whoever writes Chat a Check and gives them the ability to have a teammate, an ability to have a team for multi years. Husqvarna. I think Chad goes there. So, but he won't do anything Fast until he rides Ferracci. it. Until he rides it to see if it's any any better. Right. DKNY. What about a fast by Ferracci Yamaha? How about Yamaha though? Like like, they're with Velocity three, and that you know the team just folds. Then they're with eleven ten, uh, and eleven. PJ Larson tweets about how he didn't have a race bike for Houston, but somehow he shows up with a race bike. And like, if you're Yamaha, you just face palming your forehead and it's going, "What are we doing with these guys?" The last three years has been like horrible. Like, they don't. They're. They're. they're they, got, they got to get it together. Star is doing. Yeah, you know. And I really want to talk to you guys about Star. The last time we had you two guys here, I have questions about teams. I want to ask you guys about them. So I go. Know, <laughs> we got shit to do, but remind me. All right. I apologize in advance if this was already covered. I don't remember if it was uh, or not. Chance ability, it's covered. Ninety yeah. percent. Okay. Yeah, he was sleeping <laughs> in his Co- truck. Co- <laughs> Cody wants to know uh, what the deal was about your tweet about uh, Tony Alessi and RV. I don't know if he talked about it or not. If he did, just say so and we'll go to the next one. Uh, yeah, the uh, um, Tony thought that RV was jacking with Mike in the heat and uh, was not happy. Came by yelling and screaming. Cowie guys yelling. Mike Williamson yelling and screaming at Tony. Uh, it ended with Tony saying, if you want to play that way, we'll play that way. And then Mike was like, what are you going to do when we're lapping you? And that got things worse. That made things worse. Uh, but Tony did sort of apologize after watching film because there was no contact made. It was a pretty basic thing. But Tony felt like there was Houston brand. Was, people were angry Crazy. with each other. Yeah. So, Tickle short. Yeah. Blows Barsha. Yeah. So the universe won't get RV? Oh. I'm not sure if Tony called back the universe or like a <laughs> universe. I don't know. Yeah. He said, "Did he send that?" Hey, classic out? line, right? The the U- like that will live forever. Yeah, the that will live forever. Will get you. <sighs> All right, next question. <laughs> it's a headline on the crazy legacy that is the Alessis. Brock Schmelian, you remember him? Nope. I think he's a writer. Anyway, um, he wants to know, and I'm going to direct this one at DV. If you think the Amy is becoming a little too red flag happy in the restarts, the way they're doing it. Um. Yeah, I was I was uh, surprised about the one with Sipes. I, I didn't think the crash was that bad. I don't know. We did not really see it uh, on TV. Like the hurt d- his knee, right? Yeah, yeah the dude. Knee. Um, who was the Ronnie Stewart stalled? Sipes plowed into Ronnie Stewart, and then Shorty plowed into Sipes. And did you hear JT? What happened? Uh, I had, I heard his knee is hurt. They don't know how bad, but I think it's more. They couldn't move him. Like they thought, maybe broken leg or something couldn't move him. So, I think they're just erring on the side of caution every time it, in that situation. It does seem weird. It does seem weird that we saw no red flags, no single file restarts for twenty years. Well, it's definitely a change in policy. Yeah. but I think I, that's I think good. In one and way, it, you have to the, the safety of the rider. You know, it's yeah, okay. exactly. It's okay. Yeah, I, I I will defer to the safety of the rider over you know a red flag every time. I think that they should have to go underneath the finish line. Well, <laughs> that's the stupidest idea. You gotta let that go. Plus, Ray Radio, you know, bro. When, when your options are okay, are they halfway or not? We have to restart them, restart the whole race. That sucked. So they probably were really hesitant to throw a red flag. Where now, if you've got a rider down, their leaders are coming back around, and you don't have the rider off the track, 
you know, they can just go, hey, red flag it, red flag the, it, and 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 protect the rider and the asterisk guys that are helping him. Uh, you got guys the, out there in the middle of the track, four or five guys, if you're trying to carry a rider off. The single like file restart is cool. Uh, no need to drop the gate after, you know, like when the riding order is set. No, that's right. good. Yeah. I think that's, that's a great idea. Right. Yeah. I like this type of stuff. All right, tits. All right. Um, this one's for JT. It's from a guy named Tim Bindert, maybe Bindert, one of the two. Um, he's wanting to know. Uh, Bindier. He's French. If you have a recommendation for particular brands of knee braces for his uh, 16-year-old son. Uh, I wear CTI, but that's because my knees are all jacked, but I don't think you can go wrong with Asterisk. I think they make a great product, and they support the sport and probably the most you know helpful way possible with the mobile medical truck. They make a new brace called the Cytocell, which is kind of a um, more affordable version of the Ultracell. I wear CTI-2s. Used to. Well, those are the custom. Yeah. I mean, those are like thousands of dollars. They're expensive. Might have a Canadian flag on them. Do they still oh, fit? Dear. Are they the size of a Volkswagen? How do they get around your thigh? <laughs> put them, put the, guy, hey, the, put guy said, the guy said that they were freaking out and asked if it was for a football player. They asked if it was for a football player. <laughs> you have them? You have them? They had to wait until yeah. they shut down the space program to get that much carbon fiber. <laughs> put them on. I want to see. Okay, no way on. they fit. They fit. No, they fit. The, the, it's, no way. <laughs> I'll, I'll cut. Uh, balls I'll cut. off? Okay, balls off. If they fit. Yeah, look at the, look at the uh, cytosel. It would be a really good. Right. Next question. And also for a 16-year-old, Next question. they need to, you know, same thing, you know, go to the gym and work on their quads. Strengthen oh. your legs. Strengthen your legs. Exactly. F you, dude. Next question. All right. Um, this question is for everyone. Uh, Nathan Rosicki wants to know. Who picks um, these questions? Nicky Rosicky. What do you think he got called that in high school? How do you guys think Millsaps will do this outdoor season? As good as he's doing the Supercross or maybe not? Mm. I want everyone to answer that. Ping, go. Yeah, uh, I think so. I think top five all what time. Did, what did he get with the Yamaha? Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> what what did he get no with the Yamaha? Clearly. What did he get with Yamaha? Come on, somebody tell me. I know answer? he got second at Hangtown. I got second I think. at Hangtown, beat by his former overall. teammate. Overall, yeah, he got second. Number overall. overall, I think he got second overall in the, the season. Series. In the series, oh, we got hurt. He uh, jacked himself up. Ah, uh, damn Yamaha. Yeah, see. <laughs> uh, yeah, top five. JT, do you beg to differ? No, no, I think he'll be really good. That Suzuki's awesome. Got Trey and Barsha and Wilson and Rat Trey and RV and Stu. I think the difference for Millsaps is that he's finally in shape. Yeah. You know. He's what trying. if he was in shape on the Yamaha? And he's trying. Well, that fucking thing would throw him off. All right. Um, I think this could be an interesting question. Uh, Corey Cochran. <laughs> Please refrain from offering your opinion before you. Yeah. Um, if you guys think that the uh, 250 Supercross riders should have to race the region that they were grew up in. And it used to be that way. Foreign riders are being exempted. used to be this. that way. Okay. Do you think it could or should go? Not uh, could, but they, should it? Well, lots of people cheated when it was that way because they would have a California mailing address if they wanted to ride the West. But it used to be that way. It was a true East-West. I'd uh-huh. like to see that. I think it'd be neat. Yeah, but uh, wouldn't that be cool? How do you enforce it, though? Yeah. What about for the you, you look at their French birth- your birthday? Yeah, Australian. Your birthday. Yeah, what, Australians get the pick. Canadians get the pick. You pick one, and you got to stick with French it. Yeah. So the foreigners pick. picks, and Americans yeah. are stuck. Yeah. 
does that work? Uh, people would be pissed about that. How's that yeah. work? Just How about if you're yeah, but it'd still be Australian, cool. New Zealand, I can't understand what J- you're Japanese, saying. you're on the West Coast. Yeah. Europeans got it right east. Yeah, there you go. I like where you're coming from. I think we're on a yeah. Yeah. And, there's you, most of, and you get to write, you have to write underneath the finish line every lap. Yeah. And oh. everybody has to jump over, a, your, jump over your head. There's a lot of riders that need to buy a globe because they don't know which coast they're going to yeah. ride on. Good point, yeah. Can you try, like, trying to tell Ryan Sipes and Justin, like, they got to ride what coat, like, you know. What are y'all talking about? I would at least like to see in the opening ceremonies or in the results show where they're really from. Not where they're residing. Yeah. I think so. Like Will Hahn from Decatur, Texas. No. Kansas. Right. Are you from Kansas? Me? What about no, I'm from what Montana? A, what about Malcolm Stewart who was just from USA on, <laughs> on the sign up sheets in the beginning of the year? It just said you right, was it Malcolm, JT? <laughs> Well, he's not uh, wrong. I mean, was it? I'm not sure. It was, I, I remember somebody, yeah, but I don't know if it was wrong. And then, J- it's then JT said the next one was just going to be Earth. Yeah, Ryan Dungey <laughs> from Earth. Milky Way. Oh, dear. I wonder if they just weren't sure where they were from. They just put USA. Next question. All right. Corey Mosier wants to know what's going on. Are you on with, serious? Yeah. What's going on with the 1110 Mods team? I don't know. I don't know. Is there something brewing going on? Or? I don't know. Any JT? Uh, they race Yamahas, right? Yeah. That's all I know. They didn't show up at Houston, but PJ Larson rode a Rock River bike with an 1110 Mods head and suspension. He tweeted on Wednesday, does anyone have a race bike for me to ride? Then there was a miscommunication. 1110 thought he was going to Australia. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they they thought their their top rider in the series was in Australia when he was really in the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right. The problem um, with Yamaha, they've got a great idea. They're just aligning themselves with these people. They've got a good idea. Hey, F the money. We're going to give factory support and factory bikes and money and bike and parts to all you guys. But then they're just, what, what are they doing? You know? Go yeah. to Troy. Go to Troy and go, listen, Geico's got you beat. They're Honda's number one team. What's it going to take? Right? Uh, Troy's a businessman. He would listen. Absolutely. If the money was right, they'd have to pay him because he's already getting bikes and parts. So, well, whatever. Yeah, it would take a really. They're good They're outlaying cash to teams right now. Really? So, yeah. Well, yeah. So, I don't know. All right. Next question. Mike Bale wants to know, and this can be for everyone, even JT, even though you don't have any kids. Uh, he wants to know. He says, so Maybe he has some in Germany or in Greece <laughs> over there. That, 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 we, that we are aware of. <laughs> he says, so many former pros say they don't want their kids in motocross. Um, is it just too dangerous for the payoff or um, is the payoff too small? I guess that's the same thing. But Great question. Why wouldn't riders not want their – why would riders not Let's want ask their the guys? only guy with the boy here, <laughs> yeah. David Villeman. No, me, I, I – I don't want to get him involved. You know, he doesn't have a bike. He used to have a little bike just right around, but no. Go to school, play uh, team sport. I think it's, you know, maybe better to grow in team sport environment. Uh, go to college and, you know, just go th- that way. You know, that my my choice. I don't see myself going to Loretta Lynn's and, and do all this. for. There's no reward. So, so, it's, so, so it's a personal, personal thing? thing? 
I only have a couple million in the bank. Well, no, it's, go, not, it's uh, not about the money. It's not about the money because <laughs> it's two so things. Well, any any guys that play team sport, we're watching the game right now. They go actually. Least won the night, by the way. If anybody's listening. Oh, good. They go to um, they go to college. They do college sport. They have an education, a diploma or something, and then if they're good, you know, try to go pro in the sport. You know, I think sport has to be a big part of of a kid's life. But you need to keep this education, and you know what? I don't want my kids. No pun intended to anybody that does that in this sport. I don't want my kids to go to the Red Alliance and you know do Supercross, not do very good, and start doing like schools and always around like this sport. You know, all of your all your life. You know, I don't want this for my kids. I want my kids to be do something different because if they. Even if they're good in motocross, it's tough to make it. You know, like not too many people like make it, make it. Yeah, and I think I think one we we've seen how um, how few guys actually make it. You know, it's it's like a percent of a percent. It's so so thin. But and we've spent our whole lives doing that. Like, yeah. people ask me all the time, "Why don't you get your girls riding? That'd be fun. Take them riding." I'm like. I did this my whole life. Like, I want to do other stuff. I'd rather go watch them at gymnastics than take them out in the dusty desert and watch them do circles. Lame. Whatever. I've yeah, done that my whole life. I want to do something different, you know? Well, I'd rather J- play tennis with them. And- JT always says he has no t- he had no talent, and he made it. Made it? I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I made it. <laughs> I, I guess sure. that, that depends right. on your definition of made yeah, it. I mean, right, right. I, I, he squeaked by. Well, JT and I, I mean, we both did a, you know, like, we did whatever we did, but, like, we don't have DVs, you know, twenty million in the bank or whatever. I don't have right? blue black. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, I got a, a busted up body. DVs. JT's got Le Hotel right now <laughs> in Chicago. I've got wet jet lag. That's all I got. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Not like I traded for anything, but it's right. not like uh, if you if you're a NFL player and you sucked, you rode the bench the whole time. You're still a millionaire, right? At least you know what I mean. Yeah. There's a lot I'll of guys. The, <laughs> the the number of families that are sacrificing their kids' future and their future by mortgaging everything they have is staggering. It scares me. Yeah, absolutely. It, it is really scary. For no reward, you know. Like, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Small, it's scary. You know? I, I think they they feel that there's this, uh, you know, pot of gold at the end of the rainbow that they're all going to get. And there's just not that's the goal is gone what if, right now. All right, DV, what if your boy just gravitated towards it? He loved it. It's like I want to ride, Dad. Come on, let me ride. And yeah. he wanted to do it. You'd probably you'd probably then like let him go that yeah. direction, right? He had a bike. I bought him a JR50 Suzuki when he was a small, like four or five. Yamaha didn't handle good PW. <laughs> I couldn't find one. Hey, hey, that was a good one. Great radio. <laughs> hey. No, because you know what? I bought it on Craigslist. I didn't even brand new. Yeah. I, I bought it on Craigslist for 400 bucks, and I couldn't find a PW50. You don't have to explain that. It's yeah, just I, a joke. Yeah, that was a great joke. Got headshake. Got headshake. Spit you off in the honest, <laughs> honest times. I'm, I'm, you know, and I took him riding every time. I said, Daddy, I want to ride. I took him. I took him five times or six times, and that's it. And then he goes in the garage, passes that bike every day. He used to when he had it, and never said anything. You know, I'm not the one saying, "Hey, let's go ride." You know, sometimes I did. Oh, you want to ride your bike and stuff? 
Uh, no, I'd rather play basketball or soccer or whatever. So I never pushed him. I was pushed way too much when I was a kid. I didn't want to ride. I didn't want to race. And I hated it. I hated on Saturday I go ride when my friends were going play and stuff. So, you know, he's great at soccer. He's great at basketball. He's, you know, okay at school. Just keep going this way. And, you know, we'll see. We'll see. And I would love my kids to to ride as a hobby. You know, like we yeah. can go when it's 12 and we can go to a vet track somewhere and ride together. That'd be fun, you know. Yeah. I like this, but no, not the racing part. The racing part, sucks. It's That's what's weird. Like, I'm trying to figure out what my kids want to do. Like, I'm getting there in gymnastics. They do swim team. They play tennis. They do all this stuff. And, like, really, they haven't really, really gravitated towards anything yet. And I'm just, like, wondering how hard to push them. Because, like you said, my dad kind of pushed me into racing. I didn't really want to do it. Yeah, I hated it. Yeah. I was, yeah, me too. I was the same way. So, like, how hard do you push your <laughs> kids? She's like, me too. So, no, all three of you. Right? And I did too. I hated Every it. Everyone was my, hated my, it. My dad pushed me hard, yeah. Well, so it wasn't – well, all the fun went out of it. Yeah. What's the right amount of pushing before you're that so, crazy dad? Yeah, there was – all the fun got, got taken away when there was so much pressure put on you all the time. My, <laughs> he's on a he's on a sixty, not fast enough. Pull in. <laughs> Too slow. Too slow. Seriously, yeah. my dad. Too slow. Pull off. Uh, my dad will my, will make Tony Alice look like a super cool dad. Yeah, your dad was gnarly. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. DDA. Yeah. What's his name? It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. All right. Next question. All right. Um, Doug Derby wants to know. Uh, he says with Hill's performance this last weekend, he did pretty well. He did. Do you think he will be able to get back to where he was? We, pre- we, we covered that. Yeah, where, uh, he did. where were we you? Were you taking a nap in your truck? I must have been, yeah. We talked about <laughs> that earlier. No. All right, I'm sorry. Next. Never mind. Um, nah, we'll call that good. Wow. wow. Wrap it up. All right, that has been the BTOsports.com Tweet It Tits segment. That's it? That's These, uh, hey. Use the code PULPAMEX to save yourself big money at BTOsports.com. BTOsports.com, a big part of everything PULPAMEX does. And thanks to those guys for doing it. Um, what do you want to – okay, yeah, we got time. Let's do some emails. Emails? We got voicemails. We got emails. We got tear-offs. I want to win tear-offs. Great radio, bro. <laughs> no, here's here. What were you wanting to talk about earlier? Yeah, no, we'll get to the emails in a second. Okay, here, I had this uh, about teams and stuff. I had this uh, written last show for you two idiots, and I forgot, or I didn't. We didn't get to it. And JT, I certainly want your opinion as well. Although JT and I have had talked talked about this a lot, but both you guys, former racers, uh, both you guys, former team managers of of good pros. Now, uh, this past weekend, uh, uh, someone from Star Racing uh, stopped Jason Wygant. Not happy with myself and Wygant uh, talking about their team, saying it's hard to get sponsors because uh, we're talking crap on their team and their results haven't been that good. They've let a lot of riders go over the years. I don't uh, even know who's on Star Racing right now. I, like, I Jeremy Martin uh, on the East, you Cooper broke. Webb for the Nationals, and Kyle Cunningham on the we- on the West. So here, here's my question. Did I'm you not, see here, a Martin's crash in Houston in the Wolves? Mm-mm. Like slow-mo? Yep. And he broke his, his arm? Off topic, bro. Okay. It's so, not racing. It's not, it's not off topic. Okay, Here, go. Here's my question. Um, what are they doing wrong? What or what, and I don't want to make star racing the, vocal, the focal point here, what do a lot of teams do wrong? What, what did you two guys believe in as managers at running your programs um, 
obviously Bobby Reagan over there has got a big hand in things. Uh, uh, you know, WBR Racing, Brad Williams has come and gone. There's a lot of teams that come and go without results. But paying you first, what what do you believe in as a team manager? What do you do to have a solid team? If well, a billionaire came to you tomorrow and said, hey, stop rescuing cats and trees. I want you to run my race team. Well, what do you do? I say no, okay, first well, of all. But um, Thanks. But what do you do? Hypothetically. Yeah. What um, makes a good team? I think fundamentally, first of all, there has to be a purpose for your team. You have to be promoting something. I've said this before. Um, mm-hmm. Whether it's a factory team that's trying to sell bikes or, or brand, you know, image branding a, a product. Mm-hmm. Um, for Troy Lee, it's selling gear. For Geico, it's factory connection or whatever the hell it is, you know. Each team, Pro Circuit, selling Pro Circuit products. You've got to have something you're pushing. So there's a reason for you to continue spending your money and calling it marketing because most of the time it's a losing mm-hmm. proposition. Right. Um, beyond that, you've got to have the right equipment. So I have never ridden a star bike. I have no idea. I know that bike's a little antiquated, but still capable yeah, for sure. Yeah, they pulled a lot of hole shots with it and stuff. Still yeah. capable for sure. I don't know who's doing their bikes. I don't know, you know. Um, I know in Supercross, I, st- I wouldn't want to have a carburetor still, for sure. Mm-hmm. That is a disadvantage. I don't care who you are, what anybody says with an orange helmet. Um, <laughs> so you you got to have the right performance, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that, and then you got to pick the right guys. And I think Star's made some good choices in the past, but you've said, you know, where they don't stick with a guy long enough. I think Cooper Webb could be a really big yeah. um, hit for those guys if they do it right. And some of it's staffing. I mean, your staff makes the team. You know, you you can't have these great riders and then hillbilly mechanics who, you know, don't know what the hell to do, you know, yeah. don't have nothing to offer the kid who's coming in. You know, they need a, a good, solid bunch of guys. Like, that's something Hart and Huntington, I thought, did a really good job. It's getting Berluti and getting, you know, guys that they stole from Pro Circuit and good, experienced mechanics who um, know how to make the bikes better, mm-hmm. know how everything works, you know, know how things should be. So, yeah, equipment, staff, um, picking the riders right, and then... How do you deal with the riders? How do you deal with them? Do you, do you yell? Do you scream? Do you put no, pressure on them? No, I think do it's you... different for each rider. I yeah, think you, you have to find work their, with them. Yeah. Their, their point. Um, some of them, you know, some guys work best when they're being screamed at or put a lot of pressure on them. Others are, you know, you break them down. Yeah. You've got to kind of figure out what they need. Uh, each one needs different things. Some guys want to be left alone. They got, and if they have a program that's working... Cool. Like Will Hahn, when but he wrote for us, I left pro- him alone. He had his what's, deal. What's a program that's working? Well, Video like, photos? Okay. Uh, it's working? So, I, so I hate uh, that's, that's one thing I hate about this sport is that, oh, my program is working. I'm doing my own thing. The guy is between 5th and 10th the last 10 years. I'm like, it's not fucking working. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, you got you to, you know, you have to watch and, and decide if you, you know, think it what, is or not. But yeah, like for, for Will Hahn, when he rode for us, he has this trainer named Sandy that builds his, his, his workouts, his ride, I mean, everything. And I, you know, he showed it to me, and I mean, it was pretty, looked pretty damn good. And I mm-hmm. go to the track and watch, and he's riding great, and they're doing lap times. He's doing everything that I thought he should have. And I'm like, all right, well, cool, you know, all like. Right. I'm I'm not going to step in and interfere. We had a guy that was training most of our riders, Charles Dow, and I and I asked him to come down and try it once. He did. He was like, you know, I just kind of like what I've got going. I said, okay, I'll give you enough rope to hang yourself. Like if you start sucking, we'll, we're going to start making you 
kind of do what we think you need to do to improve. But he went out and did great. He was on the box almost every weekend that year uh, in Supercross. Yeah. You know, and um, other guys were like, dude, I don't, blows. I don't know what to do. I mean, he had no idea. So we had to completely. <laughs> he just wants to date Miss Supercross. He's, that's really and he did a great job of that. He right. actually did excellent. Yeah. Um, that part was covered. That part was covered. But, you know, so you, you just deal with different guys based on what they need and yeah. however you feel like you can help them. What about DUDV? What, what, what do you believe in as a manager? How do you set up a team? How do you, what, do you, what do you have to have to have a strong program? Chef, uh, you need money. That's what I need. <laughs> yeah. You need money. Yeah, you need to have the best guys and you know the best bikes. But you know when you a team manager of a private team is tough. You know I think you need somebody that's knowledgeable, um, has authority, and actually riders that listen. You know like um, past experience. If they don't listen, do you, di- do you do you say see you later? I mean, if the kid's got talent, I mean, if, yeah. if you pay me, give him a ride. You spend two hundred and fifty grand just to bring him to thirty races a year. Mm-hmm. You pay him is you know, it costs two hundred and fifty grand per rider for a for four fifty rider mm-hmm. to do thirty races for a team like Moto Concept something. You know, you have something to say. You know, like if you tell the guy you eight o'clock you at the shop and you go for like a 10k uh, uh, run you do it you know if what do you want me to say you know it's kind of like I think uh, in my experience with Moto Concepts this one year um, I worked really well with um, Chisholm you know like I kind of like was doing his training program and um, writing and I think we have to find in a team. We have to find some somebody that's gonna make the rider better. You know, like mm-hmm. riding faster, uh, better <laughs> technique. It's all about quality. You know, I think um, the rest is kind of for me. It's a little overrated. You know, like put m- more importance on material and teams and and crew. That's really important. But we need to the guy to go fast. You know, and there's not too many guys that know that to make a, a guy fast. There's, there's guys that know how to make them go longer, mm-hmm. you know, as training. But when you take somebody that's top 10 and you want to put him on a podium, you can go like for like three hours bike ride every day. You won't go faster. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to say. Right, so right. that's what I'm, you know. And, and something that's another thing I was going to say. Not that it's necessary. Um, but I think it really helps to have a team manager who is a former racer. Right. Um, and they have that in Ryan Morris. Working yeah, they do know. now. Yep. They do now, but they haven't. No. I mean, uh, Bobby Doug, Regan. Doug Chapinski, and Alan, the Brown, other guy? Alan Brown, uh, Brad. Brad. Yep. You know, none of those guys raced. So, or if they did, it was so right. long ago. You know what I mean? You, you got to have someone that the riders will at least respect a little bit right. enough to go, hey, man. That guy's done it. I did it. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. I, I at least got to hear. So until right. you get past that point, better open your ears and listen. You know? uh, what do you think, JT? You've been on a lot of teams. Uh, a lot of teams still owe you money. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Gift calls. I really haven't heard anything that I disagree with. Right. To be right. With you. Yep. Um, all that kind of stuff uh, if you ran a team. It's... And you don't want yeah, to run just, a team. Uh, I, I agree with what DV said. I agree with what Ping said. Um, I definitely agree with what DV was saying. There's. You know, you can train all you want and get as strong and fit and all that as you want, but that's, you know, it's it's mm-hmm. still riding a motorcycle. We're not racing bicycles, so. Right. 
tech, technique and and writing skill and practicing the right way is more that trumps all. Right. Yeah, not, you know. And in, in a perfect world, if you had a boatload of money, you would go out and find, you know. I say someone like, and you had a tanning machine, also. <laughs> you could you could have everyone with a great tan on the team. Yeah. But I mean, you go out and find a coach and and have somebody like Tortelli mm-hmm. or like DV or, you know, Preston, Preston, and Kenny. say, look, you're just handling our team guys, and and I want you out with them every day. Yep. But it's like so much crap falls on the team. We've talked about this before, you yeah. know, whether it's entry fees or it's this and that. I mean it. At some point, you got to draw a line and go, look, would, we're paying you a salary. That's going to have to be up to you. Go yeah, find your yeah. own coach. You know. I always feel, find it weird in our sport. We hire some kids and just say, see you on the weekend. Or, yeah. you know, very – That's, that's, that's a long-going argument. Yeah. That's a, what's wrong about it. You know, Gibbs tried, Gibbs tried a football team approach. And, you know, at, at the top 450 level, those guys just revolted. You yeah, know? but I think this approach is actually very good. They do not have the people – Qualified to do it. The guy was a football training coach. Yeah. Like, tackle that dummy, you <laughs> son of a bitch! Go, go, go! Drop and give me twenty. <laughs> you know, like, right. you know, yeah. you need somebody that that knows. You know, I I think I really love this approach. You know, checklist of what we have to do today. Like, you know, yeah, that's actually like what we were doing. You know, like when I was <laughs> sending mechanics, I'm like, dude, sorry, Ted. He needs to do like, you know. Yeah. The, the motos, I want to see lap times when you come back to the shop. The 20 laps, I want to see lap times. And, and, yeah, well, and that's everything. how they did it. Mm. You know, so I, I like this approach, but you need, like, the right people to do it. But it's like Hanny like, didn't fit well with that. Hanny didn't work well with that whole. It's like when Ricky, and I think it started when Ricky had Johnny O jump in and help him. Because before that, riders like Rick Johnson or Wardy, those mm. guys from back then, they didn't help anyone. They didn't go out with Jeremy or go yeah, out yeah, with yeah. Emig. Yeah. You know what I mean? There was none of that. No. And then when Johnny started with Ricky, then you started to see more and more of it. You mm-hmm. know, and I think that who else is qualified? You know what I mean? You've got to find a guy who's just retired and then pick his brain and say, "Hey, give me yeah. all the information you can to help me get to where you got." You know, and then I can maybe take it even further. Well, it's I, think, I think that's. I think Ezra has helped Davy a lot in that that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's underrated, JT. You're right. I think it's that very hasn't, that hasn't been talked about enough. Yeah, what, Ezra, even Ezra's role? Yeah, Ezra's role in that whole thing. Yeah, but to well, hire I think, a guy, I think there was a, they had a lot in common. They had kind of uh, you know not broken childhoods, but there was a lot of drama behind the scenes going on with right. both of them. Right. Uh, both of them had tons of talent. You know, they both were very very similar in their careers, where tons of talent, tons of speed, but really couldn't ever find the the whole package. So I'm sure Ezra has a lot of hindsight now and. Can kind of steer, you know. You always you always understand things better once you're removed from it. Yeah. Um, so, but, right. but who pays that? Like, I'm sure Davey's paying him a little bit, but yeah. Yogi's probably okay off. He doesn't need a big, huge salary. Some of these guys are like, well, if you want me to work there, I mean, I need to make a hundred grand. Who's paying that? Yeah. You gonna put another hundred no, grand it, on a race team now to, it's, you know? It's but it's funny because there's people that call and wants maybe me to help and stuff, and I would go like for just to try it for a couple of days and you know you try to you know work with somebody tell them what to do and hey you should do this right here but they say i know it's i like it my way better you know like i know i never done that and i don't like it and i'm like dude you just called me to help you <laughs> you yeah. basically suck you, you want me to help you and then when i help you you say no 
So it doesn't work right. that way. You know what I guess? Not everybody will listen. Yeah. It's kind of uh, tough. All right. Let, 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 let's take our last commercial break of the night here on the Pulp Mix show. Uh, JT, you going to hang in there, or are you going to just hang the phone up and put it down when we call you back? Uh, you tell me, bro. Are you in Chicago, bud? Just go, I just am. go ahead and are you lay staying the phone at the down w? and I'll text you. That's what he was doing. When am I we, staying at the W? No, when I, when I don't have him. LeBlanc. I was at the W a couple of weeks ago. That was, when, I bet cool. you were. When we tried to call <laughs> him. A, and he, that was a good one. A few weeks ago, he was just picking uh. the phone up and putting it back down when oh. we thought he was dead. I'm sleeping in the back of my pickup truck. Oh. Yeah. Like Ted. <laughs> oh, you're full Taurus? Well done. <laughs> All right. Uh, JT, we'll hit you back. Thanks, bud. All right, see you. Uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars. Who's crushing a water bottle? Not me. It's Tits. I think that's your dog. I think it is your dog. NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bar, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, and Black Ops Moto. We will be right Black back Ops. with uh, Tits versus Pookie Moto Knowledge. Right. NFAB Bang and Bar segment, X-Brand Goggles Tear-Offs. Voicemails. Voicemails, emails. we got a lot to do tonight. Tits, you better buckle in. Let's get it on. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey design for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I have ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, Visit them on the web at flyracing.com. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and blighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All and fab products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? 
The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a -a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Pulpamec Show. And uh, one of our sponsors, Race Tech, is on board with us and we're pumped to have them. Did you know that I was a mechanic for a long, long time? You did? Have I talked about it? Summercross? Mount Morris 2000? Anyways... Don't do what I did, which was becoming a mechanic and not knowing anything and trying to learn. No, no, no. Our friends at Racetech have made it easy for you to step right into the field of being a professional mechanic, a professional suspension tuner, anything you want. There's more and more teams all the time in the pits, and they need people like that. They don't need people like me back in the day. They need people like you that take a Racetech class taught by Paul Feed himself. If you're a dad or a do-it-yourself or looking for your knowledge to be your own suspension tuner, this is perfect. It's taught by Paul Feed. 30 years of experience in suspension tuning. He'll show you the black art of suspension. Don't listen to me. Listen to Paul Feed. He's got these seminars. He's been doing them for a long, long time. And if you listen to my podcast I did with him on Racer X, check the archive. You can hear it for yourself. Paul's a smart guy. And his classes, his seminars will help you become a much smarter person, and therefore be able to get a better job than the one I had, where I was on the floor of a box van for years and years. So please, check them out. Their classes each spring and fall at Racetech headquarters in Corona, California. Log on to Racetech.com or give them a call at 951-279-6655. Get smart. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Showy hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Joey's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local Showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, 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 Showy. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 
38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Drop the sound of acceleration. Influenced by riders, racers, and outdoor enthusiasts on the tracks and trails of Colorado, the revolutionary Brop formula was created as a solution to energize with clean and natural foods. The Brop Nutrition Bar is a superior food that delivers energy-infused nutrients and protein to meet the demands of today's toughest athletes. Used by top racers like Kevin Windham, David Pingree, Jimmy Albertson, and many more, Brop Nutrition Bars use high-quality natural ingredients no preservatives and are gluten and soy free available in four delicious flavors honey graham chocolate chip cranberry and blueberry order now by going to www.bropbar.com or call toll free at 1-855-8-BROP today mention pop mx and receive free shipping on your first order of two or more boxes like us on facebook or follow us on twitter at prop nutrition now prop nutrition bars accelerate your body and mind Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Get ready, America, because WUSA is your number one source for quality wheel sets in America. WUSA offers all the top brands that you and the world's best racers know and trust, like Reed, Dungey, Millsaps, Tickle, Sealy, Short, and more. All rely on Trust WUSA, because all our wheels are built right in our shop in Orange, California. And if you want it custom-made for your bike, like the world's best freestyle riders, Renner, Deegan, Adams, Madison, Mason, Sherwood, and others, you can choose different spoke and nipple colors for a completely custom look that'll dazzle you. Off-road riding, WUSA can build you wheels for the absolute toughest of conditions. And W also offers DID and Excel rims, along with OEM replacement spoke and nipple kits for your stock hubs. Need brakes? W offers the industry's best oversized and standard brake kits from Galfer and Brembo. Just see your local dealer or visit us at WUSA.com. Hey, you can also download the most current W catalog from the iTunes App Store. WUSA, D-U-B-Y-A, USA. It doesn't get any better than us.
Welcome back. Paul Bam Mac Show. I can see like a... McGrath doing a knack knack yeah, yeah. from a two right now. Yeah, good song. Right now, Better knack knack right now. Knack knack right, yeah, yeah. right yeah, now. Yeah, there you go. Um, hey, uh, let's read some emails. Uh, brought to you by Racetech, Racetech.com. Since 1984, Racetech is the largest world world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. They've uh, brought you gold valves. They brought you industry leader uh, in the springs and uh, G3S custom series shocks manufactured in the USA. Uh, they've offered offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits or send yourself to suspension pros to do the work for you. Ben LeMay uses Racetech suspension. They're the choice of many, many privateers out there. And uh, Racetech.com is on board with us. Thank you uh, to have Racetech, the guys there. Uh, JT is back from Chicago. He is uh, in Chicago right now, chilling. Let's um, get to some emails here. Uh, Andy, why, why, why do you continue to put this guy on the show? He is not entertaining at all. He comes on and acts like a complete dickhead. It is seriously annoying. We tune in to hear about racing, the riders, teams, and get the scoop. Listening to Kenny rant and rave and verbally attack others makes me want to find something better to do with my time than listen to the show. Uh, Jeff, K-Dub is a chicken shit MF, and he stepped around the question of why he ended his participation on your show, Seven Ways of Sunday. It is called Cover Your Ass. He got his ass off the show because he is in, he knew goddamn well he would make no qu- he would make a questionable comment, and then his ass would be on the chopping block. Ring-a-ding-ding. Ping is way better, and because he has no affiliation with teams and sponsors, he is way more open. Uh, I'm 24 minutes and 28 seconds into last night's episode, right after the Eli Tomac, and I'm already sick of Kenny. He's like that super negative person in your life that one day you wake up and realize you need to get rid of because their negativity is infectious and he, no one needs it anymore. Seriously, that ship has sailed. I'm over him. I appreciate the contribution he made to the show. He was funny. had great stories. But at this point, I'd rather hear from Ping and JT and Villaman and Nick Way. Another Kenny appearance? Thanks, but no thanks from Ryan. Hang uh, yourself. To be fair, uh, I did get someone on Twitter who said, Kenny, you are my life coach. <laughs> so I don't want to just be all negative. Hey, I got something on, on uh, camera. It's Ping looking at 2014 YZF 450. Uh, Steve, do you think after Josh Hill's eighth place finish this weekend that RCH made a good decision choosing him over Chisholm? In the offseason, Chisholm tweeted that he thinks he got screwed because Hill was picked and he believed he was faster. The point was stated again by his wife, Brittany, on your show eight weeks ago. Even though you are friends with Kyle and his wife and picked him to be your surprise rider of the year and end up with a podium finish, can you admit that RCH made a good decision in picking Josh Hill? And you admitting this might mend some fences with Hill after your preseason interview with him, where you badgered him into trying to admit that Chisholm was faster, even though the track conditions were completely different when they were timed. And maybe we'll come back on the show, because shortening the list of top riders will not do your show, certainly will not do do your show, certainly will not hurt. Chisholm out being for the remainder of the season, Hill getting stronger. Uh, After 13 races, Kyle has two DNQs and Josh has one DNQ. Kyle's best finish, 13th. Josh's best finish, 8th. Kyle's best finish in six main events was 14.7. And Bill says Josh's average finish in the seven main events was 13.9. Bill, um, where were you for the last 10 weeks emailing me when Hill wasn't doing so good? At all. Uh, great ride this weekend for 8th. Uh, Josh needs to do a lot more to, to prove that he's back, but he rode great. And Chisholm... Had a terrible year, even before he got hurt. He wasn't riding very well. Um, 
So I guess they look they look better going with Hill, right? P. Hey. I mean, in the grand yeah. scheme of things, I suppose at this point, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, how, how did Chiz hurt his ankle again? Obviously, it was in a crash, but what was it? Do you remember? Uh, Gerke, uh landed on him, jumped un- into him, and okay. then yeah. How does that mean? How does that matter? The reason why is I was going to pose a question of if Chiz was on the RCH bike. If I didn't remember if it was a mechanical or something oh, like no, no, that. No, no, if no. Um, yeah. what do you think, JT? Bill here. Bill here uh, conveniently used Josh's best race to shove it in my face, but. Uh, I think both of them, the way their season were going, it was pretty much a wash yeah. up until this weekend. And really, an eighth isn't isn't you know. I mean, an eighth at one race. Now, if he can get keep going in the top ten, let, let's yeah. Know. Especially for somebody that won a race before. You know? Um, you know I mean? but, but yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think that's really a you know an end all argument point Bill's, just this weekend. Bill's 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 wrong though. I hate this. Kenny said this on the show, and Josh was super pissed at me. Uh. After your preseason interview where, with him where you badgered him badgered into him. trying to admit that Chisholm was faster. Kenny told me Chisholm was faster, but the track was different. And all I was trying to do in the interview, but most people are too fucking uneducated to understand <laughs> this. All I was saying in the interview was that I was trying to pump up RCH. Like, hey, Josh, these guys have given you a ride for a couple years. You've done nothing. And even though Chisholm was faster than you due to injury... Even though Chisholm was faster than you, which he was, according to Kenny, although the track was different, he was faster in track conditions. I wanted him to give it up for the RCH team, but I was posing the question so he could be like, man, Watson and Hart are just great guys. I can't I can't thank them enough. What a stand-up team. Most teams in the pits would have thrown, you know, thrown in the towel on me, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's what I was trying to get. But people are too fucking stupid to understand that I was setting it up to make the team look like a hero. Including Bill here. Badgered him into admitting it. Yeah, I'm going to interview a guy for Racer X. I'm going to call a guy who just got a ride and say, hey, man, you're, you're lucky to get that. Let's you talk about your lucky per- Let's talk about your lucky ride you got. I was trying, and Fuckface Watson wasn't getting it either, on the phone when I was yelling at him. I was trying to pump up the RCH program. You're getting hangry. Just relax a little bit. Yeah, you better calm down. Okay. We don't need you to stroke out on us tonight. <laughs> I'm just saying. Do you get what I'm saying? JT. Steve. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? Great radio, bro. <laughs> if, you get upset with, if you get upset with people tweet you, you're going to be upset a lot. Nah, this was a letter. This was an email. A letter. Yeah, okay. Either way. Uh, same thing. Before we get to the tits at uh, Pookie segment, let's get to Joel on the phone. Joel, what's up? Hey man, uh, just wanted to get y'all thinking. Um, Joel, Joel, I was what just do y'all trying think about the manufacturers Joel. and how they're promoting. Joel, I was just trying to get RCH some press and some love in that interview. That's it. I don't think he cares. All right, Joel, what's your question? Hey, I was wondering uh, what y'all thinking on how the manufacturers are promoting the sport of motocross through advertising during the supercross races and that sort of thing uh what do y'all think about the ads and then i had an idea about when they interview the riders after the race why don't they show the bike they're riding or or show the production model that's available for the public to buy Uh, i like the segment that they did on uh the suspension with uh, Brayton's bike, 
at the Houston Supercross race. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was really good. It was probably a lot of, over the head of a, most of the public, but uh, I really liked it. What do you think, Ping? I don't feel like they go technically enough. Like I don't. I hate NASCAR, but I watch it every now and then. Uh, the short track stuff, the road courses, I watch. And they got that crew chief Larry McReynolds in there, and he and he like full on. You know, they cut a car in half, and he goes around the car, and he's like, this is what they're doing when they're going in and out on the on the camber, and this is what the tires are doing in suspension. And I find it always interesting. And I think in our sport, like Emig and Wyndham and Ricky and Ralph, they don't know anything about the way those bikes are working, traction control, uh, GPS uh, stuff, uh, you know, the latest in suspension. They don't have anybody that knows anything about that. If you're a gearhead... You might you might stop and watch Supercross if you catch some segment where they're really talking about the latest technology. Well, it, it wouldn't be hard. Throw to Aaron, have her be in the pits <laughs> with one of the JGR guys, <laughs> and say, "Look at my tits." No, don't say that. I don't like say, that green striped shirt she wore. No, you just say, "Hey, you know, take us through. What would you guys change in setup if something wasn't working? You know, here's yeah. here's our options. We right. can." Change the rider's sag level by turning this. We can drop the forks up and down on the triple clamps. We can. And they do. We've got some this adjust. You know, I don't know. You, you can talk about a little, a little of that. But I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say is, that are they trying to sell bikes on Monday? Why don't they, sh- you know, show the production model of what won tonight or what run the heat race or this, that, and another? I know it mm-hmm. probably maybe, uh, well, you know, I, you're going to see a lot of the kegs 450, but. Um, I know they 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 certainly want to help the manufacturers, but Feld's primary concern is butts in the seats and advertising dollars. Yeah. Their primary concern isn't how many bikes can we sell for Honda today. So you got to keep in mind, you know, that's Feld's show. So they're going to try to make entertaining television and promote their series. That's their right. goal. It's yeah. not helping Honda and Yamaha and Kawasaki sell bikes, really. Um, Indirectly, I'm sure they that, that helps because that's... Well, if, 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 uh, um, uh, Joel, if one of the OEMs gives Feld a lot of money, they can get on there and sell some bikes. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I, I just... I would love it, you know, where they're interviewing the riders now after the race. Mm-hmm. If they were standing beside their bike. Uh, they showed the bike. You know, they're they're losing a lot of screen time that they could be interjecting the bike and, uh, you know, follow it up with a commercial, you know. Yeah, well, uh, um, yeah, duly noted. Uh, thanks, man. Thank you. Hi, right, man. Appreciate right, it. See ya. Uh, they tried to do that with JT one time, but then they couldn't see JT. Yeah. He's on the other side Behind of the bike. The bike yeah. yeah. That's, that's a size <laughs> joke because he's short. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I get it. I don't think it's funny. Well, Listen, he wouldn't agree with what I was saying. I, uh, that guy, if he he thinks the manufacturers are putting together a TV show. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. Not. I hate to break it to him about how like it's a monster is putting together that TV yeah, show. Yeah, it's a three-hour <laughs> commercial basically. Right. And, uh, if you leave it up to the manufacturers, they're gonna go and say that you know they have like a 499 cc engine or something like that. Yeah. So, uh, lighting candles is big. <laughs> Light the candles, bro. <laughs> All right, it's that time again. The tits versus Pookie. Uh, moto contest. JT, I know you love this segment. This is one of your favorites. It is. It should be. It never go away. I tried to cancel it today on Twitter. You got very upset. Um, we need an intro this for this. This is new. I haven't, oh, you haven't I, seen this? I haven't this? seen this yet. This little well, square. We, uh, I'm up three to one so far. We've done it four times. We. I asked some questions. Very simple, basic questions. They have a limited amount of time to answer. 
I'd like to see him get down to their underwear and just tussle for a bit first. Ah! Get worked into like a little sweat. No, I don't, don't want to see tits in no? underwear. All right. uh, oh, and I'm French. On, and I'm French. Um, <laughs> did we talk about Mojo's uh, sweatshirt that Fuki's wearing? No, we didn't. <laughs> we need um, to post that. So, yeah, we did this thing where we tested tits moto knowledge. Yeah. Eh, we just kind of gave up on that. Uh, it wasn't working out so hey, well. Tits, tits doesn't away. know whose number six is. Come on. <laughs> yeah. But he was looking at hey, this number six on the last, bottom, but he la, wouldn't get that here, one either. A, here's an example. Last week, I, I, I asked these guys to name three former mechanics. Tits didn't get Berluti. Current mechanics. <laughs> Current mechanics. Uh, I asked uh, these, these two to name uh, some Canadian riders, and she named Brett Metcalf. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant racing in Canada. That's why I said Metcalf. This is the kind of stuff we're doing. Screw you, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. F you, dude. Whatever, there it is. All right. Are we ready? Let's you're do up it. three to one. I feel like your guys' friendship is being affected by this contest. It is. And then, because he he's pissed. He's pissed. So then, when you he's post one of your tirades right. on um, on Twitter, then he responds. He has to post and then, me back. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> that has nothing to do all, it. It all with boils down to this contest. All right. oh, can, I, can I ask something? Yep. yep. Is 31 Surat, right? Yeah. Wood Surat? Yeah. You didn't know that. I told. I had to tell you that yeah. last time you were here. Okay, here we go. Five questions. Uh, the best out of five. Uh, you guys have 15 seconds to write the answers. Do not show your answers until I, won't. I tell you the time is up. Um, 15 seconds. Maybe I'll give you 20 for this one because it's a little longer. 20 seconds. Uh, name three current riders and their mechanics right now racing. Right now. Three current riders and their mechanics. So a, a double team. Let's say a triple team. Uh not in the past. They have to be racing right now. You can't name Ping and um, Kenny Germain or anything like that. Uh, all right, time. Okay, uh, what do we got? Tubuki. CR22. I can't. Your thing. And Lars, RV, and Williamson. Tickle and Baluti. Very good. Yes. All right, what do we got? Tits. I really had time to write two. I, <laughs> I, I, I got Dungey and Carlos and then uh, RV and Williamson. Still didn't get Baluti. <laughs> it was still. Did you write out their whole names? Yep. I got well, enough, bro. <laughs> Great radio, okay. bro. All right. <laughs> this past weekend in uh, Houston, four four KTM riders made the 450 main oh, event. Geez. Who are they? Four KTM riders. Made Come the 450 on. main event? Is that what you said? Yep. Four of them. I don't even know. Four riders. So almost 25% of the field was on the orange bike. Pookie, you are not even riding. That's 20% of the field. I right? thought you were going to... You are not even riding. Time. All right. What do we got? Pookie. Stop, time. Pookie. Medi. Oh, I know Metcalf. who it is. I know who it is. Metcalf. Who's Medi? And 29. And Short. Andrew Short. Okay, you oh, got... Shorty. <laughs> totally forgot about that. What? <laughs> JT, yeah, help totally me. forgot about help that. Help me, JT. I only got Shorty. What, what did do you got, get? Tits? I got Dungey and Gurky. Oh, Dungey. Ah. Les Dungy? Smith, Andrew Short. Definitely wouldn't have got less than Yeah, that's, that was a tough one, though. Even I couldn't answer yeah, that one. Now I don't need three of them. The, no excuses oh, for I was missing say Shorty, Sipes. Though, I thought he got hurt in the main. Isn't Justin Sipes riding it? No, it's right, a Cowie. Cowie. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I got it wrong. Then. My wife said Metcalf. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that as a joke. All right. <laughs> All right. This past weekend, three NFAB Yamaha riders made it. What are their names? Three guys on the NFAB Yamaha team. Maybe, he has to plug uh, in Fabu. You know, that's, that was kind of like a... I had BTO Sports, too. Yeah. They make it possible for you two idiots to be here. <laughs>
And time. All right, who we got? Um, what do you got, Tits? I only got Blows and Canary. <laughs> I forget the Nicoletti, yes. the, 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 but that's the, Canari Nicoletti no, Blows. Nicoletti. That's a, that's not a good question because Pookie is under the semi everywhere she goes oh, to. Oh come on! That was an easy question for her. He knows I'm, who rides for that team. I'm, I'm putting for you, yeah. Tets. Nah, I I just Thanks. spaced. After you just <laughs> asked me to be your wife downstairs, I'll see how it is. Oh. You shouldn't say that. <laughs> Honestly, this contest is just, I mean, it's just pulling teeth. Okay. The guy, it's embarrassing the for Peter. Okay. I'm, I'm, actually, bad. I'm not embarrassed. I, okay. I don't feel bad for not knowing. In Houston, two okay. days ago. Two days ago. Who's the rider that filled in for Mitch Payton? 250 class. He, he needed a rider. He pulled, you know, he pulled it together. Who's the rider that filled in for Mitch Payton? All right, time. Pookie. Pookie. Tyler Bowers, very good. Is that right? Yes. Yes. And number 68, you're right. I, I was pretty confident. I with didn't Bowers. even know his number. Yeah, yeah. She guessed, so. No, but I didn't guess. no, she got it. No, you got oh, it. Really? You didn't I guess? I didn't know if he was a fill in, but I knew he was. Um, Pookie's up. Pookie's up. Yeah. She's got it one. It's five yeah, questions. That's it. She got, she's got three. You lost again. Peter, let, let me cutting ask your it. balls off, bro. Okay. Let me ask this last one. Sure. Which rider? In Houston, scored his career best or, or season best in the 450 main event. Season best finish in the 450 main event this past weekend. Time. It's easy. All CH. Shh. Come on, bro. <laughs> Time. Pookie, Pookie's got nothing. Canard. Canard. Made the podium. <laughs> this is Hill. Very good. But tits, you lose. Why? Because mm-hmm. it was 3-2. to two. Pookie got 3 I had right. already yeah. secured the victory. Right. Are you secured? She had already mentally checked out. <sighs> That's just painful. But Pookie's now up four to one. Yep. Great radio. Pookie's bro. now up four to one in this contest. <laughs> the best section of that radio show. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, you got voicemails and tear offs and oh, banging can, bars. Can we do and uh, fat banging bars segment? Can we do that? And we then can you sure get? Can. Um, can you get uh, Rich? See if you can get Rich on the phone. Yes. Uh, let's do that. We'll do X brand tear off segments. Right now, though, it's the NFAB Banging Bars segment. This Banging Bars brought to you by NFAB. NFAB Yamaha, good guys. Uh, Jeep and truck products and uh, NFAB.com team, Team Blos, Nicoletti, Canari. They design and manufacture the strongest, most durable, and best-looking Nerf bars available in the industry today, not for Ridgelines. At NFAB, they're committed to building a heavy-duty, high-end, high-quality tubular parts for all the latest trucks and SUVs. Ping, you know why you should support NFAB? Tell me why. Because they support the sport. I know. It's a good reason. And if you need a discount off your NFAB stuff, email us, and we're, we're not supposed to do it, but we'll pass you on a code to save some money. <laughs> so, uh, banging bars segment. Uh, any ideas? You guys? JT? Uh, no idea. I'm going to go with the um, Andrew Short Brock Tickle battle. That is the, uh, the fourth time they've been banging bars, and uh, Tickle ended up on the dirt. Uh, angry after the race, confronting JT. You were there, and, and you know, let's not let's not let's not give away too much. But did you see the crash, JT? See the move? I did not. No, I did uh, not. How angry were they after the race on a level of one to ten? Ten. It was that bad. Well, tickle was. So, if you're shorty, you're watching out this weekend in Minneapolis. Like this, uh, this could be. I don't, I don't know. They they left. They left the weekend 
in somewhat of a truce, but it was, <laughs> yeah, it was hot and cold. Like they were, they would calm down, and then somebody would say something they didn't like, and then they would be yelling it. You know what I mean? It, it was, it was not good for a little bit. Like I would not. I was waiting for Fist to fly at any second. Wow. But um, yeah, we'll see. That's awesome. Yeah. Who was I mean, there I think with right Tickle? now? Just they're Kenny, Kenny and Tickle. Okay. Yeah. Did Mark Johnson come over? I don't know who that is. Oh. RC? No, over? he, he RC did not. RC come over? Yeah. Uh, Watson was there. There was all kinds of people. Well, they were in our truck. Shorty was in their truck. Yeah. A lot of back wow. and forth. A lot of ins and outs. Very complicated case. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you ever go in anybody's truck DVD yell? Wyndham's truck? Did, were you, did you go into the truck no, to yell at no, him? I never went I to I went that. to DV's truck one time. Yeah. I got fined because of you for a thousand bucks, bro. Good. Should have been more. I could, yeah. I could be a thousand bucks richer today. Should have been more. Ping, uh, more than a thousand bucks? Did you go in the truck ever, yeah. Ping? I didn't do anything wrong. Should have been like a million. A million bucks? <laughs> Should have been a black. <laughs> He'd still have millions in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ping? Uh, Anybody? I don't know. I don't know. All right. um, yeah. Let's ask our next guest, Rich Taylor, X-Brand Goggles. What's up, Rich? Hey, what's going on? Did you ever did you, did you ever fist the cuffs in the pits with a rider? Did you ever come to blows with a rider? Oh, a uh, couple times. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't so much fist cuffs. It was more grab the face mask of their helmet and start rolling around on the ground and hope that somebody breaks it up before I get beat up or something like 90s that. 90s motocross, catch the fever, exactly. right? Back in the box fan days. Bet that Gabe Suzuki rider came to blows with a couple of riders. I threw Roderick Thane down Mount St. Helens one year. Did you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Were you teammates? No. Huh. You were teammates, right, at one point? Kitchen, maybe? Uh, no. No. We weren't. No, he left the year. He was. Yeah. I was on the team the first year, and then Roderick left. for. Roger Thane? Yeah. He was threatened for Suzuki. and I, or uh, No, he was. Roger Thane on a KTW. He was fast on a KTW. He got a factory Suzuki ride out of, uh, for that one year yeah. KTW. Number 32. Yeah, no. Um, RT, uh, thanks for coming on. Um, I, I was pumping this up earlier. Uh, X Brand goggles, super cool deal. Build your own goggle. Uh, you don't actually have to build it though. The X Brand World Headquarters builds it for you. Pick a goggle frame, a lens, a, a strap, a nose guard or not. You get a free pair, pack of tear offs and um, and a free clear lens. Pretty good deal. Yeah, you know, something something kind of cool and different. You know, all these uh. All the goggle companies out there, it's kind of tough for them to do it, but, you know, because we're still not as big as most of them. Unfortunately, uh, we have the capability of putting together what you want. So, uh, yeah, we're going for it. And how's it going? It's actually going really well. You know, I was surprised because, uh, you know, I just, uh, I don't know, I just didn't know how it would do, and, and we're, we're actually doing really well with it. It's pretty cool, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Do you still order it from the dealer, or how does that work? No, it's, 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 you know what, we just did a, a one-month deal um, for the month of April. It's on our website. Um, it's, it's a retail price deal. We upcharge just a little bit just to cover the guys I got to hire to build them. And, uh, and basically, you just put it together, man. If you want a pink strap with a purple frame and a red lens, I don't know, whatever you want, you, just, you, can, you can just be an individual and, and do it the way you want to. Uh, it's kind of cool. Uh, yeah. The the bad news is the the Pulp Show 13 code does not work. So. Yeah, but, there's no uh, you know, no discounts, but you know what? You've got a goggle nobody else has. How I about know. That? It's cool. So, it's bitching. Yeah. Uh, xbrand.com, ekbrand.com. 
and uh, the owner, Rich Taylor, on the phone with us right now. Rich, you ready to um, ready to do some X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs with us? Absolutely. All right, let's Get do it. it. Let's do this. You sponsor this segment, so. I have a question. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. All right. You got a question, JT? Yeah, I was going to say you should you should shave one of the Basset Hounds, mm-hmm. send a pound of hair to RT's house, and that could be one of the options. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, <laughs> love right here. Furry goggles. As a goggle? Uh, I don't yeah, like that at all. Yeah, it could be one all. of the options. Like red lens, pink strap, black frame. Right. You know, orange hair. hair. Dog hair. What's the matter, DV? Just roll the foam and hair. No, I, I hey. don't know if, if Pink knew about you planting uh, dog hair <laughs> on <laughs> goggles. Hey, everyone, that dog passed away, so don't you all feel good right now? Aww, yeah. yeah. Don't you all feel good right now? Tiff? That's funny. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Um, X-Brand Goggles, by the way, the goggle of choice for Michael Essie, who grabbed the whole shot this weekend. Clear vision the whole way. So suck Dude, it. all the way till he got... Past, I guess, huh? Well, yeah, he's got to work on that other 19 and a half, but right yeah. now he's got the... Dude, that, both those. He got the heat race, too. Just ripped those starts. Yeah, because he's seeing things clearer, Rich. <laughs> Did you guys trademark that's, that's that? Because I think you should. That's all you practice on. See the gate. Yeah. Clear vision. A little bit clear vision. Uh, I, we should trademark that. And that way, when yeah. Scott tries to steal it, right. he can sue him. Yeah, good, good job, tits. <laughs> Next time you're sleeping in your truck, draft up the papers. <laughs> okay. All right, let's go. These are uh, questions for DV, for everybody, or what Everyone. do we got? Rich, DV, Ping, and you. Who would you like to go first? What about JT? Nothing? Ooh. Give mine to JT. Okay. Uh, JT. And these are submitted by Corey Moser? Corey Moser. All right. All of them? Every single one of them was made by him. All right, you have 15 seconds, and we are enforcing this rule. We're enforcing it. Even if it's the boss? Like the AMA oh, yeah. way? No, Rich can go longer. <laughs> the, the AMA way? Or Protest the... it and you get your points back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the AMA way. We'll, we'll change it as we go. All right. <laughs> let's go, Ping. All right. Rich, you're, oh. this one's for you. Um, let's go, Ping. Rich. Let's go. All right. Corey Moser asks, you've done untold amounts of bike tests. I thought you were going to say untold amounts of cocaine. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which manufacturer has the best catering and hospitality? Uh, Honda. Wow, three seconds. Yeah. Sorry. Is Crippa still doing it? No, Crippa's not there anymore, believe it or not, all those years. Wow. Yeah. Out. yeah, really, huh? All Crippa right. had best turkey sandwiches. He'd cut the tomatoes just perfect. <laughs> and that review of that bike would be would, it would show, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, they got a couple extra spots just because of that. Yeah. <laughs> all right, DV. Corey Moser asks, should Yamaha continue to modify and try to improve the 450 no. or start over and spin the motor back around? There's nothing to do with the engine, so no. Why do we go there? Why do we poke the sleeping bear? The answer is no. It was, it was what should they do, and the answer was no. <laughs> well, it's the, the... <laughs> a good point. It's a good point, JT. Well, the end of it is, is kind of a yes or no, but, yeah, the first one definitely right. is not. All right, ping. Besides injuries, what kept Ben Townley from reaching his full potential? Uh, Can I say other injuries? Four point two. That's dumb. That's a dumb question. Thank you, Corey. Moser. It was injuries. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. He retired. But why you did he get injured? So did you shed a tear? What's the reason? Did you shed a tear, Ping? I didn't shed a tear. I, I was sad, like sad and happy. You know, I'm glad he's done getting hurt. Hopefully. All right. All right. 
<laughs> I think Gibby has a valid question. Do you know why? Like, what was it about his writing or whatever that why he kept getting injured? Why was he so injury prone? He wasn't on a Yamaha. I don't know. Good radio, bro. <laughs> you watch him ride. He's totally like smooth. He's in control. He doesn't look. He doesn't like ever look like he's pushing it out of control. And then there would just be like moments, you know, just lapses in concentration or last slap in Redbud that one year. Yeah, he, he would have. <laughs> he was never the same after the destinations on a, on Mitch's bike. Shoulder or head that started everything. Well, He's whatever. relatively healthy. Was that uh, what year was what? that? Oh, seven. Yeah. He knows everything. Don't you have that thing that you might. about this? Mm-hmm. I know everything. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe it was you know uh, effects of a head injury. I don't know, but it, I, I, you know, I talked to a few guys about it. Like um, David Bailey said, you know, he goes, I think he just thinks too much. He gets in his head and he he's you know he needs to just clear his head and ride his motorcycle, but. God, I mean, I don't know. He had the stupidest injuries. Like, before he was coming over, he hits neutral, slams his belly into the bars, doesn't even crash, and, like, grenades his guts. Split his colon. I mean, he had to have full gnarly surgery. Who does that? And he had a chest protector on it. It snuck, the bar snuck in, like, under the chest protector above his pants, you know, just that one little spot. All right. JT. Who is the most marketable rider that sells the most bikes, gear, products, etc.? Uh, I, I have no idea. I don't know. Jim Stewart. Those waffles that they gave you this weekend? Rather appropriate. I'm no, surprised. I don't, I don't know the the. Well, of course you don't. Numbers. Can we just how get do, your, how do you? Can we ask your opinion? How do you ever directly correlate that to sales? Can we get your opinion? Who is the most marketable guy out there? That sells gear, bikes, everything. Uh, I will say Chad Reed. I would agree. I was thinking the same thing. Not that anyone cares. I but. also agree. I also agree. <laughs> I think it's Tim Ferry. <laughs> Aw. Oh, right. I would say Wyndham sells a lot of gear. I don't think so. RT? I'm going with McGrath. You can't. Oh, ever? Well, I thought we were talking about at least. I'm talking about current. <laughs> current. How about, how about Bob Hanna? Rich just woke up from Washougal. Yeah. 96. Yeah, we in 2013, Rich. That's uh, all right. I think McGrath still sells more than any other <laughs> We're not in 96. What does he wear? I don't even know what he wears. DC. Thor? DC. DC. Oh, uh, DC. They don't even sell DC. Oh. ASF. Is it, was it AS? What was that thing? AST. AST. Sorry. Yeah, that worked out well. <laughs> um, all right. Rich, second question for you. Describe, if you can, how Michael Essie likes his goggles prepared. <laughs> Frame, lens, tear-offs. That's one for Mathis. Yeah, That's I, why I pay Mathis. Right. That was originally your question. Nope. This, no, nope, this is, is always for RT. Oh. That's why he says, if you can. Moser, he likes the Terminator lens outdoors. He likes uh, black frame, which Rich won't give him any right now, so he's very upset. And you know, you want to know the funny thing about that what? is originally the first year he rode for us, he wouldn't wear a back black frame. Oh, really? Why, That's shocking. Why wouldn't you give it to That's him? Shocking from we. I just Rich hasn't sent me enough. Oh, um, okay. He likes a nose guard all the time, mm-hmm. indoors and out. Mm-hmm. Only guy I think I've ever seen. He likes an extra pair of goggles. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Great. Terminator lands outdoors, nose piece all the time, black frame. And uh, 
Great. Dog hair. Tucked in. <laughs> a little bit. Dog David. hair on the left side. Villaman. Oh, what so. will be Jimmy Dakota's biggest challenge racing the GPs? Oh, I wanted to ask you this question. And what yeah. will be his best finish? Two parts. Um, best challenge is just to get used to... He's going to live in Belgium, I think, maybe. So sand, like super sandy. Maybe he's from the sand Jersey. part of, you know, you know sand. But sand over there is way different. 15 seconds. Know. Time. And then... Uh, I'm going to have to ask you to stop. Tom, top eight. Best, I think. Great. You think he does that well? <clears throat> top eight? Best, I said. Class is pretty weak, but... The class is weak with that under-23 thing, yeah. you know, like... It's terrible. Yeah, now you have rich JT kids. could podium right now, MX2. No, I couldn't. No. So I think, yeah, on a good day. The thing with Jimmy Ducatus, everybody likes it. It scrubs the crap out of a bike. But we don't know what he's worth or what he's, what did he do. Like, he doesn't have a lot of results to look at. Yeah, we got her. We don't know like what he's really worth you know, here in the U.S. So putting him in Europe, I have no idea. That was long, right. 15 seconds. It was a lot longer. Cat yeah, ping. but see the question? It's not like a yes or no. Or tell that's, me. That's part of the skill of answering it quickly. Yeah, ping does you it. Asked, you, they asked you how to fix a Yamaha, and you said no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. Uh, all right. Bike's fine. All right, ping. Rich I'm, doesn't think so. Rich doesn't think the bike's fine. He rides a lot of bikes. Rich Taylor. Go. Let's go. All right, Ping, I'm uh -huh. going to give you the names of three rookies, and I want you to tell me who has the best Supercross season so far. Okay, go. Zach Bell, Justin Hill, Jeremy Martin. Oh, my gosh. Can I say no to that? Can I just answer no? <laughs> no. No. Uh, no. Zach Bell. Next. What? No, come on. Yep. It's got to be Jeremy Martin. Jeremy Martin yep. made a podium. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he did? Yeah. Daytona. Come on, bro. Thanks for following the sport. Yeah. <laughs> did he really? Yeah. What were you doing that night? Netflix, bro. Netflix. I really don't care. <laughs> All right. I still think Zach Bell's got more airtime, literally <laughs> and figuratively. Okay. Jason, what rider do you consider a bargain who provides you the best bang for your buck in sponsor exposure? Oh, man. That's a good question. Vince uh, Freeze. He's always getting talked about. Is he wearing fly? No. No. Oh. O'Neal. Oh. <laughs> I thought surprise, he meant fly, surprise, too. Surprise, surprise, Me, too. I thought he meant fly. Uh, I understand. This, this segment's off the rails. Okay. Rich. Sure. I thought he was going to say Gorky. I don't know. He did get that interview, that one-on-one -on -one deal on the With TV. Windham, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Rich, third and final question. If you had to steer your son's career path into professional motorcycle rider or professional stuntman, which would you choose? Well, we were at the golf course all day today. So, um, <laughs> there you go. You know, uh, stunts, come on. Stunts. Are you kidding? I got a lot of stunt buddies that have a lot of money. Yeah, and, not, and, and, and they still have all their limbs like not broken or anything like that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's a whole different world. Ping knows. Ping's have been out there with me. You still got oh, yeah. your sad card? How's the catering? I jumped into a level of boxes that should have been three that was only two. You almost OJ'd that thing. Yeah, I know. Almost died that day. I watched that, that was big. That was big. You know what? That that was a stunt that, that 
I shouldn't have been doing. Doing a Vegas Supercross? Yeah. If it was a real movie, you wouldn't have done that stunt like that. That's the thing. <laughs> Why? What do you mean? Just the conditions would have been better? Dude, he went big into these boxes off a of triple. I mean, that was that was a real that was a big hit, and and it just wasn't prepared right. You know, the and I almost overshot it and just it went on the right way. It was that was gnarly, man. He could have gotten jacked up for sure. Did you get extra? Hey, I've done stuff like that, like in sand, like messing around. How unnatural is it to try to crash on purpose? Oh my gosh! Yeah, weird, right? Yeah. And usually that's why, like, good motocrossers or good motorcycle riders aren't good at doing motorcycle stunts because you, you just gotta you just gotta go and just eat shit on purpose. It's just so unnatural; it just doesn't happen. Normally, you do everything possible to do the opposite. Exactly. Hey, Rich, what's what was your last stunt in the movie that we know or we've seen? I did a I did a, a thing on a utility quad. I don't know. I think I told Mathis about this. That's when you jumped into the little pool, right? Yeah, I had to jump into a pool on, that was on fire on a utility quad. It was hilarious. It was uh, it was pretty fun, though. Actually, it was it wasn't super dangerous, but it was pretty cool. It's going to be in a movie called uh, uh, Dark Skies or Black Skies, some tornado chasing movie. It'll be out pretty soon. It's pretty fun. Yeah, I saw it. It's called Twister, bro. No, uh, dark, dark sky. Already been out. <laughs> um, hey, your stunt buddy Castillo busted himself up. I know. Was that, that a RoboCop Jack move or what happened? Oh, uh, he was doing reshoots in RoboCop, I think, right? Nope. No. Oh. He's just out motoing. I think. Oh, okay. I haven't he's even just, talked to riding. him. I just texted him. Yeah. Maybe he won't be doing those reshoots in RoboCop that he's supposed to do. It's up in the air. <laughs> Really, oh my God. Who, if anybody would know, who would it be? Honestly, me. You're gonna try to wear Castillo's skin one day. That's true. <laughs> you're gonna try to. One of my favorite things in life are Dave Castillo. It is. Yeah. It's is he, it's, I, don't, I don't know. It's a little creepy. <laughs> it's a little creepy. <laughs> All uh, right, DV. Third oh no, please. No. Third, third and final question for you. You love to play poker. Corey wants to know how much money you've ever made. And lost uh, in one night. Probably legally can't say. Yeah, I'm almost divorced. I can't say. I guess. Uh, <laughs> no, maybe I never lost more than a thousand bucks one night. How much you ever made? In I a made night? Uh, maybe five. Right. Playing small games, playing five ten. It's not like. Should we ask JT that same question? <laughs> Keep me out of this. JT, can we ask you that same question? Yeah, no. answer it, JT. No. How much? Here, bro, high roller. No, I don't. I don't want to answer. Come on, bud. Go ahead. Just, just give us a ballpark. Not good. Yeah, I never Too lost much. more than a thousand. A thousand is kind of like. Oh, well, the, let's let's get to JT here. Come on. Five, five, five figures. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. Hi, Caramba. Ping just had a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I jump off a freeway bridge. But if I lose how much five have figures. you won, JT? Five figures. Yeah, 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 you, both ways. Yeah, both the, ways. The number's actually pretty close to the same, and it's it's a fairly large number. <laughs> so you go both ways, are you saying? Uh, uh, any, other, any other questions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, third and final question from Ping. Is there any downside to raising the minimum age to racing professionally to 18 years old? <sighs> Is there any downside? Well, you could potentially lose kids to Europe. Um, but I would say it would be a good change. So 
I'll say no. How long was that? 15 seconds. Perfect. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. Yep. What was the question? TV, you got to pay more attention. I was reading no, don't, Facebook. Don't, don't read if, it again. Don't read it Please. Again. Make them pay the ultimate price. <laughs> yes. Oh, sorry. He wants to know if you raise the minimum age to 18 to get your pro license here in the States, oh, yeah, okay. what would be the downsides of it? <laughs> yeah, you told him go read it. He right. freaking reads it. Yeah, I did. I just, I just heard the – I was listening to the answer. That's all. All right. JT, third and final question for you and for everyone. Who is winning the short tickle takeout war, and when will it end? Short is winning. <laughs> uh, hopefully, it it has ended already. Short, according to Brock, he's three to one. He's up three yeah. to one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good times. <laughs> that is the Brendan the X Brand Goggle Tear Off segment. Xbrand.com. Eksbrand.com. Uh, Pulp Show thirteen saves you thirty percent off anything but the brand new and very exciting Build a Goggle program. Fifty bucks, right, RT? Fifty bucks. And Fifty you get bucks. A lens and tear off. It's a good deal, man. Completely custom. Can, and I didn't even know that we were still making those clear lenses that you're selling. We we still have those. <laughs> I didn't even know. It depends how many you need for this weekend. Oh, okay. <laughs> because uh, yeah, somebody's putting like a clear lens with a like a flow green strap. Look pretty bitching. Um, clear frame, you mean? Clear frame. frame. Sorry, sorry. Clear frame. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our liquid clear frame. It's, it's. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Yeah. Sorry. You were talking about the lenses nah. we're always ordering, and I always tell you we're out of. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You make the guys use use lenses. Yeah. Hmm. They're fine hmm. in supercross. You wash them. There's some. They're laying down some sand though. It's affecting the quality of the lens. I have to throw. Yeah, it Yeah. You know what? We gotta. Get we gotta get on. Uh, Winkler about that, or whoever's building the track. So we got to get rid of the sand section. <laughs> They're ruining our lens. Costing <laughs> me too much money. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a real cool promotion, only for April. And uh, build your own goggle. Check them out, xbrand.com. You can go online and build it, and uh, it's pretty sweet. And it's a goggle of choice of so many riders. It's ridiculous. Michael Lessie, Jake Canada, Gavin Faith, Bobby Canari, Les Smith, Ben Lemay, Josh Strang, Josh Strang, some goggles. Andrew DeLong. In the GNCC, winning the XC2 class right now. Dude, he's killing him. Um, killing him on a Husqvarna. Is that, is that oval track guy still wearing them? Sammy the yeah, Bullock? we got a couple. Sammy Halbert. There you go. Yeah. Are sales a- good? Like, Am I, am I going to keep my job? Are sales good? Sales going all right? I wouldn't go that far. But okay. All right. <laughs> well, hopefully. Just don't be asking for a raise anytime yeah, soon. Yeah, I know, huh? Um, sales, Mathis. Thanks, RT. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, Thank all you, you guys. Good to sort of talk to you. Yeah, uh, see you, Rich. Everybody. Yep. Hey, right. what was JT doing down in Chile? Oh, uh, you know, uh, got to make up for those losses somehow. Muling drugs. Drugs. <laughs> yeah. Go fast. Let's just say his anal class. cavities have slightly enlarged. Nothing a little. No, I. I'm international manager for Fly, so I have to go see all my distributors. We have one there. Oh, uh, nice. Nice. Yeah. They don't call him El Mule for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Thanks for having me on. All right. Thanks, RT. Uh, See you, dude. See you. Right. Soon. Bye. All right. I thought you were going to talk some shit on the build goggle program, DV. Pretty quiet over no, there. No, I was uh, – I was – Oh, Nike is only – You sure yeah. you're going to be I wanted okay to, to, I wanted to know. I wanted to know how much it costs to, to actually make a goggle. God, you and you're so nosy with the money. Yeah. Yeah. Shift. <laughs> a goggle, you know, build in China. Shift and – in the U.S. on your desk, packaged. I wanted to know how much it would cost. Jeffy? I know, I know, but oh, J- 
JT, do you know? Uh, probably under 10 bucks. You're right. How about those yeah. air brakes, huh? Cost a fortune. Are you going to call Oakley and try to get a free one off the Pulp Show? Nope. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is Tits Legendary from Optrix and Public Show. I would like some goggles. Um, what do we got? What's left? What do we got? Nobody wants to talk about money. Nobody wants to talk about who they got to fight with. You know. No, and I, then you ask me all those hey, kind of questions I, I asked, have to answer. I ask the money stuff, and I get tweets and emails saying, it's none of your business, man. But then I, people ask me how much money I make, and I, I full-on tell them on the show, like, I don't care. It's no big deal. But I get flack for asking those questions. Oh, I, yeah? I do. I might, I might get harassed on Twitter people, now. People get upset that I'm being too nosy. Nosy? You know? Noisy or nosy? No, uh, noisy. noisy and noisy. I said noisy. <laughs> it's, the beer. it's the beers talking. Um, that'll wear off when you're driving home. <laughs> <laughs> what is he talking about? Hey, um, thanks to all of our sponsors tonight, by the way. I uh, really appreciate it. JT, your, your spot on the show is brought to you by Fly Racing. Fly Racing USA, the choice of gear. What about mine? Uh, nobody. Free gun. Free gun. Free gun. I tried to bring it to free gun. You said no. Uh, JT, uh, we also had our pulp show contest. Andrew Short wore the butt patch designed by our winner, Jonathan Lee. Is that right? That's right. Correct. Jonathan Lee. Yep. Um, we're going to send that gear out to you, Jonathan. Yeah. So, um, thanks for fly for doing that, JT. Real awesome. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Real awesome of fly to do that. That was pretty cool. Hey, hey, JT, there's still uh, Craig and Terry flying all that. Craig is the owner, yes. Yeah, so and Terry, I don't see him going anywhere. Yeah, but he could have sell. I'll not be there anymore. I don't yeah. know. You never know. No, no. Uh, yeah, Terry's still VP. Yep. Okay. So pretty much there's probably some new people since you were there, but the main core guys are there, yeah. Um, you know, did you know uh, Doug Rippinen when he was at Yamaha? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was there. Yeah, I knew he was at, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's national that. sales manager, yeah. so. Um, DV was Fly's first big name, probably. Uh, Red Dog was their first paid athlete. For helmets. Well, period. Yeah, but DV wore the stuff. The I understand that, but I'm just saying. Yeah, you know, JT would never say something good no. about me. No. It's ever. <laughs> never. You know. No. He always no, I, don't, I, mean, I don't know the facts. He does you? Always what year be, was that? He doesn't even. has to be yeah, no. his bossy, you know, like very totally read uh, who else, you know. Nothing good about DV, you know. That's it's okay. We he know. doesn't even like French fries. DV, come yeah. on now. He does. They don't I'm like jo- people from Europe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good one. <laughs> what uh, year did you wear? Oh four. Uh, I think first year oh three. Actually, oh, I won my first race with Fly, which was Geneva World Supercross. Was pretty ugly back then. At uh, Geneva two thousand two. Oh, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. That's the first like official race um, I used to fly. I'm joking with you, JT. I love you. You know it, right? No, of course. And trust me, there's a. I, I would. I would. I've argued with many people because I said that no one could ever, ever have beaten David Billman at Bercy in his prime. And I've gotten lots of arguments over the years. Oh, this guy, that guy, you know, in their prime, this guy, that. And I'm, nope. We have a, no chance. We have a Prince of Bercy in our studio right now. You have like a 17-time king of Bursi in your studio, too. Yeah, yeah. 1995, 125 Bursi king. Beating David Villeman. Me and DV had some good Beating battles that Beating a young David Villeman. Wow. I, I think the two of no, you should have a we didn't have off. a battle. We had one battle out of, it was, what, two motos a night, right? Uh, Six motos? Was, no, 
Six motos all weekend. Yeah, you won five of them. You yeah. killed us like all weekend. Did you win the other one? I won the last one, but everybody you think up. about. Yeah, place, he was like last main event of the night. The place went ape shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you could look at him on the podium and be like, "Suck it!" But he killed I won us. Five of them. He, yeah, he killed us right. all weekend. He was way better than us. That them. It happened. That it was like Tortelli and Roncata. Really, Tortelli and Roncata were there? Yeah, yeah. Tortelli and Roncata. Ping was on yeah. it. Well, I, I broke my femur the next year, and it took a toll. He, um, I was there at San Diego in 96, right? I was there. Um, yeah, he was starting in front. His bike was a little, a tad better than ours, too. Like, <laughs> Cakes 125 with the dingly foot pegs and crap. Remember those things? Yeah. Those were joke. Hey, let's get to our voicemail segment. Uh, as usual, 702-586-7857. You can call in any time and leave a uh, voicemail. For the show. What, Pookie? I'm leaving. Right, Why? Any, any words to say to, to Tits for your another victory? Four to one now? Just sorry for embarrassing you. Are you going to? You did really say difficult. Metcalf uh, again. <laughs> that was a joke. That was a joke. <laughs> that was a joke. I love you, Marshall. Did you beat me? Marshall's French oh, yeah. Did you cut the coral? Mm-hmm. And the. Ooh. Hey, how's that Cadoba yeah. doing downstairs? Good. I put it all away. You're going to need to bust that stuff back out. Okay. Queso, baby. Queso and chips right now. I'm in. <laughs> I will forego Thanks, ice cream tonight yep. for some queso. Um, all right, voicemail segment. Let's do it. Um, I think I think someone makes fun of JT in here. I'm not sure. Yes. I'll look forward to it. All right. Let's hear it. I was just wondering what was up with y'all's app. The only app I've ever paid for and they regret paying for it. It will not work. Uh, whatever you do, caller, don't give us specifics. <laughs> don't tell us whether it's an iPhone or an Android. Don't send an email with. Don't try to. We we don't want to help don't you. Don't give any right. helpful information. Just um, say the garbage. I'm not gonna app lie. Is garbage. We've had some issues with our apps. With our apps. But any I'll, great app goes through growing pains. Thank so. you. Yeah. I would say a good thirty percent of our issues have been the user error kind. Where they have a, they don't update that it's in their tray. Our users, yeah. Our users are having problems. Yeah, it's their fault. I don't believe it. Are you being a joke? Are you being sarcastic? Yes, okay. that, that was sarcasm. Okay, you need to work on your jokes, Ted. Uh, uh, you know they don't update that it's in the tray, mm. so they never get the new version. You know, like seriously, look, help us help you, caller. Send me an email or a tweet. I've. We've got an Android guy. We've got iPhone people. You know, we've sold how many apps? We sold tits. Uh, millions. <laughs> oh yeah, you wouldn't know. No, I it's wouldn't the other know. guy. Yeah. Um, so you're sending an app and yeah. it doesn't work. That's what you're saying. <laughs> no, it does work. It works fine. <laughs> we didn't have a Droid app for six, seven months, but uh, we're, we're good now. Just look at it this way: Microsoft sells software that isn't any good either, so they're not alone. Uh, okay. Um, please, caller, give me some details. Well, let help us help you get your dollar ninety nine worth out of that app. Mm. Do you have it, Ping? No. Stevie, do you have it? No. JT, I bought it. I have it. Yes. Yes. All right. <laughs> I don't have, have it. I just listen to. Uh... Yeah. All right. I should get it. Uh, I got a quick uh, question about um, take I guess contract negotiations and how rate bonuses are. Uh, like the amount to be determined if they do a race win. And I got to thinking about Millsats and how, I mean, he's in a stack field this year. He just signed a contract to get on with Rockstar. Are they thinking like 
okay, everybody's coming back. Um, you haven't had a win in a long time. You're on a new bike. Um, so if you get a race win, do they just, like, give them some astronomical amount? Hold on. The guy who left the voicemail just tweeted me. I'm the one who emailed. I think he meant voicemail. <laughs> and so you know, it was totally the user. Sorry. Oh, wow. Again. Hey, at least he manned up and yeah, admitted no, it. No, good job him. racing for the sun. Thank you. Great. All right. Based on odds, or is it just kind of like, if you get a race win, it's the same as everybody else? No. So uh, I was just kind of curious about that. But thanks. We kind of covered that already, Yeah, no, right? funny. Like, yeah, I, I just wanted to, the guy touched on Millsaps and wins, and it's sort of individually uh, bargained for, right? Yep. Yeah. So. I wonder with Millsaps, I bet it, it was not too much to ensure a win. Yeah. But I bet for second through fifth, it would have been expensive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like however you worded that yeah. policy out. Like if you yeah. said, hey, we let's, want. Let's throw a number out. You want to throw a number out? Let's do that. Phoebe loves to throw the numbers. Yeah, well, because why not? it was speculating. Well, let's All say. I know. Let's speculate on Tits' we, salary. We signed, we <laughs> signed CP. Huge. We signed CP Huge. at. Um, we signed CP at Mortal Concept. He says, I want to. Didn't work well. It, yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> and um, we almost won the championship. Oh, dear. Um, he wanted a policy. He wanted like a million bucks to win only. The title. Title. Jesus Christ. What he he said, I want, I want you to take an entrance policy to win a million bucks uh-huh. if you won the championship. Is this his agent, Russ? Super agent? No, that was him. Okay. That was him. And then um, we, uh, we took a policy. It, it cost uh, 90 grand. It, was. it cost 90 grand to ensure him to win a title on a 450 on a Yamaha? Yeah. I would have insured it for you for about 80 bucks. <laughs> you don't have a million bucks, buddy. I, I, it doesn't matter. It's a sure bet. Frank, yeah, Frank, don't has, have it. Frank has a million. He did get it from Frank. You don't have a, that I'm seems, that seems expensive to me. It does. But, yeah. That's a tenth it of... It could have been $20 billion. doesn't matter. That was 90000 So did you guys have to pay all that? I got out of it. Yeah. Luckily. That is a horrible, horrible oh, yeah, they, deal. They let you out of it. No, well, we we lost twenty five. Yeah, but they, but we we never paid him. Yeah, we yeah. You know, he took he gave the check back right at, at Freestone or something. Yeah, but it was before the all. It was at lunch something, and then it was his first check or whatever. Yeah, and I I wasn't there. I don't know where I was, but um, um, Genova told me he gave him an envelope. He said, "Oh, give him give it to me later or something," and yeah. then he never got his first. Check, you know. Dude, that he's got to be the weirdest, like most quirky dude ever in this sport. Next to JT, I have a question. I can't. Does anybody that out, think? Man. Does anybody think that eleven to one is a good bet for Purcell to win a title? And that year on a four fifty on a Yamaha. That year on a four fifty with coming out of the team late with all the stuff. I mean, right. Eleven to one. There's. I mean, I take that bet. Whatever amount of money I own, I'll take that bet. Cut your balls off next, if you lose. Next time, next time I come see you when I have a, <laughs> an a lot of ball cutting off tonight. <laughs> yeah, that was ninety. That was ninety grand. Uh, you can. I'll, I'll take your insurance policy. You can hire Purcell right now to hire to ride for Villaman Motorsports. Honestly, at eleven to one. Like, I just thought the guy was a dick. I mean, I had dealings with him as a media guy and just hanging out of the truck. 
You know, with the we're PC not guys. talking about CP right now. We're talking about money and bonuses. Well, he L- said, leave he him alone. He's the quirkiest dude ever. Leave him alone. We're beating a dead horse. I it's wish fine. we had that Just, Britney. You know. Leave him alone. <laughs> leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's just, he was hey, just rude. This is Mike from Illinois. I didn't know him that well. He was just rude. Love the show. Long time listener. Nick Way is probably the the best uh, co-host besides King and Kenny that I've ever heard. Um, one problem with the show, uh, and it's with Pitt. <laughs> well, I guess two problems. One, he should know a lot more moto knowledge being on the show for so long. Two, my buddy Tyson Siegel asks a question every week, and Pitts almost picks it every week. I just want to say it's Siegel, not Seagal, not Steven's younger Ugh. brother. Like Siegel, so like the broad. Ask Pitts to please say Tyson Siegel because it kills me when he messes his name up. Otherwise, Great show, awesome podcast. Uh, catch you on the flip side. Would you? Would you from care? from the bottom of my heart? I am sorry for mispronouncing his name. Hey, don't, don't, don't. No, Why? I, I, that's more sarcasm, apparently. Oh, okay. So. okay. <laughs> People <laughs> can't say my name for fifteen years. Yeah. Care. What about what about your moral knowledge? I don't care. He's a computer guy. He's you know. He... I I'm secure in my knowledge. I'm not setting out there. Secure to in the be... back of your truck. Yeah, in the back of my charger. I'm not sitting out there to be the most knowledgeable guy. I enjoy the sport. I enjoy doing my job. I, I, yeah, he I'm have okay to be with a, it. I do. I do feel like you're not learning. You're not learning more. Like I feel like you're I, stuck. Does he need I'm to okay be? I'm okay with it though. Like I, okay. I'm not. I mean, I enjoy Tits, this. I love you. Thank you. I'll sleep in your truck, too. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, but I'm not sleeping in that truck, dude. He'll cut his balls off for you. No, I. Um, I, I I could sit down and I could study stuff and I could pay more attention, but I don't feel like I need to. I enjoy what I'm doing and okay. you know I'm satisfied in my life. So sorry to him that I am not picking up as much moto knowledge as he thinks I should be. Other people in the same situation would no doubt be way more knowledgeable than I am, and I'm okay with that. Hmm. Oh, this week in Rage presented by Tits. That was rage, by the way. Yeah, that was your rage. <laughs> that, that was my rage. All right, let's go. <laughs> yeah, I just got done listening to your latest and greatest. Um, Nick Way was on, and I believe that he should just take over the show like he did on this one. It was a lot better to listen to. Keep Kenny away from the mic because he's a horrible, horribly negative bad person for the industry so <laughs> do as i say and you will go far all righty thanks for the advice bro <laughs> kenny was was not good when nick brought him in i don't know what happened He's i don't very, know very negative you know how like uh the organ grinder has the monkey right and you see the little guy on the street he's grinding and the monkey's dancing i feel like kenny felt like nick was grinding him to dance to be <laughs> the Kenny mm-hmm. instead of just being Egging him on, Kenny. Prodding him. He was the Kenny. Yeah. And that was his show, his act, because Nick was grinding. Mm-hmm. Kenny had the top hat on. Dance, <laughs> monkey. Yeah. Dance. Because when he came in for the Wyndham show, he was normal. Fine. It was great. 
Every yeah. time I listened to the show, I actually loved Kenny, you know, all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, it was kind of like, I liked him. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't heard of the last few that he was on. Just listen to the last week. He's, yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I like seeing him get all riled up and like that video that, that, that mm-hmm. we had. Oh, that was great. He's getting all pissed off and everything. Yeah, that's fine. But all then, good things. But then, you know, like, he doesn't like, it's fun to get, you know, upset. Like, I was upset at Bill there for the Josh Hill thing. And he just kind of realizes, you know. Sometimes a monkey doesn't always need to dance. Sure. Sometimes a monkey can just be normal. It's a banana. Eat a banana, monkey. <laughs> uh, what do you think, JT? Uh, yeah, it's it's just it's what Kenny is. Yeah. It's just what it's just what comes along with Kenny. Kenny is Kenny. He is. Don't know what you're gonna get. You uh, you can't back Kenny into a corner. Nope. <laughs> nobody. Puts, nobody puts Kenny in a corner. <laughs> nobody puts Kenny in a corner. <laughs> All right, let's go. Tits is, tits is can't even work the computer. It's, last week was pathetic. Come on. I think you guys need to get Chunks on the phone. I mean, he would have got Berluti. Yeah, Who doesn't chunks. know that? Anyway, I hear you guys talking a lot about on the, the you know, post-race shows about possible fill-in riders for PC and uh, for outdoors. I haven't heard any of you guys bring up Joey Savacci's name. Isn't that J-Star team done at the end of the Supercross? I mean, Look how well he's been doing. I'm sure he'd fit in great over there. I mean, he's, I mean, he's running pretty good. Just tell me what you think. Later. Anybody know anything about J Star? Are they still going? Well, or? just that little bit that's that the FMF uh, deal, right? That Davey heard, talked about. I heard something with FMF, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know if that's JT. Yeah. You know anything? No, FMF. That's really all I got. Yeah. Yeah. That's all anybody's really got. Um, Flying that, machine factory, bro. If if they do taco. That Savachi would be – I hope someone picks him up. Oh, someone will. He surprised me like this year. I think he what was – What about Mookie? And where's Mookie going to go? He's going to help Wyndham do transfers. <laughs> this weekend he was all over the transfer for Wyndham. Oh, yeah? Down on the floor, marking it off. Mookie was? Yeah. Why? Interesting. We don't know. We were wondering too. Got to get paid somehow, right? Yeah. That is a non-paying position. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Marcus, what's up? Benny, I uh, just listened to last week's show with McWay, and, yeah, I loved it. Loved every minute of it. So thanks for having him on. And, dude, I just looked at your website, and I think I had a seizure. Uh looks like a kid <laughs> ate a bowl of Fruit Loops and threw up all over your homepage. Uh, things way too busy, way too much going on. So just a little feedback for you. Great, great feedback. We'll pass it on. I'm not sure which side he was talking about, Pulp Show or Pulp. I, I Probably the Pulp side. Oh, well, that's your buddy Swisscore. Yeah. You, you, you got to pay the bills, bro. A lot, lot, lot of flashing banner ads is what he's talking about. Not on the Pulp side. On the, on your site? The show site there is. Maybe that's what he's talking about. I don't know. I just said. Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know either way. I said, I don't know if he's talking about the show site or the Pulp. And you and said maybe I was Maybe site. I was wrong. Hey, Steve. I uh, was just listening to the podcast with Nick Way on it, hearing him talk about his dad, and I thought, if you haven't done one already, a Father's Day show with some of the Moto dads or maybe uh, a couple of segments with father and son would be a pretty interesting one to listen to. So, anyway, just a thought. The guy, the guy in the that, – that would be a good idea. The guy in the chat room with the no phone number, we're working on it, bro. Yeah, we hung up on you, but 
I mean, you kept harping on the no phone number on the show site, huh? and you know. Oh, that's right. I mean, it's not there. <laughs> I, I don't know what. I mean, I apologize. I said we we screwed up. Is he still harping about yeah, it? Yeah, he's going. Uh, and there's no phone number. There's no phone number. Check like, the Twitter, bro. We I get put it, it out. man. We get it, and we're working on it, and we're sorry. And please don't get mad at us anymore. All right, um, Paul Bomek Show, BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, uh, Brat Bar, Ping, our friends at Brat Bar are responsible for you here. I know, so great of them. Um, Good product. Went riders like Kevin Windham and David Pingree. Yeah, He's fantastic, <laughs> uh, you know, riders He's like that. <laughs> 810 Solutions, uh, W Wheels, uh, we love W Wheels, um, and Black Ops Moto, uh, all on board. Uh, JT, thanks, man. Have fun no in worries. Chicago. We uh, will see you in Minneapolis, right, this weekend? I'll be there. Um, and then uh, are you going to go to Salt Lake and Seattle? You're at all of them? Yep. Oh, you got some Canadians this weekend in your VIP program. I do. Good luck with that. Yep. That's what I'm looking for. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, BTOsports.com, um, VFP program. JT's running that thing. All right, buddy. Thanks. All right, guys. See you, JT. Bye. See Later, boy. Bye, bud. Uh, Me and DV are reliving the past right now. Why? We're watching think? 95 Bercy. He's coming, let lanky bastard. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> tweeted me the link. First, the... Ge- first gear or shot gear? First gear. Yeah, first, first gear. gear. Yeah. Um, Pete. You, you were going inside on that one section. And it was way Focus. faster. We were going wide to triple. Great Focus. radio. Great radio. Great show. Corey Keeney. Corey Keeney's in Corey there. Corey Keeney's in there. Hey. Corey Keeney, buddy. Ping. Yo. Steve's trying to talk to you. What? We're watching a race. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, what's the comeback to that, Tits? Uh, yeah, but still. Yeah, but still. Okay, what do you got? Thanks for coming. Oh, yeah. Appreciate Thanks for it. having me. So Have you're fun. probably going to be out for the next little while again. Yeah. Yeah, it'll probably be a little while until I get back. Yep. Start a new job on Monday, so uh, maybe a few months. Oh, that long? Probably. Oh, okay. All right. Well, please come back. Oh, I will. Yeah. I will. I just got to get uh, acclimated. You finally starting the fireman fall. thing? I thought you already started No, that. I'm switching departments. Um. Um, yeah, I've been working for a little while with one, and. I just got hired with people Ontario picking on you. Fire. Is that why you're transferring? No, um, just bigger and better. Oh, check you out. Yeah, so mm-hmm. pretty excited. DV, thanks for coming on, bud. Appreciate it. Welcome. Stuck around Vegas. Oh, always a pleasure. Yes. Uh, thanks to Eddie for the Godoba. Oh yeah, thanks yeah. Eddie. Yeah, Eddie, you're the man. Eddie's, delicious. Eddie's the show number one twenty seven MVP. Yeah. Did you say MVP? MVP. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, support our sponsors, please. Thank you. Uh, and they'll support us, and then we'll keep giving you this quality entertainment um, on the show. And uh, our guests tonight were um, uh, Blake Wharton, Jeff Emig, Travis Preston, Jason Thomas. Rich Taylor. Um, Rich. Rich. Rich Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. David Villeman, David Pingree. Wow. Man. All-star. Got a good lineup. Some serious, serious. If we had wins. Wyndham on here, then it would have been a bunch of really top racers. It would have all the famers, <laughs> yeah, yeah, all the famers, <laughs> every one of them. Are we gonna go um, in all the famers? You could. No. 
I don't know. What's the criteria for that? I don't even know. The, the AMA Hall of Fame? Yeah. I don't know. Dogger's not in, so I don't <laughs> yeah. want to be part of any Hall of Fame that Dogger's not in. So it's I wrote a, a letter for him. I wrote a letter for him. and everything. Oh, yeah? yeah? Really? I tried to nominate him, yeah. Must have got lost in the mail. Right? Mm. Bastards. That was a three-time uh, National Nations Nations champion. Two national championships in the uh, 125 one, class one, one? one national championship. Oh. Uh, nine Supercross wins. Um yeah, you I mean, never got a uh, 500 championship? No, no, never did. He's got some wins, though. Uh, tits, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we're going to come back next week after Minneapolis uh, with our best show ever. And, uh, yeah, man. Thanks again, guys. Um, we appreciate it. Bye. There's something I want to oh, get bye. off my chest. Bye. Bye. It's bye. about bye. that summer when you went away to community Ingrid, college. Er, gentlemen, say bye. I got an offer Au revoir. Playgirl magazine. Au revoir. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.